passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yo. This Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off kilter, the professor, the godfather, host wrestle in the NWA, not oh keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we reppin' it. And welcome to the NWA podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the show all about getting color in the world of professional wrestling. We back better than ever, y'all. Uh, we got a lot to get into. It's only <laughs> yeah. the third week of the year. And we got so much to get into, so we're not even going. We're not even going to waste time parlaying and kikiing up here off the top, fellas. I'm just going to really introduce us real quick. I am, of course, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. Ten years in the game, not a damn thing changed. Godfather Nate Milton, joined, of course, by my right hand man, the uh, Mayor Pro Tem of Los Angeles, California, uh, the former. Uh, campaign manager for Ron DeSantis. Uh, so it's a rough night for I got Chris <laughs> on these streets. I'll give it up for the angry intellectual Mimosa Chris himself, the Professor Chris Ely. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? What is up? Happy leap year to everybody. Happy election year to everyone, man. This is going to be a, a crazy year for me, for probably us too, Nate, because I know we're going to be doing some political stuff. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of free political work. I didn't think I would ever be in that position again, but because of because I'm uh, going to uh, Columbia this year, um, I 
want to participate in the process, but it's not necessarily fair for me to ask for my quota if I can't do a deep dive like I normally do. So I'm going to be, you know, I'll be, I'll be in the mix just as a volunteer more or less. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the shows, man. Looking forward to just um, our new producer who is not here. Like we, 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 we went through the trouble, put in a good word with the higher ups. The, the, the people at the at way at the top, it was like, yo, we need this brother to be the producer of what we do here at Post Wrestling. Mm. Can he be the producer? The, we we got him the contract, and he's nowhere to be found. Like I'm, I'm trying to understand this, man. I'm, I'm trying to under understand where Ten Day Ray is. And I thought he was going to be permanent, Ray, but we oh. still on the we still on the oh. ten day. Look, look, there, look, there he is. Show up his first day at the job, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm, I'm gonna skip you, nephew. I'm gonna come back to you. Are you skipping me? Hold on. I'm gonna skip you, on? nephew. Come and say oh, the best for last, brother. Oh, you, you, you try to sweet talk me right there. Because right. <laughs> we have to address. You know, I'm. I, 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 I'm sorry, folks. I don't want to be like Tony Khan and and run my business the, in the wrong manner out here on in public for the world to see. Sometimes, right. but but ten day Ray, as Chris mentioned, man, we didn't got you up off that ten day contract, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He is now two way Ray, post wrestling, kings of sport. Ray Williams out here getting two bags on these streets and still showed up ten minutes late. Come on, Ray. Come right. on, baby. <laughs> what, what you got to say for yourself, Ray? I thought you got you told me I had the option of either starting a day or next month. See, this is what happened. Hey, I mean, this is no time to get my two weeks in. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you got to start right now. If you want the promotion, you got mm. to start right now. If you stay ready, realize. you ain't got to get ready, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, beginning next month, we'll have our show is gonna be looking one of the best looking podcasts there is. So thanks so to clean, clean. Of yeah, Ray. yeah. Thanks to Ray. So we we get shout out to Ray for climbing that ladder. Yes. Um, all jokes aside, yeah. Ray is is officially officially uh-huh. part of the NWA crew now. So welcome aboard, Ray. We 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 glad to have you, brother. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So Ray is Ray is is going to be looking in the chat, seeing all your super chats, right. seeing all the comments. He's going to be bringing up the best uh the best thoughts that y'all have about our discussion this week. So Ray right. will be a big part of the team going forward. So y'all give it up for, I was going to say 10 day Ray, but let's give it up for two way Ray. <laughs> on right. the street. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's going to be like, right. And correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Nate, but um, that's my Amazon going off. But anyway, uh, it's going to be like, we're going to need, if we need Ray to p- pull up a clip, he can do that for us. If we need Ray, if we're looking for an article and like, yo, Ray, can you find this article? He'll be able to do that for us. We don't have to. Uh, just... Ray is essentially going to be like you, me, and Andrew, uh, Dan Patrick, <laughs> like all the three of us combined, a Dan Patrick, and Ray right. is all three of the Danettes by himself. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, cool, cool stuff. So looking forward to it, man. February <laughs> is is going to be 
is going to be lit because of mm. a two-way Ray over here. Big, big, big time things happening. But you know, whenever big time things happen in the world of professional wrestling, there is one man that brings you all the news. And we did save the best for last, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all give it up for my nephew, the man that brings you all the news that's fit to read here at Post, the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson. What's going on, my guy? You, 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 the, the youngest in charge label, man. I'm, this year, turning... Uh, <laughs> This year, that young is doing a whole lot of heavy lifting, my man. Right, yeah. We, we, we inch closer to 30. I, I got about three more years before, before we hit it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just the WWE, like 29, like you still in NXT, dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in NXT. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, what's the name? We, 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 we big dogging it over here, NXT. The young up and coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, man, everything going smooth. Uh, a lot, lot, a lot has happened over the past several weeks or so in this first couple of weeks of, uh, 2024, man. And I'm excited to get into it with you fellas. All right. Yes, we are, uh, Excited for this conversation. Like we said, there's so much news already, and we ain't even three weeks into the year. Like, just Not barely three, yeah. three weeks into the year. Uh, so much news. And and before I, I pass it back to you, Andrew, so we can get the news rolling, I never thought, and this is how crazy 2024 is already, y'all. Chris said it's a leap year. Things is leaping all around. Because I never thought I would long, Andrew, for the, for the quieter days. That we had last year when when all we had to do was talk about the Muffin Man for ninety minutes. Right now we got like seven seven stories that can each be their own, you know, sixty minute conversation Mm. that we got to break down this month for the people. But I'm excited. Yeah, for sure, man. Like I say, I I was thinking about it. Like one thing I always say, like just covering wrestling news since like 2017, it never slows down. Like as as Mm -hmm. much as you might think something like it'll be a, a slow day. Something happen, some news will break, some story will come out, and then next thing you know, it's it's, it's taking over. Black, Black Mega Man says, "So is Ray the Hangman to you guys as elite?" Mm. All right, so 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 with that, you you, you got to say Nate is Nate and Chris are the Bucks. So I'll gladly take me and Kenny Omega. He's not gonna be a Loop Spicoli in the NWO. Or Hawks Woggle of DX. I think Hangman is a. a our truth was right there. We the Judgment Day. We had <laughs> yeah, Ray and Art <laughs> Truth on these streets. Like nah, live, laugh, nah, love, Ray. Live, laugh, love. I'm giving you a little bit. To, oh, yeah, yeah. Get you the get you your shirt. <laughs> and yeah. Make we're we, we going to have like the shirt with Ray. Ray, Ray yes. be Ray's handwriting under the official like label. <laughs> like his his right. own handwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ray Truth. But but, but, but not but Ray, congratulations, my brother. Glad to have you on the show, man. It's always a good time talking to you. You always add excellent opinions and stuff like that. And I always like having you on my side as well. So definitely most <laughs> definitely, most definitely looking forward to having you on the show. We got forward. new school so, back. So, so so we can we can tag team these two motherfuckers. I'm, I'm playing with <laughs> uh, night one not, versus night two. Night we know we know how it is. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's all serious, man. Great to have Ray on the NWA podcast. And also looking forward to having Chen Ray on the show more as well. Shout out to the uh, Spinning Black Fist. Yeah, speaking of Shinyere and Ray, Spinning Black Fist, they are recording their second episode tomorrow uh, covering the big UFC event from over the past weekend. So, again, if you guys have any comments or questions about the world of the M- of UFC and, and MMA, shoot Shinyere and Ray, Ray your questions and thoughts about uh, the past weekend because I'm sure they got thoughts right. about not only what happened in the octagon, 
but uh, some of these fools running their mouths outside. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Nate, great transition, by the way. <laughs> Amazing transition, because it's something I wanted to uh, start, off, start us off with, right, before we got, because I had just got hit to this. So I, I, was, mm-hmm. I, I was out last night, and I didn't uh, really, I wasn't really on Twitter like that, so I had caught up on everything when I woke up today. But uh, I had saw like a little bit of re- um, a little bit of backlash coming towards my my my, my man John Pollock um, mm. on, on Twitter because he he asked uh, UFC CEO Dana White a question uh, essentially about he, he didn't name Sean Strickland but I think I think that everybody knows you know it more so directed yeah. towards Sean Strickland because of his uh his homophobic and transphobic yeah. comments that he's made in the past mm-hmm. and then like he he like doubled down on that shit yes. on the lead up into uh, UFC two seventy nine two two ninety seven and and then essentially what John asked was like you know, asking Dana about, like, the verbiage and, like, the insulting language that some fighters use going into the show. And and that, again, not about, like, just regular trash talk, you know, but people, they be talking about people's mamas and talking about your dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, no, that, yeah. that, that, that's regular stuff. We see that all the time. You see that in boxing. Mm-hmm. You see that in MMA, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I, I think that what John's point was, like, do you feel, towards Dana, was do you feel there should be a certain point to where you should scale back on some of these things that some individuals are saying because you sort of crossing over into a territory that's not that's beyond trash talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you were, were, were speaking about the things that we that we just mentioned in terms of the homophobia and transphobia and stuff like that. And I do think John's John's overall question was a solid one that that he made. And I saw he made a comment about it on Twitter and you know he addressed it on his uh his post show that's up on post right now. Yeah. But right. The, the, but but seemingly the thing that got everybody riled up is I'm guessing is he used the word like put a leash on on certain like on, on not on fighters but more so like on the things that are allowed to be mm-hmm. said on, yeah. on, the, on the build up to these certain fights regardless of the ticket sales and, and all that stuff and, and the thing that that I, I didn't like at all was I saw people coming at John's character and his uh, professionalism or, or his um his standards as a as a journalist and for right. to those people who were coming at him I'm gonna just tell y'all straight up y'all don't fucking know John Pollock. That, Talk that to him. That, like that is one of the most mm-hmm. professional people that I've met had the opportunity to work with in this space. And I've been in this space for, since uh, 2017. Uh, one of the best people that I've had the opportunity to work with and learn from. So I, I, I know like I ain't got to sit here and like um, get on the soapbox about it. Like I know John ain't thin skinned. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he ain't sitting there moping and whining about it and shit. But I, I just didn't like how people was coming at him from his like trying try to attack his journalistic integrity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, if, if you know John and you've seen the work that this man has done and then the work that had that he has shown over the past, I don't even know how many years, like just with his wrestling reporting in general, you would know that if there's anybody that you were allowing to give a fair analysis and a fair breakdown and ask the questions that need to be asked, you one of those people that you would want to throw in the mix immediately is, is John. So all of y'all folks out there that says, hey, you know my man, fuck y'all. Straight up, I just had to get out of there. I, I ain't like how they was coming at him, bro. Yeah, I, I ain't right. like that. Yeah, no, I, I hot like tag, that. nephew. Hot tag because hot tag. see, here's the thing. First, I I echo everything you said about that man, John Pollock, because this is a brother who has had nothing but integrity throughout his journalistic career, and you you find out about a person through their actions and through their words, and if they mesh. And everything John says, his actions bear that out. He walks what he talks. Right. And so for me, for people to come at John, and and I'll expand it, Andrew, because a couple of weeks ago, somebody tried to come for the nephew. 
Mm-hmm. And a couple and a couple weeks ago, somebody tried to come for the professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and what this is telling me, I know it's still Sunday, and maybe some of y'all, you know, don't don't you know go to church or whatnot. But but that tells me the devil is out here <laughs> acting up. The devil is out here wilding in twenty twenty four because there's a lot of good people at at this at this network, man. And it's a lot of people that don't want to see folks shine. That don't want to see folks not only shine, but don't want to see folks speaking words of empathy, right? Like, like if Dana White, if you such a free speech warrior, uh-huh. <laughs> if you such a free speech warrior on these streets, uh-huh. you know, it feels like a lot of the people that, and, and, and I know Ray and Chinyere go get into this. I hope they get into this stuff when they record tomorrow, because to me, it's like, I have seen so many negative things about journalists coming out this past week and it's just like people just oh he he's woke he's part of the the liberal media you know he and, and it's like come on man if you know john pollock you know that this man is not coming with an agenda other than being a good person and being an honest journalist and if right. that's an agenda then damn it all of y'all need to have an agenda well that's because- the Go ahead, Chris. Hot, hot tag on a hot no, tag. Let's go. <laughs> no, because this is the this is the age we live in right now, man. Like you can anything you do that is against these UFC fuckers and that crowd is going to be considered woke. If you're like, yeah, I'm getting my second vac- vaccination shot, you're considered woke. You know, if you if you wear a mask out in public, there is a greater chance of you being threatened for being woke than not being threatened for being woke. Everything is political nowadays, man. So you can't we 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 we, we can't play games with these fools, man. UFC fans, um, most of y'all, I'm sure, are decent people, aren't true believers. But the ones of you that sign up for this nonsense, I I, I don't need your fucking ass, man. We're we're gonna cover you. Um, uh, I'm speaking for Ray and uh, the Kings of Sport uh, Wrestling Network because that is our job, and we gotta keep you idiots honest. But like, I I, if if I can watch anything else besides y'all, you know, there's other combat sports out there to watch where I don't have to listen to shot, uh, uh, Strickland or Colby Covington Mm. preach their nonsense, you know? So that's my feelings on it. And if you're getting offended at somebody for asking a question, then I got nothing for you except Mm. this foot in your ass. And, and and Ray, speaking speaking of you know we we hitting transitions tonight, y'all. Speaking of feats in people's hind parts, uh, I I didn't watch the fight, man, because I was watching the NFL. But but as our MMA expert here on the panel, can you tell me the result of of what happened last night? Like Strickland after talking all that smack, like I'm sure, like he he dominated, right, right. <laughs> You would like to think so. You would like to think so. But in actuality, the fight did go five rounds, and it was a tough back-and-forth fight. And a lot of MMA critics, and John included, I believe. That's Sean Strickland outside right, yeah, outside right now. I, I, hey, to... Brad. Hey, Nate, I was, I was just about to say that. I was about to say that's Sean Strickland in the back trying to get, <laughs> trying to get Chris. He's trying to get Ray to stop talking. <laughs> Don't let him silence you, brother. <laughs> 
Well, a lot of people were kind of 50-50 down the middle on how the fight was going to go. And so, is that me, by the way? I, I have the door closed. No, that's I was like, just trying to show off. He got that new Lexus outside. That new contract. Right. Don't don't spend up all your two way money yet, right? Hey, my hey, my, my, my man Ray said, look, if if I get rich, I ain't gonna brag, but there will be signs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a back and forth fight, and it actually turned out to be a split decision. And even though it wasn't the beatdown that most people expected. Uh, Drickus Duplessis, mm. a.k.a. DDP, was actually the victor <laughs> off a split decision um, and became the new UFC middleweight champion. So mm. Sean Strickland did lose. However, not to the effect that most people probably yeah. wanted him to lose. Probably because the yeah. judges were too woke. Right, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey let, let me, just real quick on this. Like a couple of weeks, like you had mentioned in the, uh, the situation. From a couple of weeks ago, Nate, that whole deal, we ain't got, we ain't got to get into all that. But um, like you, uh, I saw you. I know Ray had messaged me, and and one of the, um, I had saw like when I first got like went on Twitter about it, and I saw the whole ordeal. Like one one of the first people I saw like in the comment section, my fucking going to war for your boy was that that man, that good man John Pollock. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know you mm-hmm. was too, Nate. And uh, I appreciate y'all for that. And I appreciate Phil you. Lindsay Ridge. Yeah, Phil, Phil Lindsay mm-hmm. Ridge, man. Shout, like, dude, I, I, I can SP3. name a, a list of a, abundance of people that had sent me, like, whether it was public or whether they sent me messages. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, 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 was, that was a real cool to see. And I appreciate every single last one of y'all. So that definitely wanted to jump out there for, for you know, don't jump jump out there for the people that jump out there for you, man. So, yeah, any, right. for anybody that is going, going at our guy, you know, and I know, I know man. John. Like I've known this man John Pollock for a minute, minute. Like I know yeah. he, he's sitting there listening now. He's like, guys, guys, you don't have to talk about this. But now we do, John, because you have been one of the best people in this space. Not only in mm-hmm. terms of the quality of your work, but the quality of you as a human being, and also who you surround yourself with, and who you open doors for, and who you platform. And so, for somebody to try to take a shot at you uh, for speaking truth, you know, they, that, that's something we're not gonna stand for. Right. We ain't gonna stand right. for it. Yeah, and, 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 talk, and talking about excellent bodies of work. Look, look at this transition, Nate. Look, mm. look, look. Mm. We're flowing tonight. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, speaking of speaking of excellent bodies of work, man. One one of the uh, best professional wrestlers over the last I don't know how many years. Um, Kazuto mm. Okada has mm. announced well, the, the new Japan announced that he's leaving leaving the company at the end of. And at the end of the New Beginning Tour, you know, uh, Akala's been a part of New Japan for well over a decade. Seven IWGP heavyweight title reigns, uh, the multiple G1 Climax wins, New Japan Cup wins. Um, more than you can count, the, 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 you know, more, more banger matches than you can count. Like, uh, and yeah, Okada is set to leave New Japan. They announced it on January 18th. Uh, Okada is going to be finishing up the remainder of the... Uh, uh, yeah, shout, shout out to the Poison Rana podcast. Shout out to those guys, man. Shout oh, thanks, you, baby. Shout out to the team. Uh, what's up, you know the whole crew. Love shout out to the crew, man. But yeah, Okada is going to be finishing up at the uh, finishing up the remainder of the new beginning tour. Contract expires on January 31st. Um, he'll be with the company through February. Okada Tanahashi, President Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Tomoro Ishii are the uh, reigning never open weight six-man tag team champions, and they'll be defending their titles on the 24th. And then on the 11th of February, one more time, fellas, for the last time, Okada versus Tanahashi in Osaka. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to kick it over to my man Ray, producer Ray. Do, do, do bad, Two-way. Ray. 
two-way new Lexus in the pocket lot going off, right? <laughs> Shout out to my but great. Uh, just your uh, initial reaction when you saw the news that Kazushko Kata was leaving NJPW. Uh, and just to add in a little bit, uh, Tanahashi did an interview um, when he commented on it and he said it, it, this is the same feeling that he had when Shinsuke Nakamura left New Japan like mm. to, to that to that big of an effect. Ray, did you ever think you would see the day when Okada was departing New Japan? And what was just your initial reaction to it all? And the the, the big the big shock of of, of this this stand, standard bearer talent within this company now going on to whatever else is next. So, assumingly, uh, you know, in, in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, you kind of been seeing a bit of the. Um, well, the writings on the wall as far as just New Japan kind of having their talent pretty much scrubbed out like piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you saw the cracks and you saw a bit of the alliance and that they still do have with AEW as far as with the uh, Forbidden Door and exchanging talent. But it just seems like that that old guard is starting to break off. I think it started with uh, Katsuyori Shibata um being able to come back and he was like well if new japan doesn't want me to wrestle there i'll wrestle overseas and they'll love to have me mm. and then of course you had um our you know, guy osprey just went over osprey jay white jay white jay white uh our guy um with the golden lovers um bushi koda bushi yeah and so it, it's kind of like it's, it's that old guard kind of trickling away from there. Mm-hmm. And but like you said, Andrew, would I have thought that Okada would ever leave? Right. I, I kind of <laughs> thought like <laughs> I kind of thought like he was a lifer, kind of like uh, Tanahashi. Uh, Tanahashi. Yeah. So, yeah. And, or 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 kind of like um, our guy Suzuki. So I, I thought I just thought that you know that was his home base. He could trickle off to. ROH or he could trickle off to AEW, but it was always home base to come back to New Japan. But um I I, I just I, I guess the the competition now, especially for the top talent, is getting so much more uh deeper now, especially with the, the rise of AEW and um now the rise of uh brother Paul Levesque. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, dude, is it is it's Triple H not the craziest level up in wrestling ever? I'm talking. This dude was terrorizing. <laughs> now he's more. He's like the like this dude. It's it's like that uh, meme they're showing with uh, the stages in Mortal Kombat. This dude was terrorizing mm. a New Hampshire wrestler, Boston wrestler. Nobody, nothing wrestler. <laughs> then went through a, a secondary, uh, like job, not jobber faction, but like a mid card faction in DX, and then just leveled his way up to multiple championships. Mary Stephanie McMahon. People used to say, "Oh, this guy's got to stay married to Stephanie McMahon if he wants to keep his power." This dude is probably the most powerful McMahon in wrestling right now. Mm. If you would have asked me this in 1994, when I woke up on Saturday morning and I saw a terror, uh, uh, terror rising facing um, uh, Terry Taylor on WCW Pro, if, tri- if Triple H would be this, 
I would have never said that. I would have I would have looked at you like you were crazy. Mm. Or ask you for some of the weed you were smoking, and I don't even smoke. Uh, because this is his level up is absolutely nuts. Man saw the vision. Man had a plan. But, but right. Just, hey, yeah. say, but going back to uh, like Okada, go, yeah, go back to the Okada. That, that was a sidebar. No, no, you, you good, Chris. You good, Chris. That, see that? They, that's why we need better Chris on the show, man. You guys, why we need better Chris. He, on got, the he show puts everything those, in context. Put, put, put everything context. in context, man. You always, <laughs> you always need some Chris in the conversation, man. But like going mm. back to the the New Japan and Okada aspect, I think New Japan is like in a position where they like re- like I, I think that they have done this to an extent but i think that they really need to emphasize on it now is to solidify those top guys that's going to lead them for the next five to ten years like they had they had dub um yoda suji uh shota umino and uh renda rita as the three-way the, the ray with three-way musketeers and like that was a big thing but at the same time when you're looking at okada's departure they never got a chance to do those big time big prime time marquee matches with okada they didn't get to do it with shoulder they didn't do it with suji mm. and they didn't do it with narita they got narita chopped off in this house of torture shit and that shit is garbage like i don't know why they got him doing that but it, they, that regardless that's what he's doing like even in <laughs> even even in hindsight like it could be at the benefit of hindsight now but i remember when uh shoulder umino wrestled will osprey at the uh power struggle show in uh, know early november 2023 and I, like before you know the, the the obvious like the revelation afterwards with that was the the the, the, to set up Mox versus David Finley versus Osprey for Wrestle Kingdom and the IWGP Global Heavyweight Title. But I'm talking about but before all that. I thought that that was a great opportunity mm-hmm. for Shota Umino to win the title. Of course, again, let me say that was before you know the the we we learned what was to come after that. But I thought that would have been a great opportunity for Shota to go over on Osprey and establish further establish him as one of those people that's going to be leading New Japan into the future. Um, again, they, they missed out on those matches, but now it's time to, to sort of speed up the process on like making it more evident that those are going to be your marquee guys, like yep. leading them in, like leading them into the future. Um, and like, I, I, they, they, I think they do need to get Narita away from House of Torture. Like maybe it's working right now, but like they need to. Shout sort, out sort to the good brother SP3 out there. Yeah, shout, shout, shout out to uh, shout out to SP3 for being in the chat, man. Uh, oh, what's up, but uh. He said it's going, to, it's going to take me a half minute to get used to clean shaving. Chris, Chris is clean shaving, and I got the beard back. No, like, I, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I have to do this every once in a while because that beard gets nappy and <laughs> wife gets say, tired. I said you got a guy like um Zach Saber Jr. who's even uh relocated himself to Japan. He's been in Japan for a minute, but like I, minute, I, think, minute. I think I think I think that they always done the, um like they they've always got Zach Sabre Jr. to the point where you thought he might be IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, IWGP Heavyweight Champion, but they never right. fully. Put, like mm-hmm. fully pushed, put like w- went all the way with him. So I think that's a guy that you can also rely on with the Nitos yep. and the Sonatas. Not a big Evil fan, so I, don't, I really don't give a shit. But about <laughs> Evil, I'm gonna be honest with you. But Nate, right. sports, sports, but Nate, I wanted to kick it over to you, my man. Sports yeah. Illustrated had reported that you know there's a great deal of interest uh, from AEW and WWE and Okada, which is I'm pretty sure which is not surprising to you in the slightest. Right. Um, but uh, about him bringing on board, but you know Okada's one of the best in the world, and like what, what do you see as um, Okada leaning towards, like, obviously you have the connection there to AEW, possibly getting a rubber match with Danielson. He's already been there plenty of times, you know, and his his familiarity there. I'm pretty sure he's had conversations with Tony Khan. Whereas when you look at it from the WWE perspective, that's a brand new environment. But Okada has been backstage at WWE shows. He's worked with Mm -hmm. people in Japan like Finn. Uh, You know, he's been... Oh, 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 there are people yeah, him, him and uh, Shinsuke are him surfing buddies, right? They're <laughs> surfing buddies. He, 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 <laughs> you know, said there are people in WWE who he's familiar with, so it's not like a completely yeah. brand right. new environment. But to an extent, it will be opposed to as AEW, where right. he was there just last year. 
So they, when you look at Okada's future, like in, in the more realistic standpoint, where do you think he lands versus do, do you think it would be more of a um, shock to the system, if you will, if he went to WWE? But realistically, would you think that he's going to land in, in all the wrestling? I mean, first of all, how crazy is it, nephew, that we sitting here in 2024 and we thought a couple of weeks ago, like President Tanahashi. What's going to be the biggest story? President Tanahashi on these streets. And that's like, hold on, hold on, OG. Hold on, because we got to talk about this man, the Rainmaker, out here. And and, uh, a quick plug for Synergy here at Post, uh, Bruce Lord and Karen Mm. Peterson. Uh, Check out their coverage, man, because they they, they, they went in on on this whole situation so they can be, you know, they they can uh, elaborate more, even more than we can here on this show. You owe it to yourself to check that out. But when I look at Okada and New Japan, like over the last year, it's felt kind of like Jay-Z's Black Album. Right. Kind of like, what more can I do? It's like, like what, what I got left to prove. Like, I'm already on the Mount Rushmore. Like, my, my jersey already up in the rafters. Mm. Like, I'm one of the GOATs. Like, I don't know where you would rank Okada in, in terms of, like, the GOATs of New Japan, but he up there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he he easily top five and he ain't five. Damn sure ain't five. <laughs> uh, but I think when you talk about the transition to the West, what makes the most sense? It depends on what where he's at in his life right now, right? right. Because he does have that familiarity with AEW. Uh, but and Chris and I can relate to this a little bit more than you, nephew, because you still you still the youngest in charge for three more years. <laughs> yeah, for three more years. <laughs> but, but, but when you when you get to be a a person of a certain age, you know, like even if you're doing something you love, you you want some security, right? And, and a lot of times, security comes with the bag. And yeah. if I'm looking at these two companies, as much as I might have a relationship with a lot of these cats in AEW. WWE got the bag, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And it's also something where if I'm Okada, it's not just that 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 Brinks truck that they're going to back up to the crib. It's merchandising. It's the video games. It's, you know, like being put in, in the biggest circus in right. the business, right? Like, it's one thing to for him to go to AEW. I think, like, wherever he lands, he's going to be great because he's oh, Okada. Yeah. No question. But yeah, yeah. it's like, dog. If I want to, like, I'm sure he's curious. Like, just once, I wanna, I wanna see what it's like in that in the because I've been in some big tents before, but I want to be in the biggest tent. Right. Um, so I just think it comes down to what what he wants out of life at this point. And if if I'm Triple H, I'm doing everything I can to get that brother because to me, he is not only somebody who increases this this role that you're on you know it it sustains this role that you've been on for a little minute uh but it's like chris you you know uh like if we playing if we playing a a risk uh yeah that's that's because chris and i are men of a certain age we still play board games (laughs) if we we playing risk chris it ain't just about the 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 land that i can acquire it's about keeping some of that land away from you dog even if i don't want that land uh, I could have used Monopoly. I don't know why I went risk. Like yeah, same, yeah. same principle. But but yeah, play, same principle. If we play a Monopoly, I don't want Baltic, man. I don't want right. Mediterranean, but I don't want you to have it. And yeah. So, like, if I'm Triple H, it's like, dog, not only do we get this great star 
uh, who can also, you know, appeal to fans in another market that we obviously trying to make inroads to. But I keep him away from them dudes. I keep him away from TK. So I, I think as a fan, like I'd love to see Okada in AW full time. But if I'm him, like that that siren song of the, of the WWE, it's, it's kind of hard to resist. Hey, 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 Chris, Chris, I'm going to kick it over to you for this real quick. Like, um, no, but like uh, Ray had mentioned this, like with the uh, Jay White, who was a marquee talent in New Japan, main event talent in New Japan, signing with AEW. Same thing with Will Ospreay, uh, I mean, uh, Kazuya Shibata, and then uh, maybe Okada making the jump from New Japan and signing with AEW. How how would you, um, as a viewer, like assess the working relationship between New Japan and AEW, like with these the, the, like their biggest <laughs> biggest names making the jump and then signing over to AEW and that is still being that existing partnership. Like how do you mm. think that plays into the continuation of the Forbidden Door event and also just how do you assess the overall partnership between those two companies now that a lot of the top talent is like Yeah. Like we, we 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 gone and, and, and we we about to go ahead and, and, and head over to AEW and, and do our thing over here. Like how how do you assess like just that overall partnership between these oh, two companies? Okay, so with uh, with Okada, I think it remains to be seen. Like here's yeah, the thing. Remains to be seen. Yeah. Here, here, here's the thing with with if you're a Japanese talent going mm-hmm. to um, AEW or WWE with AEW, it really does remain to be seen um, because I haven't like seen anybody from Japan. Now, I'm not talking about the white boys that. go to aew that wrestles in japan i'm talking about the actual japanese talent yeah you're not talking about the foreign you're not talking about the foreigners yeah Yeah, i'm not talking about yeah yeah yeah, i'm not i'm talking yeah yeah exactly white boys um (laughs) anyway (laughs) i'm talking i'm talking about like because this is my problem with the the day white boys yeah yeah i'm talking my problem with with uh the wrestling on the west is that um, I just the Japanese talent never seemed to make it. I'm talking about particularly the man, ta- the men, male talent, women talent also. But in this case, we're talking about the male talent. They never seem to make it past a certain level. Okada, how many Wrestle Kingdoms did he wrestle? Main event like eight, something he, like that. He main evented a lot of them. It's, it's, <laughs> I th- I, well, I want to say it's about eight. So and and I and I do think this is. I don't think this is like. Uh, Shinsuke in the sense that Okada is leaving while he's the biggest star um, in mm-hmm. in Japan. Like Shinsuke was probably like maybe three, number two or three from the top when he left. And also, um, that he, was under Vince, right? Yeah, and that was under Vince. And that, and this is this is where we get to see a Triple H. So I, I think like because if if it was if this was under Vince. And all he was looking for for the was the bag. I'd be like, go to WWE because WWE is where you're going to get the bag. If you were looking about to be creative, if you're looking to be creatively treated right, uh, don't go to WWE <laughs> under Vitz because you'd be, you know, you'd be doing some stereotypical nonsense, um, and you would have to make sure that you care a lot about the bag. You can't be getting mad. You can't be signing these ridiculous contracts like my boy um, that they made, um, uh, uh, Mike Kanellis, 
They made oh, him a, mm. they they turned him into a cuck after he signed the five year contract, and then he was he didn't like being the cuck, you know. If this was the thing with, and I don't think WWE has completely done away with stereotypes yet, with ethnic stereotypes yet. Mm. So that's mm. something if you care about that, that's something you have to consider because to the homie like, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like um, I, I didn't see anything wrong with uh, Drew McIntyre when he was a normal wrestler. I didn't. But then they, they had to turn him into Braveheart Jr. and give him a fucking sword and a kilt. I've never seen Drew McIntyre wear that stuff before. But right. WWE, because that's the, the, the ecosystem that they operate in, this is just something that they do. They mm-hmm. can't help themselves. That this is this is it's like breathing to them. If you they've gotta have at least three or four stereotypical characters there at the same time. So that's real, that. Real, so, real quick, Chris, real quick, not to mm-hmm. not to jump up on you. Uh, but uh can we go back out to the full screen, Ray? Thank you. I, I didn't even have to tell him this this man Ray is a producer, y'all. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I saw a comment from Sid about AW offering more money. Uh, and I think like the actual dollar amount, yes, that that can be true. But when you talk about a WWE contract, it's yeah. more than just the money they give you on your right. contract. Right? You talking merch? You talking uh, residuals? You talking about all these outside opportunities that you may not have with AEW just because of the scope and the size of the companies that you're looking at? And there's no shade to TK and them boys, yeah. but it's just like it's like and I'm trying to think of a good comp because I was gonna say like the UFL. Shout out to our boy Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. in the NFL, but those are two totally mm-hmm. different leagues. Like AEW is closer to WWE than the UFL to the NFL. Um, right. But I, I'm trying to think like the closest comp, but it's just like one has a much wider net and a much deeper yeah. hold on pop culture, and so to me there is extra money to be made from that. Where right. like. If I'm getting the bag, like say I'm just throwing out a number. Say Tony giving me three million dollars off rip, and Triple H is saying you can have two. I'm gonna make that other million and then sum up on on some other way. Like Denzel said, I'm leaving yeah. with something. I'm leaving with something <laughs> if I'm Okada. But, but I, WWE. Yeah, I, I, I if 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 Okada wants to play the play the game, no pun intended. Um, actually, the pun was intended. The pun pun was definitely intended. But if he wants to play the game, I I could see WWE offering him what uh, T what what TK offers him. The thing that he's gonna have to think about is WWE. What is their culture like in twenty twenty four? What is the mm-hmm. culture like now? I, 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 I think the only thing you're going to, and you have to think about that in AEW too, because you could go to AEW and they give you some goofy ass shit, you know, put you in a Don Callis family and, you okay. know, like no one knows what you're doing. You could get, it, it could, it could go good. It could go well. You just have to really, really think about this. This is not an easy decision. This would have been an easier decision a couple years ago. In 2024, it's not an easy decision. And you have to have these conversations with, Man. um, with there's, Triple H. There's pros and cons on both sides because, you know, yeah, yeah. the WWE schedule is stricter. AEW yeah. schedule is freer. So it's, it's kind of yeah. like, it depends. Going back to what I said, like it depends on where he's at, right? Right. And that's yeah. a decision that his accountant can't make. 
his, right. his mama can't make, his wife can't make. That's a decision that's got to you know come from the man in the mirror. And right. it's something that in any job you have to weigh the pros and cons. Like what, like Ray, when Ray, you know, became the producer here, Ray could have bought a sensible car. He could have bought a, a, a Prius, <laughs> but he went and got the less because right, that's the yeah. way Ray wanted to live his life. And I think yeah. with, with Okada, it's like, what does he want? You know, he's at yeah. that, that age where. Cause he's the third Shinsuke was 36 when he moved uh, right. west. So as it's well. like, you still, yeah. you still got some juice left in the tank. But it's like, how do you want to kind of spend your your last years of your prime? And also, not yeah. only are you spending the last years of your prime, but how do you want to kind of make your big arrival to the West? Mm. Like people like us right. and, you know, Karen and Bruce and WH Park and SP3, like we, we've been watching this man. We know what this man is yeah. about. But we're in the minority when you talk about the larger audience. And so it's like, if I'm this dude, how do I want to make myself known to this larger audience? Yeah, when I'm I'm looking at that, and I'm like the uh, to off your point about the the familiarity that could lead into like his uh, formal joining, you you know, you know the U.S. and stuff like that. I I think it'll be, I I I think the 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 safest and easiest bet is going to AEW because I think that yeah that fan base is gonna is already very familiar with Kazuchika, and there's like. You'll still, I mean, you can still continue to build him up and introduce him, but there's like very little introducing that you well, really need to do because he's already been there and existed within that that space of all of all elite wrestling. Then when you look at, it, I'm talking about like the just the matchups that exist there, like running mm-hmm. Okada and Omega again right. in the states, mm-hmm. and then running Danielson again. Let's take WWE for. Hold on, Chris. Like, run, like go ahead. Running, like running Osprey again and then doing another rematch yeah, with Jay Okada White and, and Eddie Kent, Okada and Swerve, Okada and yeah. man. Like, dude, it, it's, it's so many. Yeah. Okada ooh, ooh, and Joe, ooh. bro. It, it's, it's so many banger matchups that you can have. And I think that mm-hmm. Okada will be looking at that and be like, dude, I can go over there and just fucking, you know, go ahead and have these dream mega matchups. I can go be the goat like over there. there. I can go be <laughs> right. the goat over there. But, but, but like, the, the, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. Like, and, and then he can continue making like the smooth transition. But like when right. I'm looking at it from a WWE perspective, it's like it's kind of which, more so what you were saying. They is just the the unknown and the curiosity of it all. Like mm-hmm. what that could be like and who I could work with. And I, I again for for me matchups wise and what I think he'll be able to get out of it. I, I want to see him go to AEW, but there's a curiosity for me about what he would look like under the WWE umbrella and how they would present him I, I i do believe under this current regime under under triple h that he would not do, do what vince mcmahon uh would mm. what i think vince mcmahon would do with okada but i i, I think under paul levesque i think that that would be a he, he would be treated like a, a top talent I, right I, I, I do think that he would but I he ain't gonna be coming in with the flute music he ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna be coming yeah. in mm-hmm. with no, with no BS. right I, but I, I just think that just, just looking at it from a realistic standpoint, I know that I assume that Tony Khan would just offer the fucking tank at Okada for him yeah. to come to the. I mean, they got the inside he, track. You would that's think. what I'm saying. Right. And they they had, they had the inside, and then on top of that, a factor, and then with Rocky Romero being that liaison between NJPW and AEW, and him being and having a close relationship that he does with Okada, you would assume that Rocky's like, I mean, if you want to make the smooth transition, I mean, you might as well come on and slide through here and and, and, and be a part of AEW. So. Yeah, just just another thing, Chris. Like the uh, like we were talking about. I had brought it up before before we got into that discussion about like the the relationship between New Japan 
and AEW and how that exists. Like, I, I, I don't think New Japan would ever scale back on their relationship because I think that they, what were you terms of assets? I, I think that they're looking at more than just departures. I think that they're looking at, okay, we can keep having Danielson coming in. We can keep having Moxley on these NJPW strong shows. And Moxley, bro, he feels like a totally fucking different person like sometimes mm-hmm. when he's gonna be strong mm-hmm. shows but like he ha- he has like a di- and, and not that his presence in AEW is bad and then like i'm not saying that at all but i'm talking about moxley like ray like ray i'm pretty sure you've seen like moxley he just has like a different like presence when he's on these njpw strong shows like, mm-hmm. he seems like the biggest fucking deal in the world is it, it, it's, it's like a, it's, it's a funny thing to see in a, in a good way so i i don't think that the njpw was scaled back just because a lot of their um foreigners foreign talents or uh you know, some of their homestays, you know, make make the decision to head over to AEW. I don't think they will pull back on that because they, they there's still something in it for them to right. continue yeah. using some of AEW's biggest names to come over for Japan. Like how Daniels is coming back over to Japan next month for the uh, to face face Zack Saber Jr. and stuff like that. So, uh, and, and, and like there was a point that Kevin Kelly, former New Japan commentator, had made when he was talking about like the the, the value of like yen being down in Japan right now. And like in regards mm-hmm. to foreign talent, like Talk when they convert, when, when, when they convert their money, like the dollar amount is like less than their guarantee that they that they were being presented with. So that may play a role in some of the foreign talents being like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see what's, see what's happening elsewhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm just looking at it like that, but I, I definitely think that this is going to be, uh, I, like Chris said, that's not going to be an easy decision for Okada, but I mean, You're it's right. not, over that like he he still has until the end of february before he's like fully done with right. new japan like he he can definitely like you know after january 31st he's free to do whatever he want to do but I, I i think that he'll honor you know like hey hey no that's not happening and hey real quick you want to know what's funny guess where guess who's going to be on tna on the next episode Mm, mm. Okada, Okada's on the next episode. Wow. Talk to him, and they, and they, he gonna be teaming with Motor City Machine Guns in the main event. So. Come on, come on, we there, yeah. we back. Hey, hey, TNA hey, is so, back, Chris. So, 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 no, he's not going to TNA. He's gonna, he's gonna go to one of the big two companies. And but, but I do have to ask this question though, because the, I, I think he should talk to WWE. I, anytime you're a free agent, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think it hurts to talk you, you, and have a conversation. You need to hear all sides. Right, all yeah. Sides. yeah. But but you need to ask because this is my problem with WWE is the year my homegirl, the Empress of Tomorrow mm. and uh, Shinsuke, they won the Royal Rumble the same year and I'm over here thinking, oh, WWE is progressive now. They're, they're doing big things. The Japanese talent is getting treated great. Neither of them main event WrestleMania that year, and both of them lose their matches. So it, this, so these are the questions you got to ask. Like, what is your vision for me? You know, mm-hmm. I think you have to ask that because if you do not go to this company, because WWE, there are wrestlers that have gone there, and and I think they they have intentions. They you know they might have the best intentions. They might just want to keep them away from AEW. I don't know, but you do need to know what their vision is for you. And if they can't tell you a clear one, then you need to go elsewhere. And the same thing with 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 uh with with AEW as well. They have to have a vision for you, like you 
like for me, if I'm like a writer on a sitcom or soap opera or something like that, and I'm getting like, let's say I'm getting the big, let's say Denzel Washington wants to quit be doing $20 million movies and wants to all of a sudden do General Hospital. I, if I'm a writer on General Hospital, I'm thinking of like 50 ideas for him and right. and we're we're brainstorming and we're like yes let's what ideas are the best and right. we're we're going back and forth with it and I and oftentimes in wrestling I just doesn't think that don't think that happens so if you're bag focused go to WWE because you're gonna right. get you know and and I'm sure they'll give you the days off you want and all that stuff it's a new it's a it's a new world um, like I said Triple H is has is is the main <laughs> boss he he's 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 at least shang soon if not shao khan he's mm. he's one of those two so mm. i mean when, when, yeah. when, I, when, I, when, I, when i'm looking at those conversations like how you just mentioned like it's specifically with oscar but I I, I, yeah. I I always tend to leave her out of those conversations because i'm always up and down in regards to how her run in wwe i, I feel like oscar has always been Okay, some go wrong, glass break, Oscar. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's how they always presented her. And like, whenever I say that Oscar hasn't been, I, I feel like her booking throughout the years um, on the main roster because it damn sure wasn't in the NXT, but on the main roster no. has been extremely inconsistent. And and and, and I feel because like, T. Anthony said not Geese Howard. Was that Denzel's character? <laughs> I never watched General Hospital. Yeah, I never watched General Hospital. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I was, I was I days of our lives all day. You, days you know, of our lives. What you know about yeah. that man, Stefano DeMera, right? Yes. Spoiler alert, they killed this man, Stefano, like 17 times. Yeah. He came back 18. <laughs> Stefano, Victor, Kariakis, all the... Uh, General Hospital is the Cassadine family. That's the main okay. um, uh, family there. But but yeah, on, on Oscar, I, I, I always I always looked at her run as welcome to we, soap we, slam on post wrestling. Right? No, we, we we just got into a general hospital conversation. Like, oh, but, yeah. but but, but talking about slam. but talking about Oscar, man. Like, um, I I've always had an up and down viewpoint of her run in WWE because, like I said, in, in NXT she was built like a fucking monster. Like she was yeah, that was an awesome she, run. She, she was unreal in NXT. And yeah, I, I, I feel yep. like under. I, I feel like under Vince McMahon, they always looked at her winning streak as a burden instead of right. as a way to capitalize yeah. on her. Like they always looked at that as like, oh, she can't lose, so we don't know what to do. I'm like, motherfucker, that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they they don't have they they don't understand the importance of that streak. They, they don't they didn't understand yeah. the importance no. of it, and they they just like it <clears throat> off to 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 Charlotte, and, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but but see the thing is when when I be like when I when I'm doing that and I'm saying these things and I'm saying to y'all right now about Oscar, and I'm like, oh man, she they didn't do this and they do that. Mm-hmm. I go to her fucking Wikipedia page and I see Money in the Bank or Rumble, multiple times yeah. tag team champion, five times SmackDown Women's Champion, whatever. Oh, four, four time, three time SmackDown Women's Champion, multi time Raw Women's Champion, NXT Women's Champion, Tag Team Champion. Like she done did everything in the company that there is. To do. But, 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 but again, let them just let me add in this point. Even though with all those accolades, that doesn't necessarily equate to proper booking. But right. even though, oh, even, yeah. but even though, like you, you, you can. You can speak badly of the up, up of the up and down run, but it, it's kind of negligent to dismiss all of the accolades. You can't that dismiss she has it. Asked. 
you, you can't dismiss you can't, it, you, you, but it's easy to forget is the problem with it. It's not easy to forget because it is. It no, you have to, you like, it's easy to, it's, it's John Cena. You always, that's the top of your mind. And people like The Rock, CM Punk, Seth Rollins, those things are always there. Oscar, I have to go back and oh yeah she did do all this stuff and that's the problem with WWE when it comes to the foreign minority wrestlers it's not like that with everybody it's like that with like Dolph Ziggler he, he was a world champion once upon a TNA's time TNA zone Dolph yeah, Ziggler we yeah, back baby yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean but but I'm I, like, like I want the WWE run to be more than just oh they won this stuff I want it to be like I remember where I was at when this happened. Her NXT run, yes, I remember all that stuff, man. I remember when she was when she was going back and forth with uh with uh what's her name? Um, Sasha. I'm blanking on names because I'm old, but um, <laughs> I remember like the like that streak. Her, her Ember, be- Moon. Uh, Ember Moon, her and Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross, all that stuff is like right there. WWE is like, you know, I remember good stuff with her, and I remember bad stuff with her, and the bad stuff kind of sometimes is is this taste that's left in my mouth with her run and Shinsuke's run. Shinsuke hasn't hmm. had a horrible run. He's had a decent run. He's made his money and stuff. But Shinsuke, when he was in New Japan, that dude was like Prince, the second coming of Prince. He was like wrestling's <laughs> version of Prince. He comes to WWE and he's like wrestling's version of Trey Songs. You know, wow. like, like, well, like, well, come well, on. I don't, to, I don't know how to feel about well, that. Well, well, when, I, when I'm looking at Shinsuke's uh, mm. time, and when I'm looking at Shinsuke's time in WWE, quick, Nick, I'll, I'll wait. about uh, Sid's point right there? Is, is, he, is he said it's similar to, to, similar to AEW booking a car. She, she's the first time three ever, three-time women's champion and the longest reigning champion titles and, and longest reigning champion in the titles history, yet it always feels like she hasn't gotten it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a... yeah. That, that, that's a similar comparison. Like, I, I see a lot of that with Sheeta as well. Like, even when she recently lost the title to Tony Stark, <laughs> a lot of people was like, you know, they felt like her reign, they, they, they didn't have done enough with that current reign yeah. yet before she dropped it off to Tony. So I think that's a fair point. But, like, going back to uh, Shinsuke, like, I always felt like where they messed up, where, where, where things went left with Shinsuke's run was when he didn't beat Jinder Mahal for the title at SummerSlam 2017. Oh, I, always, I, 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 I always felt like that was the, the time where they should have capitalized. But at, at that same time, like realistically, I, I didn't really think that Vince was going to clear Shinsuke to be the world champion. I, I just, I just didn't believe that was going to happen. Like mm-hmm. again, and NXT came out there; they they do them right. He had a great Kill run, him. won the NXT title twice. Had the bangs. Mm-hmm. Had my boy out there with the violin, Joe. Yeah, the violin. They had Lee England Julian out there with the violin shit. They they brought him back from when he uh came back to uh, to Noah last year. But that that was oh, when uh, a lot of oh, people yeah. was like right. that was the. Thought that was gonna be like the resurgence of Shinsuke Nakamura, mm. and that motherfucker was all that motherfucker was gone for like five months. <laughs> five months after that, but grand, I, right. I, grand but closing. I, but but when I when I think of Shinsuke's run in WWE, I always thought I started off with that uh that that initial point, and I, I, mm-hmm. I his his run so far, I always think they just kept him like mid card type thing. Right. Like now now we're having the things where he's doing like more uh 
the more promos and like that, you know, yes. keep, keep, keep keeping them involved and like fleshing yeah. out his character a little bit more. Cause like, mm-hmm. I, I, I I still hate when people do that. Like whenever a foreign talent comes out and everybody's like, what, what? I can't stand that shit. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that, shit is, that, that shit is so irritating. I wish a lot of people would stop doing that to a lot of foreigners uh, that come over to the States and then, you know, that it, it just disrupts the whole flow. So I'm glad yeah. that WWE has sort of pivoted with Shinsuke and just allowing him to cut these things backstage and they add the subtitles and they add all the, yeah. the dramatic graphics and like, it, it looked cool with like with that type of presentation, even though he's still like in that mid card type range. So yeah, I, I mean, like I, I, I do think Chris got a fair point, but going back to Okada, I, I, I really don't think that he, in, in terms of financially and even I, I think I could say in terms of booking and how he'll be presented, I don't think that he could make a bad option, but I think that just the, the smoothest one, would be yeah. AEW. That yeah. that is the smoothest, like seamless transition. Yeah. I already know these events. Top caliber mm-hmm. in AEW. Like and you got so many matches that you can play off of. But right. yeah, man, o- Okada is set to leave uh New Japan Pro Wrestling at the end of the uh the, the, the new beginning tour. And uh I'm pretty sure he's gonna have I'm, I'm looking forward to the match he's gonna have with Tanahashi. I'm sure they're gonna drop the titles, uh the Neville mm-hmm. titles coming up. But but yeah. speak, speak, speaking of departures from New Japan, he ain't the only one, Nate. I'm going to kick this mm-hmm. over to you, my brother. Mm-hmm. Tamatanga is leaving New Japan at the end of January. Uh, he, he won the title at Wrestle Kingdom early, earlier this month. He uh, had a great match with Shingo Takagi. If you've ever seen that, definitely go check that out. But he won the Never Open Way title. And then Nate, immediately after he won the title, this brother said, I'm leaving at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and then... And then he, he just, well, again, let, let me just clarify that that was just me trying to be funny in the sense of the way I presented it. Maybe they already had that idea fleshed out. I was just trying to, you know, add some hilarity to it. Oh, you know, that the, backstory, the, I like, I like yeah. your explanation without the backstory. So, <laughs> but, 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 he, but he, ju- he just dropped the title to, uh, to Evil at the New Beginning show in the Goya Nate. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kick this over to you. Um, what, what do you think? Uh, I know you paid attention to Tama Tonga. You've seen a lot of the stuff that he's done. Uh, what are your thoughts about when he's been able to accomplish as a member of New Japan, as a member of Bullet Club, the one he had with Gorillas of Destiny? Um, yeah. And then and, and assume, like we assume now that he has decisions to make. Uh, back, I just want to add this note on to you just to give you a little bit more talking points. Back in 2016, Nate, Tama did verbally agree to join WWE, but Penn was not put to paper, so it did not turn mm. out. It, it did not mm-hmm. come to fruition. <clears throat> he, he did verbally agree to say that he was going to come to the company, so maybe he could revisit that. I don't know how yeah. inter- like there's interest. I know in uh, last year, um, I know Fight for Select had reported and Hikaleo confirmed it itself that WWE had interest in him. That's the the big tall, the, the, the taller version. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the taller one of the, uh, the brothers. <laughs> he right, tall right. as shit, bro. <laughs> but but, um, <laughs> but but like how, how, like Nate, when you just assess Tama Tonga's his run in New Japan and the things that he's been able to create, being a part of that when, when Bullet Club was at his peak, right. when it was at the highest of highs, and then now where we at present day. Brother got decisions to make, man. And like he, he could have to go to AEW, he could go to New Japan. I mean, mm-hmm. he could um, go to AEW, he could go to the Independence, he could go to TNA, he could go to WWE. I'm assuming he has plenty of options on the table. But just what do you make of Tama Tonga uh, making this exit of, of New Japan out of yeah, New Japan? Yeah, I think like he had a great run. And sometimes, Andrew, the best decisions that you make in life are the ones that you decide not to make. And so when you talk about him not putting that pen to paper to go with the WWE, in some ways you could say, oh, that was a missed opportunity. But I think that actually ended up improving his stock because he talked about how, you know, he was in that hot time period with the Bullet Club. But then I think he even took it to another level with Gorillaz of Destiny. I think like he showed a little bit more with, with them. And so 
it's it's funny because I think this is a time for a lot of opportunity, not just for people like Okada, people like Tama, but also if you look at New Japan and, and I got uh, President Tanahashi on these streets. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Chris, uh, uh, over you saying is necessity is the mother of invention, right? Uh, and to that, I would say necessity is the mother of invention, but desperation is the daddy. Because right, sometimes yeah. when you when you like if I'm Tanahashi and I'm seeing all my all my boys walking out the door, and it's like, well, damn, I guess I got to <laughs> roll with some of these young cats, right? Exactly. And so yeah. because I'm forced in a way to roll with some of these younger cats or somebody like uh Zach, what you was talking about earlier, nephew, <clears throat> like who's been there and, and, and it's kind of been on the come up, it it forces change, it forces growth. Mm-hmm. And so I think mm-hmm. this is a good thing. You know, it, it it from the surface you can be like, damn, they they losing their top guys, right? But you can't have new top guys until the, the old top guys either go back down the card or they find somewhere else to be top guys. And so I feel like this is going to be good for Akata. It's going to be good for Tamatonga, and it could end up ultimately being good for New Japan because exactly. you get yeah. that fresh blood Nate. in the mix. Talk to him, Nate. Mm-hmm. Ain't it's, yeah, it's like Ray, I, like like Rookie Ray. We didn't have Rookie <laughs> Ray in the background all this time, but now we done brought Rookie Ray to the main stage, and he's driving around right. in Lexus, Lexuses. He got more shoes than most of y'all got friends. Ray spent more money and spilt Cavassier this month than most of y'all paid on your rent. Hey, hey, bro, you, you yeah. know what's hilarious about that? I, I, I like how we just decided that the Ray's car is the Lexus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and now Ray got to walk outside every day and look like, damn, this Toyota camera ain't looking too hot, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally my car, bro. Negro Domus. But, Nate, on your point, man, I, I think that that's a real great point that you make about the opportunities being allowed for, like how I mentioned, like the show the Uminos and the Render Readers and the Yoda Sujis and, like, even some of the guys that they got in the dojo who I'm pretty sure they're going to mm. they investing in. Uh, like, you see some of these guys are open up on the prelim, um, uh, the kick kickoff show before some of their biggest shows start. So I think that's all they're going to open opportunities for for for, for others in, in New Japan now that you're seeing all these talent exit, you know, out of the company. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio, if you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. But speaking of departures, and I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go to, I'm going to go to our brother Ray for this, producer Ray. Uh oh! Wait, 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 wait! Come out, come out the full screen, and then I'm gonna kick it to you for for the individuality, Ray. Gotcha. So, 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 something that we talked about on this podcast plenty of times. Trinity Fatu, man, and her mm. run at TNA is coming to an yeah. end. At TNA's Hard to Kill pay per view, Trinity, uh, her reign mm-hmm. as Knockouts World Champion came to an end. She was defeated by Jordan Grace. Uh, Trinity won the title at Slammiversary last year. Uh, recently at the Orlando tapings, the TNA TV tapings, uh, Trinity bid farewell to the company and uh, shared nice words about her time there. Now. Brother Ray, uh, before we get into the rest, uh, TN, uh, TNA Impact, they clearly treated uh, Trinity very well. She had a great run there. She was booked as a top talent immediately as soon as she stepped into the company. Uh, how much did you enjoy her run? And uh, what, what did you think of TNA's presentation 
uh, of her since she arrived last year. And then just to add on to that, it was reported by uh, Fight with Select that WWE sources uh, relayed to them that, that Trinity is expected to go back to WWE. So what? Mm-hmm. So just give me your breakdown of her run so far. I mean, her run at TNA, the, the the great run that she had, and then you know her assumingly ultimately going back to WWE. And you know we got the Royal Rumble coming up this weekend as as we're recording. So off to you, Ray. Well, I know we brought this up when she had first arrived there, and after the first month, and we were all talking about just how ready made that we feel that she can be a star and just with the right backing and with the right bookings. And and I also mentioned before that just put her in the right positions to have great matches with people so that she could show that she's a fantastic wrestler too, because we've always had this idea of Trinity um, as being a great athlete and mm-hmm. as being like a show-stopping a gr- a performer great hand. with the glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can she carry a match and also, can she carry like a pay-per-view or can she put a brand or a promotion on her back? And I believe you brought it up when we were talking about it as well, uh, Andrew, how she was making the rounds with interviews. I believe you said she did like a spot on either Today or Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And so I think she's finally having the confidence in herself and she's stepping out of some shadows um, as far as being her own person and being the light, being the glow, being having that spotlight on her and feeling more comfortable with leading a promotion in that aspect. So, um, and I think that impact slash TNA did a, a great job with just booking her and doing well with just the different women having uh, compete against her. Mm-hmm. It was a shame that um, Mickey James had gotten hurt to where they weren't able to have that match. I, I think that would have been really good. But even so they, they, of, they had it, they, 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 oh, had, they had it before yeah, she back. got hurt or yeah, after? I think it was after she came back. After she mm-hmm. came, she did, they did it at Bound for Glory. They did it. They got, oh, they got okay. to do the match. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, keeping that in mind, like just the terrific performers that they have in TNA and I think we've all been mentioning it for a while. And I, I, of course, TNA knows that the <laughs> division has been uh, one of, if not the best book, the best divisions and Say it with your chest, right? <laughs> and most talented with women's divisions. And, and so just allowing that talent and allowing her to work with that talent. And again, show her star power has been really beneficial to her as far as her going back. I think it's a similar situation with Okada. Is it going to be the WWE? Maybe, oh, well, in spite, because you left us, then we're going to put you in this. <laughs> um, is it going to be the WWE? <laughs> oh, we still have this idea of you. We're, we're just going to put you in the women's tag team division with somebody. Or mm. were they actually also paying attention to her running mm. it back and seeing how mm. big of an uh, no pun intended, how big of an impact she can make once you bring her back. And mm. if you can make her that number one star, like we were talking about with Asuka or with uh, potentially Okada, whereas we like we know that the talent is there, but they just don't seem to be running with those particular people or we're having trepidation as far as if they're going to be running with those particular people like in those main event circles, yeah. um, I think the same thing is going to go with Trinity. And as far as like 
if she's going to feel comfortable enough to come back and if she's going to now have more confidence to kind of, because she already, along with uh, our girl, Miss Monet, Mercedes Monet, they mm-hmm. already showed that they could put their foot down when they need to. So now that right. WWE, especially with Paul at the helm, uh, Shang Tsung at the helm, um, <laughs> is, he, <laughs> is he going to recognize, all right, well, she's tremendously talented and now she's went off and shown that she could be the leader of another locker room. I'm going to start putting her in more situations where she can become, just imagine like you have a Trinity versus like a Trinity versus uh, our girl, uh, Bianca or a Trinity versus um, Jade or mm. uh, just having those ladies. And again, it's just, I know we're why, why she got to be in the MEAC here. though, Ray. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying no. Stop, stop, like, no. stop hating on I'm, this point, Nate. He makes a no, good point. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying the HBCUs can make the top eight. They can make the college okay, football okay. playoffs. I see, playoff. what, I see where you're going, Coach Prime. Coach Hey, Ray, real quick, just to add, just to add on to this, I, I want to actually throw this right back at you. Did, did you um like what, what is like if you had to let's say on the scale of one to ten, right? Like where are you at? right now in terms of like how you think this um because there, there is going to be a honeymoon phase where i think they'll be like trinity's back and well, naomi's back and she's like this and she was doing that and you like x y and z where, where are you at on a scale of one to ten uh lowest being one and highest being ten where you think that like after this that that initial honeymoon phase of her being back are they going to slot her right back into the position she was of like being like the yeah. the, the the helping hand talent? Mm-hmm. But she'll she'll still get those <laughs> and those opportunities. Like she'll get a occasional title match, and you know, she'll be she built be up and stuff Natalia. like that. But but ex- that that's actually mm-hmm. like a great a, right. Like that, that's actually like wow. a great comparison too. But uh, mm-hmm. but 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 Ray, like w- w- where are you at scale wise from from one to ten, or where you think like how, how long would this honeymoon phase last before she? get slotted back into that position or do you think they'll actually do a good job under this new regime of making sure that she stays at the level that she worked to get herself at and her herself and impact work to get her at over the past year um i think i'm gonna go with like a seven like i'm i'm cautiously optimistic um again with knowing the background of triple h and knowing that he he rewards people for their hard work. And um, even though, like, it may not initially come off when, well, I think good example when Johnny Gargano came back and then they done changed his theme music and then <laughs> losing the people. And now he's with the Miz and now he's doing all this yeah. stuff. And people were wondering, like, this is supposed to be Triple H boy. Is he going to get them straight? And now we're kind of seeing, like, <laughs> DIY kind of, getting back together and yeah, yeah. They, they, but, hey, they, 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 they had a banger last week mm-hmm. yeah, banger yeah last week but yeah go ahead Ray. my bad yeah but uh, i'm saying I, I i think that um there could be a possibility even though it may not happen right away and again uh, you put it in a perfect um you, you gave a perfect word to andrew like the honeymoon phase with her being back and the fans are all cheering and everything and um but like three six months down the road the good thing yeah. is with the women's division is that you you can i think especially with the two brands like you can try to heat women up a little bit faster than you could with the male talent um 
and uh, I, I think it's going to be, I think they are going to kind of pull the trigger, but uh, don't be surprised if it doesn't happen right away. But I, I think that they do right. see big things in her. Hey, hey Chris, I, I actually wanted to ask you this because I know this is something we had talked about on the podcast previously. Like, okay, so it, it is expected that she is supposed to go back to WWE, but after both her and Mercedes walked out of WWE in 2022, obviously there's a new regime in place. But like similar to how we talked about with Jay Cargill, remember when she did that interview where she was like, I love Tony Khan. I love AEW. Wouldn't want to be mm-hmm. anywhere else. And then she signed with WWE. I, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be this select few of individuals. Like, oh, but she left in 2022, and now she's coming yeah. back. And and I, I just want I just want to put out this quote that Chris said verbatim when we talked about the Jay Cargill situation. It is very very short, sweet quote. People are allowed to change their mind. Mm-hmm. For quote. That's what he said. So, Chris, what what, what do you think about uh what, what this is the general conversation we have about her running impact? Um, her finishing up and the, the reports about her going back to WWE. And also, you're going to have your couple of uh, naysayers, if you will, people who who, who are going to... Uh... <laughs> hey, that's why you got to let a naysayer know, you know nephew. Right. <laughs> right. Ah. I'm about to say, because you're going to have your select people who are like, oh, she she left, and why would she go back? Yeah, the yeah those, those people can kiss my ass, too. Um, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing with WWE, and this is what wrestling companies do they they do in psychology we call this affinity fraud um where you um have this blind loyalty real quick sp just to add on this I, I want you to touch on this too sp3 said uh we really gonna need michael cole to apologize on night one and what, right. what, what, what are you referring to is i'm pretty sure you know about that. yeah well he, he's yeah yeah i, I, that, that, I that, think that, the incentive talked yeah. about this before so <laughs> yeah we're yeah like wwe participates in is affinity fraud where you expect people to be loyal to you because they, they they grew up with the brand it's like mm-hmm. um like it's it's like um when the i see these hotep dudes all online where they're like you got to support us cuz we black business and blah 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 oh, and yeah. just just because you are black they expect you to support them even if what they're doing is completely unethical or you don't even know where, where the and, money is going um and, and your order 25 days late Right, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, and that, and that's what WWE does. WWE's WWE fans are like they have this blind loyalty to WWE because, like, I remember when we did that show and they left and walked out, and almost immediately there were these fans, and this is including black fans saying, "Uh, WWE didn't do anything racist to them and stuff." And I was like, "Were you backstage with those sisters?" When all that stuff was going down, none of us know what happened, and they haven't said anything, and the WWE side hasn't day. said anything to this day. So you can't say that it's their fault. And the fact that WWE is willing to bring them back right. should say a lot about mm. everything, right? Because if they were that, um, if if Trinity was that bad of an actor, they wouldn't want her back. They wouldn't even entertain it. I um as far as the level of the honeymoon period I th- I think te- I do not think Triple H TK or or NK um I don't think any of those fools are going to do the same bullshit they did the first time 
they walked out. And that's why they walked out. Because if if Trinity's going back to WWE, they're going to give her something good and salient. Maybe she's not main eventing. They didn't have a problem with being tag team champions, did yeah. Naomi Banks and yeah. Trinity. They had a problem is that they were tag team champions and you weren't doing shit with the division. Mm-hmm. So if Still ain't I, really... Yeah, still aren't. I, so I, I, I think, love Chance and Carter, but they still really ain't doing a whole damn lot. Right, yes. So I, I do think if they go back um, and they're, they're paying him a bigger bag, they know these sisters are, or at least with Trinity, because we can't say for sure what, what um, Mercedes is going to do yet. But at least with Trinity, I do not think they're going to pull mm. the same crap bring, with her. Bring, bring I that just... quote up that's in the chat right now, Ray. I didn't say it. Chris didn't say it. Andrew didn't say it. We let the people say it. Yeah. Well, what you, what you, you know the one I'm looking one. at. Hand am I reading it? You got to tell put them, your, Put your producer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big <laughs> quote, yeah. Just hey, say the last quote. <laughs> he, he, he said, man, man, I could tell y'all a couple of wrestling podcasts be living on We Black Supporters and don't provide quality content. Glad mm. fans got NWA, Grab City. Rest things is is better example. Shout out to SP3, man. What a great comment. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out, man. S- you know shout out to SP3, Righteous Reg, Phil, all those shout cats. Shout out to the guys, man. Shout, shout yeah, out to the guys. Shout, shout out to the Chrissy old, Love. The, the good Chrissy, man. yeah, Chrissy Love, Stephanie Hypes, all of them. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I just I I, I think like it, I think Triple H is not Vince McMahon in the sense that I think Triple H was a wrestler himself. He knows why those women were frustrated. Triple H himself has been frustrated at that level. Not they he hasn't had to Triple H never had to deal with the BS those sisters had to deal with, but he's had to deal with his fair share of BS. And I think if he brings them back, I don't think it's going to be this situation where oh okay, now we expect you to job to um you know, whoever we want. You know, I think those days are kind of done. You're talking about in the sense of like retaliating to people and making them feel a certain type of way for leaving the company. That's what you would like. Right. Yeah. I I think, I think the punishments are going to be punishments. That that, that is a real thing. Right. Yeah. It was was a real thing. It was a real thing for sure. Right. Yeah. I think, I think the punishments are going to be like punishments that you, that like, I thought a, a pun like when remember when they punished uh Mark Henry back in the day because he punked out Shawn Michaels backstage <laughs> and they sent him up to Calgary and they and they sent him to Calgary to train in the dungeon. Um that was a punishment that made sense because it's not like you're taking a talent, the character, your the property that you nest that you more or less own and you're putting them on TV to just embarrass them every week. Right. You know, you're 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 taking them to Canada so they could like what's going on with Jungle Boy and AEW. Mm. I'm pretty sure he's still with AEW, right. but you you AEW. got you gotta yeah, be right. put you gotta be punished. And your punishment is you're gonna fly to Japan Oh, and you're well, gonna. I don't think. I don't think that's. It's a, oh, it's a punishment, man. You, like if if if, if my job told me, I'm just gonna just t- speak like a regular person. My university professor job said to me, "Hey, we are going to fly you. You have to move to Tokyo, Japan." And he's he not living in Japan. 
He's he's out there wrestling. He's gonna be out there for a while. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he? But that 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 New Japan show was in California. He's gonna be doing the. I mean, he, I, I'm, the I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be working some days for them. But I'm more so to just be like New Japan strong like USA. Strong dates, yeah. yeah the, the, and and right, they, have, yeah. they have a show in Chicago in April. I, I, and, and that and honestly, right, we're getting side by sidebar. So let me. About the same shit. No, we're not talking about the same shit because I'm talking about. I'm trying to bring this back over to, and I'll take the blame <laughs> for it. I'm talking about Mercedes and them. I was using I was using an example. Okay. But yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, so I think I think I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that they're gonna go there, and because I because I think that Triple H knows if he pulls that crap again, oh yeah, she'll walk again. Yeah, like you know, it's it's yeah. Because do you think a part a part a part of it? Like I mean, this is just like more so joking than anything. But they they haven't really done interviews speaking about like the, the extensive. More so, like of why they left, and I think a part of WWE is like we don't want y'all. I'm sure they don't. Yeah, I'm sure they want them to be silent about that. And I'm, and I think Trinity is like talked about it, but she hasn't like you know what I'm saying. She hasn't like yeah, they, 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 they paint brushed over it. Yeah, they yeah, haven't really go, like good, they, they really like ex- like giving the fans a de- and we don't deserve a deep right, dive right. for it you know that's something no, that they want to ever they want to talk about it yeah right. if they want to tell that story they can tell that story but i don't think i think it's wrong for fans to assume mm. that they were oh they were unruly or i'm i'm not i didn't even assume that wwe was racist when they got whatever happened. I didn't assume they were racist. I just didn't like people assuming that they weren't racist. Right. We do not know. WWE is not beyond doing racist stuff in that company. That that is in their neighborhood and their wheelhouse. So let's not <laughs> pretend that, that that it's like a foreign concept to believe that they could possibly do something racist to those sisters. But let's not assume that they did something racist to those sisters. True. But let's when they come back, we'll see how they're booked. They're booked. I don't think because at the end of the day, it's a job. You have to have fun at your job. Your job has your job is somewhere you spend most of your time at. You're I, I, at Chris, yeah. adding to your point, her significant other there as well too. Trinity, Jimmy, yeah, you got, Jimmy Uso. Yeah, yeah you got mm-hmm. you got yeah, and even then, you know, if y'all aren't on the same uh, brand. Uh, brand, you you might be missing time away from your husband. You're missing time away from things you can enjoy so you could work to pay for those things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So your job has to be fun. You don't leave WWE to go to TNA because WWE was treating you right there because you wanted to go to a job that was fun that you can enjoy, which mm-hmm. I can relate to. I've I've had you can't you can't they weren't chasing the bag when they went to TNA or when Trinity went to TNA. She wasn't chasing the bag. For the love of the she game. Was, yeah, she was she right. was she was trying her the, to find her soul. She was trying to find that part of her that loves wrestling and wants to continue to do it for a while. Mm. So I respect that. Um, so, yeah, real real quick, uh, uh, not to get us off on another side tangent, but I think I would be remiss, Ray, if I didn't address um, kind of the elephant in the room. You know, we uh, 
do the NWA podcast every month on a Sunday night. And, you know, Sundays, Ray, if you will, uh, let me go full screen on this because Sundays, um, it's, it's a day that I enjoy talking with you brothers. It's a day that, you know, I I enjoy interacting with the post community and the community of, of listeners in general, the audience, uh, you know, bringing, bringing you our viewpoints, the way we see this business. Uh, but, Tonight, fellas, it's it's kind of different because, you know, like I said, most Sundays, one Sunday out the month is for the NWA. But uh, tonight, tonight. What is he about and, to do? And, and if, if, if you live in uh, <laughs> if you live in New York, uh, up in New York, this might not be your favorite part of the show. Because tonight, Sundays, up hey, on my home. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, you didn't do it again. <laughs> They, 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 the Chiefs, the Chiefs won 27-20. Oh, Pat Mahomes going oh, wow. back to the AFC Championship for like the fifth, fifth year out of six years because he the new GOAT. Yeah. Oh, he the Kaz he the, he the Okada. They got, the Buffalo about, they got Buffalo up out of there? They got Buffalo. Uh, they went to Buffalo's house in the snow uh, and, 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 and said, hey, you ain't got to go home. Just stay home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sundays. Sundays are for my homies, Ray. Right. Shout out to Rich Fan out there. I know Rich Fan happy tonight. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's it's very interesting that he, he's bringing up he, he he's bringing up uh, Mahomes and the Chief. Yeah. Um, mm. we're shout out to my Swifties out there too. Yeah, we're, not about, <laughs> we're not hearing about a certain uh, MVP pick or a certain uh, NFC Championship pick that was made that. It's mm. not coming to fruition, but we, we're not going to talk about this uh, on that show, huh? Wow. <laughs> see, see, so this this is – see, uh, sometimes, Andrew, like, when you get a new job, you start feeling yourself a little bit. <laughs> and you start forgetting, like, the parameters of your new job. So we let it slide, Ray. You know, you got the hey, Lexus. He, you, he just told my man Ray Tread lightly. <laughs> tread lightly, young fella. Look, the ink ain't even dry on this contract yet, brother. <laughs> I say, I must say, my, my, my man Wade just sent the official tweet out. Just, he, 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 he just, and, and, and Ray talking crazy. Right, he's talking crazy now, dog. See, I, I gave praise to Nia Jax last week. See, the, last time, I thought I was in there. Hey, Ray, Ray got a little too comfortable, nephew. Hey, hey, hey now, nah, but, but some, some Chris did have mentioned. I'm, I'm actually glad he mentioned this because I didn't uh, put it in the notes, but he talked about Jack Perry. Now I definitely think that's something we should talk about real quick. Jack Perry, he did to make his his grand return to professional wrestling, man, for the first time since the all out. I mean, since the all in brawl with Phil Brooks, where they was throwing hands backstage, and we we got a re- hey, hey hey real quick. Did y'all hear the DJ DJ who kid? Oh, yeah. it, yes, and that, yes, bro, bro, man. That was like I, I'm not gonna bluff you, bro. That was like the biggest word salad in history. Yeah, that I understood. It, it was word salad that I understood. It was understandable word salad. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was just like he, he saw people throwing punches. I mean, it, it was more so just the gist of what we knew, but there, yeah. there was some other points right. with Tony Khan. Right. About like, you know, your whatever this moment and like get out there and everybody do your thing and stuff right. like that. And, and just, <laughs> that brother ain't lying. I know that. He ain't bluffing. But but real quick, so Jack Perry, uh, he made his return at uh, NJPW Battle in the Valley, tax show to Umino, uh, they r- ripped up the uh, the AEW contract or whatever like that. 
See, this is the thing. I, I, I don't, of course, I think he's still with AEW, but I, I'm looking at it more so from a standpoint like this. I think that AEW is looking at Jack Perry like, okay, how can we get the most out of this dude? Because I don't think that they're going to let him go. I think that he's going to stay with AEW for a long time. Yeah, I'm looking right. at it and I'm like, okay, we, we, we need to find a way to bring him back and introduce him and have him come back with uh, the, making, making sure that people give a shit that he's back. And I think the best way to do that is to pillar him off into New Japan and let him do his own thing over there and let him build up this this heat for himself. And I think the best way, and I think one of the coolest moments that uh, we probably going to see in a hot minute, bro, is when, he said, so Steve, <laughs> shout out to Steve Willie, he said the player rights, the two-way raid have been traded to the, the Sioux Falls, the Sioux City Skyfall. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> but, uh, but it was I, all good I, just a week ago, Ray. <laughs> But but I actually Nate, I, I wanted to get your thoughts about this. They said uh, even a shout out to Hawaiian Joe. Yeah, shout, shout out to the big Hawaiian. Yeah, But 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 Nate, I, I wanted to ask you this, and I'm pretty sure, like, just knowing how you take a look at pro wrestling and how you view things in the sport, I'm pretty sure you agree with this. Like him, that new New Japan has an upcoming show, uh, and it's sold mm. out. Ten thousand people, Winchester Arena, Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Jack Perry being in Chicago. Yep. What yep. better way? To introduce to reintroduce this man and to have him show up and see him punk something. Like, I mean, there are so many people that's from that fucking Chicago that's big names that others see it, but in the wrestling sense, like mm-hmm. him and, and people associating him with the situation that happened between them, yeah. there cannot be a better way, arena or platform, than to reintroduce this dude, let him make his entrance, make the entrance slow as possible, Nate. This dude walking out in front of 10,000 people in Chicago, Illinois. You know they're going to boo that man out the building. Yep. And honestly, that would be the best case scenario. Yeah, it, it's a great – and I didn't see uh, his reintroduction, but it almost – just hearing you describe it, Andrew, it almost gave me vibes of loose cannon Brian Pillman mm-hmm. from back in the day. And so it's like if we can – like we like you said, Andrew, we know this brother's still under contract. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. But if you can – like 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 Chris Rock said like about the Jerry Lewis telethon, like lie to me, Jerry. Lie <laughs> yeah. to me. Like make me believe, make me get emotionally invested. I think, you know, you, you might have something for Jack here. And the thing is, it's hard to miss somebody that ain't gone. Right. And I think if – you have him, you know, doing stuff with New Japan. You have him at this show in Chicago where he will be one of the biggest heels <laughs> in the building. Uh, and then, like, you just milk that, and you milk that, and eventually he makes his way back to AEW. The response that he'll get on his return mm-hmm. is going to be much greater than the response mm-hmm. that he had when he left. And I think it would it's just smart. It works for everybody. That, 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 I, I couldn't say it better. I, 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 I do th- I'm going to go back to what I originally said. Oh, here, here um, naysayer, Chris. No, I'm not a naysayer, <laughs> but but they, because this is because this goes to the Mark Henry thing. Mark Henry, when they sent him to Calgary, when he came back to the states, he was markedly better. This so it, like it wasn't really a punishment. It was like, yeah, we're sending you here. But when you come back, your market value, and it took Mark Henry a little while. He, he had so many fail, so many failures to launch. I think that Jack, Jack Perry, I have not seen it from him. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen it. Even him yelling broken glass at the TV, 
I, that didn't mean anything to me, you know. It was like cool. The rapper's delight. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah, I'm delight, uh, Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Quote, quote, yeah, you quote. Yeah, you quote. Eighties rappers. I didn't know Open what glass. was going on. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said that line. I haven't like when he turned hill on hook. I didn't mm. like. I have not I seen Jack Perry as a next level star. I think him wrestling with new new Japan. If he does a good job, and this is the caveat, because I am going to give this a caveat. If he does a good job with New Japan and the New Japan folks, whether it's stateside, in the East, wherever, I think it will matter if he goes to Chicago. If you just go to Japan and you stink up the joint (laughs) the, the same way you've been doing in the States, then who cares? Yeah. So so we, we talked we talked about uh Trinity's uh post WWE run and how she did a great job and another man who is uh who is absolutely killing it post WWE and I think all of us have uh I th- they think highly of this man's work, Mustafa Ali, who is mm, fucking yeah. killing it right now. And right, I, right. I, I I was initially impressed by the <laughs> overall rollout, the whole presidential the big- campaign. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. that whole thing was cool. Was and it's, cra- it's crazy because he wanted yeah. to do that in WWE. And I'm like, how does like what how did y'all not like see anything with this? But uh, again, I digress. But like, he was able to somehow get all of these promotions to announce his matches and his booking dates at the exact same time, immediately following his rollout of the initial video package. And Ali, we trust. And then on top of that, we got like he, he okay, he wrestled for GCW. He wrestled. He had a great match against Gringo Loco. I saw the match he had with uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the brother's name um, that he wrestled in France for 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 the. Um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on it, but he wrestled in France. And he, had, he had a real solid match against the, against the guy. I think it's Algie Blank. I, I think that's his name. And uh, they had that match on YouTube. If y'all want to go check it out, he wrestling for progress. And then, of course, like we just talked about, the uh, the NJPW Winnie City Rad, Mustafa Ali versus Hiromu Takahashi, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people looking forward to that. In Ali hometown of Chicago, Illinois. He ain't the only one. For, he ain't the only one. You know, feel like the only one that's from <laughs> yeah. Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Ali got love out there, too. But like I'm, I'm a big fan of Ali. I've always been a big fan of him since his 205 Live days. Um, brother Ray, just to kick it over to you, like April 5th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, we got Ali mm. versus the amazing Red Ray versus Woo. the amazing Red at uh, Pro Wrestling Pro Wrestling Revolver in uh, uh, the House of Glory's uh, April 5th show in Philly. Like that's uh, Ali versus one of my favorite wrestlers of all time and, and amazing mm. Red right there. But like Ray, when you look at Ali's post WWE venture and like the, what you thought of him during his time there. And like, uh, how do you feel about the time? Like, his the the, the back end portion of his WWE run when he was winning NXT and stuff like that. Like, do, do you think it was just a situation of like Ali? He needed this fresh start. Like, he need like no no matter what, try to the, WWE, the way WWE would have tried to rehab him in, in NXT, it just wasn't going to hit the same, and he couldn't get back to that level that he was at or that the the the, the, the feeling that a lot of people had about him when he was on the two hundred five live and he was on the up and up. Do you think that this was a situation where? This was just best case scenario. Him getting, him being able to get out, and then now being at the level that he is at, he's at now, and then like just being able to do all this different stuff and have all these different announcements. It was just best case scenario for him. Yeah, I do think it is a a best case for, scenario for him to get out. Um, and let's not forget, I think he wanted he wanted a release much much earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, 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 wanted, he wanted he wanted to get out twenty twenty three January twenty twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's so, for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's 
exactly what he needed. Um, we can always harken back to the stuff with retribution, in which that should have been something <laughs> different. And even when they presented it, we thought, all right, maybe they might pull this into something hmm. and, and make it something. But then it it played. Uh, we we went ahead and let it play out, and uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> no, hey, 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 Ray, Ray, those infamous words, Ray. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We did. We we let it play out, and mm-hmm. yeah, it it didn't serve anybody, and I I think it just put him even more before, behind because I think I know I know for sure that whatever they gave him, he's going to do it a hundred percent. He may not he may not mm-hmm. be he may not be down with where the storylines are going, but he's going to give it all his all. And mm-hmm. I think towards, even towards the end of the WWE run, when he had that match, I believe what it in uh, Saudi Arabia with Gunther. And, yeah. and then he, he started getting on that North American championship track and trying to, you know, get some buzz there and, uh, people were getting behind him, and then yeah. it, it seemed like all of a sudden, like he was literally booked for a championship match yeah, that, that week, weekend. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not laughing at that, but it's just crazy how that how that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he exactly. was literally booked that weekend. Yeah, yeah. The irony is funny. Not yeah, yeah, not yeah, anyone yeah. getting fired. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank, thank, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Chris, 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 Chris saving my ass right there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the professor do. You know? That's, That's what he do. <laughs> but but yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish it off, Ray. No, I was just gonna say I think this is what he wanted, and and I you I think especially just seeing like when he came into NXT and when he came into 205 Live, like you can always see it. And even when he was in WWE, like on his Twitter, he was always showing if if he couldn't show it on TV, he was always mm-hmm. showing his personality on yeah. Twitter mm-hmm. and on other forms of social media. So you can always see that he had that creativity and he had that charisma, as the kids call it, that riz. That <laughs> <laughs> But um look at Ray reaching out to, to Gen Z on these streets. Know, right. <laughs> new school, new school. We're trying to bring broad, broaden our audience. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I just think that now he gets a chance to kind of um spread his wings a lot more and, and now try different things and try to step out of just that stereotypical type. Like and mm. you mentioned it before, Nay, how WWE does like to kind of throw in some of those stereotypes on you when you come in, but he, he was trying to bash all that while still playing the characters that he wanted. And he, he was just mm-hmm. letting people know, Hey, this is my name. Mustafa Ali. Don't call yeah. me Mustafa. Like mm-hmm. he was still mm-hmm. trying to stand on business. Is that how you said? <laughs> yeah. You saying he was 10 toes down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but he was still like, he wasn't compromising, is what I'm trying to say. Right, he wasn't yeah. Gonna, he wasn't going to compromise who he was so that he can get over it. Like, he was <laughs> still going to stay true to who he was, no matter what that they gave him. So now you're seeing the uh, creativity come mm-hmm. out, and we all know that he can wrestle. We all know. Yeah, that, like, yeah that's, that's, that's a no-brainer that, right That's here. a yeah. given. But yeah. now he's starting to show that personality, and I'm really digging I I love – that that um promo that dropped on that 91st yeah. day with, with him with the mm. campaign, especially with 
this being an election year too, it, it like it, it kind of <laughs> it, it, it just perfect timing though. Exactly. Yeah. It, it it just falls right in line. So, so, so um, what you're saying, Ray, is Mustafa Ali's campaign lasted longer than Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy's <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Hey, Mustafa yeah. still out here on these campaigning streets. Hey, hey no. they, 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 they actually want to go to you for this next one, but like, uh, like it's like it's like a multi-type question thing. But like, <laughs> real, real quick on, on Ali, bro. Yeah. Like, they even dating back to two hundred five live. Like, I always thought that this, like, you 2018, 2017, you could not tell me nothing. I swore to the heavens, this man Mustafa Ali was next up. Like, I just thought the mm. the music was on. <laughs> this motherfucker had Mano on his theme song. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't know what they, that, and that shit was heat. It still is yeah, to this mm. day. I don't know if he can get that theme song back, but whatever, whatever, it don't even matter if you do. But I always thought Ali was great. Matches he had with Buddy Matthews. Like, mm-hmm. great, just him and Cedric, him and Leo, him and uh, uh, Drew yeah, Gulak. They, like, yeah. that, that 205 live room was some of the best matches like the WWE had presented in umbrella. All 40 of us that was watching, we love that shit. Shout out to y'all, the 205 live man. Rista for Ali. But like yeah. even like speaking about Ali's main roster run, I'm I'm not even gonna lie, like even back then, I knew that that shit was probably doomed from the yep. moment when he of got course. called up. And and, yeah. and, 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 and and this is why, let me just say this. it's not because like it was the it, it was just because him getting called up was not a Vince McMahon decision. They did not. The reason Ali got caught up to the main roster was because Brian Danielson said, we need more baby faces on the main roster, new, fresh baby faces. And mm-hmm. because of the respect that Danielson had from amongst the writing team and from Vince, they was like, and, and he, he went and asked for Ali. They was like, okay, we're going to bring him up. And mm-hmm. they didn't have a, a necessarily, plan, necessarily a plan for Ali. It was just granted at the wish of Brian Danielson. So once right. that ended, it was like, why is this dude on the main roster? And, and right. I think yeah. that, that, that was just... Uh, it, and, and, it and, he was a catalyst for um, Kofi Mania, too, right? When he he was. Hurt. Yeah, he got, when yeah. he got hurt, Kofi got, in, got slotted in, and then that's when we got, we got what, we, what we love. What we love. What we love. What we, love. <laughs> we got what we love with, with Kofi Mania. But Ali yeah. was... That, uh, the, the assumption was all of that was supposed to be for yeah. for Mustafa Ali. That was mm-hmm. supposed to be for him. That's the assumption. I mean, of course, we'll right. never know now. We'll never but, know. We'll never yeah. know, but you know that was the assumption. But Nate, kicking it over to you, like what 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 are your uh your thoughts of Ali's post WWE run so far? Like some of the clips that you probably seen on Twitter, like the presidential campaign and like him right. having this match with Takahashi, getting a big match with Amazing Red during WrestleMania weekend, and like what do you just thought about his overall rollout? Like the the all, like every single promotion that this dude had coming up in the next couple of weeks, all put his stuff out at the exact same time. Immediately following this video, talk, talk, talking about yeah. maximizing anything that you can in the buzz off of your name and then the best thing brother own his name so right mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. like it it, it, tell, it tells me he has a good campaign manager maybe he uh <laughs> got the free services of one reverend dr chris ely uh, <laughs> he, got, he got chris on the payroll to manage this campaign but i think it's always interesting like the last three or four years it's always been interesting to see what a performer does when they leave the wwe because we've seen different moves and different ways that folks are like, okay, this is what is going to be my route. This is how I'm going to redefine my character. Uh, mm. You know, some would say this is how I'm going to control my narrative. Uh, the less said about, <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Uh, but I really dig what Ali's doing here. Like, like you said, he had that concerted effort of like we're going 
let the people know what I'm about. I'm going to put out this fire clip. Uh, here's where I'm going to be appearing. I've already got some bangers lined up. Like, exactly. bring, in, mm-hmm. bring in the OG, like TNA original Amazing Red. Mm-hmm. Back Back out that here. Make, that, and, and, and that make me so damn happy, bro. I love Red, dog. I amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Amazing. Here's how dope Amazing Red was. They brought, and I don't I don't want to say this to sound disparaging to the dude, because he was actually a nice dude. Like, I think me and Marcus may have talked to him once. Uh, mm. But, like, Red was so hot at the time. They brought this dude that they had no connection to Red named Crimson. Crimson, up in yeah. TNA. Oh, my and he God. was, like, Red's big brother, because he was literally, like, two mm-hmm. sizes taller than Amazing brother. Red. And it's mm-hmm. like he, he he cool, but he ain't red though. Right. He ain't mm-hmm. amazing red. We don't know you like that crimson. And and so it's like, why would you put crimson in that spot? That that just made crimson look I, bad. I'm about to say, hey, hey Nate, and hey, crimson working the security at Trump rallies now. Oh my goodness, that uh, man, that doesn't damn, surprise. I, me. I didn't need to know that nothing. <laughs> <laughs> damn, him and Tyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to say, but, but Chris, like, what, what, what if you, uh, real quick, just to piggyback, piggyback off of that, Chris, what, what if you thought Damn. about like the um, the, the Mustafa Ali's and the Ziggler's <laughs> opting to more so go the independent route opposed to like, I, I'm, 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 I'm not saying that AEW was like jumping at them, but you, you know, that could be an option to be like, okay, I'm down to WWE, let me go to AEW. What, what, what do you think about their options to be like, I'm just about to go everywhere and do every damn thing, opposed to like just immediately signing with another televised wrestling company. I can't necessarily speak for um, Ziggler because I, I do think he was probably comfortable in that WWE yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, He'd go sure. back tomorrow if they let him back in. <laughs> um, with um, with um, Ali. Ali, the, the thing with him, it's interesting because um, I was watching an interview with uh, my boy Jack Perry or, I'm not Jack Perry. Um, <laughs> who was he? Your boy now? No, no, not not Jack Perry. Um, um, Brian <laughs> Pillman Jr. Okay, okay. and he was and he was um talking about his AEW run, and he wasn't throwing any shade on it or whatever. But he said that the NXT system gives him a lot more structure than what he was getting in AEW because AEW, he said they weren't really giving him a lot of direction, but in um, NXT, they tell him everything to do. They tell him the Mm -hmm. stuff he wants to say. And he says he thrives in that kind of structured environment. Ali, I think is the exact opposite. I think Mm. he strives in an environment where he's going to have a little bit more creative feel, uh, freedom. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be stifled in an environment where people are, you know, you're giving them fake fake names and you're telling them to be this character that you don't necessarily believe in. And you yeah, got five minute TV work. matches. Yeah. Five minute TV matches, sometimes like two minute TV matches, <laughs> promos where you're getting your ass beat by Brock Lesnar, uh, backstage segments where you're getting your ass beat by Lashley, getting your ass beat by uh, Rusev, getting your ass beat by everybody on the roster hey, and- hey, Brad, hey Brad, it, it's hilarious how chris mentioned it all because like as chris saying that like all those memories coming back to my head and that stuff happening to ali <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's 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 like you need you he needs a system where he's gonna be creatively fulfilled and that's and that just and, and from that um interview with um pillman jr um pillman jr 
doesn't thrive in that in those kind of situations. Because I do think the Lexus King stuff, it took a minute. I still don't think it's all the way there, but right. uh, the the. The, the, the clearly the Pillman Jr. stuff we was doing in AEW wasn't working. Mm. Um, and NXT, I think he's got a better shot at, cha- at finding a voice. I think mm. Ali on the Indies, he's got a better shot at finding a voice. And then mm-hmm. if he wants to, if he wants to pull what Drew did, because that's what Drew did for a little while. He did the yeah. Indies for a second. He got and hot then, too. And then, and then he went to uh, TNA. Um, and then he made his trek back to WWE. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. The wrestling is surprising, the, the wrestling industry never surprises me. I don't think Ali is going back to WWE. I think he wants to be, I think yeah. he wants to find success out of yeah. if, if there was no AEW. I'd say he'd be going back to WWE after he after this, this indie run. Mm. I think he's gonna do this indie run first, do a good job of it. He's I don't think he's in a rush to sign with AEW, mm. but I do feel that's a, eventually where he's gonna he's end. TNA up. World Champion Mustafa Ali. <laughs> yeah, he might. Yeah, I, I, I could see him doing. We this back, Chris. Run. We back. Yeah, don't sleep on TNA, yeah. brother. Oh, I, I'm not sleeping on it. I just, you know, there's an AEW if, now. If D'Angelo Williams came back, the GOAT. D'Angelo <laughs> right. Williams is back Angelo on these streets. Yeah. Mustafa Ali can come to TNA. Yeah, yeah. Top, top do- if Top Dollar could go to TNA. Yo, top Dollar to TNA, yo. It, it's time yeah. is crazy. Hey, so, Nate, right. real, real quick, on another transition point, Nate, you did it. Oh, let's read this real quick. Uh, from Delayed Grass, he said, Ryan Pillman Jr. just didn't have the experience to freestyle on his own. WWE is right. when each script writer turns him into a wrestling actor. I, this, right. this, 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 this is the thing I'll say about Pillman Jr. I think that, and, and this is from, from that interview that Chris was talking about, and I, like, yeah. he, he wasn't bashing AEW in, in, in any way. Right. It was just more so he was saying, like, AEW allows for a lot of creative freedom, and if you can bring great ideas, you'll get them on TV. But he just, like, I didn't, he, he wasn't able to cook up the right, ideas that were that were yeah. better than a an ideas that oh you go ahead right what you had to say no I was about to say um, is he essentially saying that uh, NXT makes sure that he has all the pitches and whatever pitch he could swing and hit out the park like one person said, I don't know I don't remember who that person was some bald a hole that people were talking about <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's what Lexus King is kind of alluding to. <laughs> Damn, but, but 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 he he was he was just like more so like that aw it was just more so of a creative creative free environment right and a lot of people are able to to yeah yeah and, and, ideas and he wasn't able to cook up but more so in nxt yeah. like i chris said it's like hey do this do this do this but make it your own but still follow these guidelines and he said that he he feels more right like, if, if you, you ain't know, never right. been a chef andrew it's hard to go in the kitchen and start making right stuff. some people yeah. and this is where this is where chris Ooh. like if we if we was on if we was on our bi this is where i'd be like and you know what folks sometimes you don't have to be a chef you just have to call hello fresh because they provide the recipe <laughs> and the ingredients for you to have healthy hey, meals hey, at home hey nate hey nate ain't nothing wrong with ordering uber eats every night bro hey uber eats is amazing and right now doordash has dash pass save you 25 percent on every order and, 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 your, and your first and your first grub hole was free. And, 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 and after you get through with all that eating, I know, fellas. Sometimes you get in the mood with you and you and your, your wife, and sometimes you just don't have that intensity in the ring yeah. like you used to. 
Hey, hey, but bruh, listen, ain't, ain't nothing wrong. Look, everybody can't go to Giant and cook their own food. You know what I'm saying? You can't go to Giant, yeah. buy your own stuff, right. and come home and cook it. Some people, you right. can order Uber Eats. And he's one of those people that order Ubi Eats. Yeah, yeah. And I think like with, with and when you get through with your factor meals, make sure you take your athletic greens, folks. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't play with us, sponsors out there. Don't play with us. We we, we ready for this. Hey, hey, right. hey, athletic greens. If y'all watching this. I know, and, right? And you know what? If you're in another country trying oh, to watch this, go. NordVPN, baby. <laughs> Look at that. NordVPN, the homies. <laughs> Look at that. But, Nate, something you mentioned, you, you mentioned former TNA World Heavyweight Champions, man, and, and, and a guy who was a former TNA World Heavyweight Champion who was absolutely killing it right now, mm. only three weeks as champion, VAW World Champion, Samoa Joe. The man, yeah. Uh, we 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 have a new AEW World Champion, folks. Yeah. Like I said, that man's name is Samoa Joe. It's only been three weeks. He had his first title defense against Hook on Dynamite, and I think that match accomplished everything that it needed to. Uh, of course, we got next up for the title is Swerve and Hangman. Uh, Chris, I actually wanted to go to you to go to go to you for first for this. Like, what do you make of Joe's title reign so far, and then them already having? the slate of challengers. We already got the one with Hook, and it's obvious that Hangman and Swerve are next, and they plan things out with that. Like, j- just what, what did you make of Joe's title reign so far? And, like, in terms of, like, who who, who was going to be next up to win the title? If you had to predict that far in the future, do you think it's going to be Swerve or Hangman first? Um, I, I think th- that they might do the three-way with Swerve and Hangman. Um, so let me shout shout out uh, Samoa Joe real quick. Um, yeah. he's, he's, he's a local homie out here and then um also the fact that in wrestling for probably the first time in history we got two samoans um mm. as world champs in mm. both companies we got okay. Samo- samoa joe and a samoan named joe as world <laughs> champions <laughs> see what you did there professor <laughs> in, in both companies and I, I love i love to see it samoa joe and, and Jermaine gonna... from chicago just turned off the podcast <laughs> Samoa Joe, they WWE never bury. It's like a Shinsuke situation with Joe. Mm. They never buried him. They it's like Joe, yeah, like they, yeah, yeah. Like Austin, they 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 didn't bury him. They just did not make as much money as they could have with Samoa right. Joe. Still, my all time favorite Samoa Joe moment in WWE, probably in his career, but definitely in WWE history, what he did in WWE is where. Paul Heyman is comes out and cuts this like promo on Joe talking this Paul Hay- Heyman shit. And Joe is just listening there attentively and stuff. And then he's like, they put the microphone down. Then he go, walks up to uh, Heyman, calmly says to him, uh, your boy Brock Lesnar didn't show up. That offends me. I'm going to put you in the Coquita clutch. I'm going to squeeze your neck. And he just tells him in a calm yeah. voice what he's, he's about to fuck this dude up. And it was just, the, it was so, so great, yeah. man. And I was like, why is this guy not world champion after that? Then him and Brock Lesnar have a banger of a match at the pay-per-view. Um, Brock Lesnar it never really gets the better of him in a match. So he, mm-hmm. he lucks out at the end of the match 
and gets a and gets a lucky pin on Samoa Joe mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the F five and Joe Joe uh Joe kicks out of the F five, I think at like three. He doesn't mm-hmm. kick out of the F five, but he does like get right up after it. Right, 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 and right. then the next night on Raw, Heyman's like, Joe, you are never fighting Brock Lesnar again. And like Brock Le- like Joe is all is like automatically the most serious dude in that company. And they just never do anything with them. Talk to him, and he go and he goes to AEW, and he he's patient. He waits through all the CM Punk fuckery, all the <laughs> like the, the dessert pastries from that that Chicago bakery. He waits through <laughs> you know that broken glass promo. He waits through let let's let all those dorks fight each other and 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 do their bull crap off to the side he, he, I say, he, he had the uh, the television title for a year yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. let TNT. me carry King, King let me television. carry let me carry this 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 bs roh tv title let me carry the uh, tnt title i'll be chilling in the background making a name for myself while mm-hmm. all you dorks do your dork <laughs> shit and I become and I become the top guy in the company. Samoa Joe is not a transitional champion. Oh, that dude talk, needs talk, to Chris. be the champ for yes. a while. Yes. He needs to be he needs to yes. be such a good champ that Triple H is like, when is your contract up, Joe? Because we want you back. <laughs> and there, on, needs to, there, needs, yeah, there needs to be a bidding war for that man because he got disrespected in WWE. Yes. AEW, AEW, they never disrespected him, but he had to sit through all the bull crap. He had to mm-hmm. wait, wait it out, and he mm-hmm. did. He did it patiently like a G, mm-hmm. and now he's world champ. And, mm-hmm. and if they're smart, he they build the company around him briefly until... Mm-hmm. Until it's time for Swerve to beat him in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then they can have a back and forth. I think I think Joe and Swerve should be the guys. We're, 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 with Samoa Joe, the one thing you can rest assured of: we're not getting idiots playing frisbee golf and picking on little kids at a miniature golf course. You're not getting any of that crap. You're getting Samoa Joe. Um, a bad boy from Huntington Beach mm-hmm. with Swerve. You're not getting any of that bromance bullcrap. I mean, he will throw a shirt on your baby. Yeah, he'll 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 he'll, 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 he'll stock he will your kid. T-shirt on your baby. Yeah. Just because, because, no respect at all for you. Yeah, because you ain't you ain't got good security at your house. You know, T security system need that. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why ain't you living in a gated community, my dude? We're, we're like, where, where do you live at? In Mar- does he live in Maryland or Virginia? What part of PMV? I think Virginia. So you live in Virginia. You, you. They got gated communities in Virginia. What part of Virginia does does he live in? Like, uh, what, uh, what, what, what like Northern Virginia. It's, uh, Northern Virginia. So. Like, let me, let me look that up real quick. Because is I, it Charlottesville? No, it's not Charlottesville. Because they say he they say he from uh, he from Halifax. Oh, Halifax! But, That's but, no but, excuse. But, but he, yeah. he's Bill from Aaron's Creek, but he's from Halifax. Yeah, Halifax, yeah, well, Halifax has plenty of money there. You 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 yeah. need to be living in a gated community in Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you use part of that. You got to blame yourself for that. How's this this dude get just get that close to your kid? What's your wife doing? What's the nanny doing? 
Um, these are questions I need the answer to, but who, who cares? Because Swerve is the hottest guy in that company right now. Joe is the hottest. As soon as they like, um, and I, I'm not one of the, Hey, Hangman Joe. I mean, Hangman makes sense in that feud right now, but I do think he's got to get, get, off, they're not shoehorning Hangman into the feud like the way they no. did with the women it, at that WrestleMania where about, Charlotte they forced her in it. Yeah, I about to say, Chris, it, it more so feels like Hangman is more so beefing with Swerve, and Swerve is focused on the world title, and right. Hangman is like, I, I just don't want you to get the title. I exactly. want to get it before you get yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. That, that way he's beefing with Joe. <clears throat> Right, that, yeah, but it's but it's more so directed at Swerve. Right, yeah. yeah. When, when is the Vegas pay per view for AEW in, in May. May? So it's like Swerve could win it at the Vegas. I think Joe needs the belt for a while, at yeah. least at least at least until May. Um, yeah. and I think he should get it back eventually. I think Joe should be like two times. Two oh time. yeah, two two times. Yeah. He, he needs to be the guy. He needs yeah, to yeah. be the guy who you, that's who you go through to get the world title. Cause I think mm-hmm. Joe is serious. I think Joe is a break from the norm with AEW, AEW, um, unless like with, with Mox, Mox was a good hill champ. What is this guy saying? He said he didn't sit through any bull crap. He said he went swimming in the bull crap and pulled punk out. Uh, to pull yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's like how Punk got in a brawl with them, and then Joe broke it up, and then they went out here and had damn near the best. Match. Yeah, they had the. Yeah, they had like <laughs> like an awesome match, and, and that's the that's the thing, and that's and and if you're a young guy in AEW, Joe should be your example. Joe, like, like mm. you're, you, like you're getting mad at CM Punk for telling you not to use real glass. That is the most BS argument ever. You know, that's the out of all the things you should care about that these old dudes are telling you. That should be the last thing. That should be an argument that you're like, okay, whatever. Even if you don't agree with with Punk, that should be something you're shrugging off and like, okay, whatever. You an old dude? Who cares? Mm. That's how you should treat that. Not by talking into the camera, broken glass in your face, dude. Like, what the, what the fuck is that, man? Don't push me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you to have that sound bite anytime we talk about uh, Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I, I think, though, Chris, like, the thing with Joe is I think people forget the length and breadth of this dude's career, man. <clears throat> Right, that, yeah. That you mentioned it, man. Like this dude was one of the guys, and I'm taking it back to TNA. Like, Jim, the matches say, he had, you, could, you could take it yeah. back before that. Even TNA, before that, yeah. he was in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor. But I think like this is a guy that you've seen for a while. Is somebody you can, if not build a company around, he can certainly be one of the cornerstones yeah. of your company. Um, and so when you look at his WWE run, like yeah, there was some good moments, but I think. In part because A, they didn't know what to do with him, and B, he did have some injuries. They never got any sustained momentum for Joe. Right. That's fair. And point. then when he gets to AEW, my man is just real G's moving silence like lasagna, Chris. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, my yes. Man yes. Was just steadily <laughs> moving forward, steadily moving forward. Yeah. And then when you get to the situation where, uh, <clears throat> you know, and this is, this is no disrespect to MJF, because I liked a lot of what MJF has done in AEW. I yeah. didn't care for a lot of the 
recent the world title movie. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, I it, thought it was a, I thought it was a little bit too comical for your main dude. Right. And Joe is nothing if not serious. Yeah. So right. Joe is out there to break necks and get checks. And, right. and uh, <laughs> going back to the match he had with Hook this past weekend. And I'm I'm somebody who like I, I respect Hook, man. I ain't I ain't got no problem yeah. with Hook or his daddy, man. Uh, but to me, like I. I'm not as into Hook as most of the people around right. me whose opinions I respect are into Hook. The Hook, but yeah. damn, that was a banger. <laughs> like, that was a banger with, yeah, with yeah, him yeah. and Hook. And so it's like, to me, like, that's all you got to do, man. <clears throat> Set this dude up with, with, with good opponents. Losing to Joe does not do anything to diminish Hook or whoever you put in there with. Right. It elevates him because Joe is this serious, credible threat who's been a credible threat for damn near two decades, man. Right. Yeah. And there, there were some things in that match that I would have done without. But in the grand scheme of the kick out things, at one. the kick out at one, nah, you never do that to Joe. I mean, even for, for, for like on, on the kick out at one, I didn't necessarily mind that. Like I, like, I mean, I, I, I can see why it bothers people when people kick out at one and, and from any move. And I can see why people might want to feel that way, especially coming from the muscle buster. Yeah, you know right. saying, come, come I, from that particular move. I, 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 I don't, I don't even like the relax. I'm sit, doing the thing where I'm bowing it, like chilling in the corner, not taking this guy seriously, and then you know, I, I didn't, I don't like I mean, that. I mean, I mean, but for, for, from that perspective, like that's always been Hook's presentation from day one. Yeah, but yeah. with yeah. Joe, it shouldn't be that. I, I, I understand I it. When no, you're fighting these. Like, it was kind of like Andrew, I'm, I'm about to bring it back to what we was talking about just a little while ago because Hook came in there like Josh Allen, I'm on the cover of Madden I'm feeling <laughs> myself, I got these Gillette yeah. I ain't scared of Patrick Mahomes, he in my house and Patrick Mahomes went in there and whooped that boy all night I, long and I, I think I mean, Hook's character is I ain't faced by nothing I'm that's, what I said, that's the point until Joe get in there and start bothering the boy but no, yeah. but see, my, my my whole thing is like when you present a character like that, I, I I get why people would be like, oh yeah, Hook should should probably be more serious. He gets serious when the real rings. That's the whole point. He's serious when the time of the match starts. I don't think that you should take. But I don't think with that. Joe oh, should ever be it, doing it, that. It shouldn't be with any because he does that when it's opponent that ain't got no wins in AEW. He treats everybody the exact yeah. Same those are those so, are so dorks. You should, so you should, you should so do you that should, with scrubs, bro, not Joe. Bro, Joe ain't a scrub. Bro. Bro, when you have a character like that that is so in the groove like that, you need to keep that going. It doesn't mean that he doesn't take Joe seriously. It's him in the character sense showing some more Joe. Just because you big and bad don't mean that I'm supposed to be scared of you because you big and bad. I'm yeah. treating you the same way that I treat everybody else. Yeah. He's also, he's also young enough to not know what he should know. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's a good point right there. Because that Okay, so anytime we go, I go through something like this in wrestling, I always go back to Rocky Three. Where okay, okay. he's the whole movie, he's fighting tomato cans, and and Mickey even mm. notes he's fighting tomato cans, and Mickey is feeding him tomato cans because Rocky is not ready for Clubber Lang. Nope. So finally, he goes there and he fight tries to fight Clubber Lang, and he tries to treat Clubber Lang like one of those tomato cans. Clubber Lang ain't one of those tomato cans. Mm. So I, I do hope if they do a rematch with Hook. And you Joe, now see that, that, see, that see, that's that's, yeah. a, that, that's see, what you what you about to say, Chris. That's a way better option. Him going this route, like going in the going to the match with some more Joe, turning his back on him, and all that stuff, doing what he usually does. 
that should be the precursor to the next go around the before, lesson before the match start. that's when he'll be more serious and more like right gotta, let, 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 let me yeah instead of, instead of turning my back to this dude let me look at him let me sit down in the corner and just and just i'm out you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah, I, yeah i think that's you, better you could be route. serious you could do you could be the same character but you're still like staring uh burning a hole through this guy with your stare you know you're looking yeah. at this guy and you're like okay you know you're you're taking them seriously right because i like those big man little men match i have a huge bar for them man because to me always uh the, it's, the it's, especially when joe in the match but i, I love yeah. when, when, when joe's yeah. up there like with the look like he has right. some fucking bangers with darby allen too I love right him. yeah, yeah. And, and, and just in, in general like my favorite and my favorite raw match of all time is bret hart versus one two three kid this before yeah. a lot of y'all's time but um, that match was when Bret Hart kind of plays the heel, even though he's a babyface. Mm-hmm. It's a babyface match um, with the two of them, but he Bret plays the heel in that match, and and one two three has to kind of come back. And also, my other favorite, um, one of my favorite Brock Lesnar matches in WWE is not the one he had with Daniel Bryan because that was mm-hmm. a great one as well, but the one he had with AJ Styles. Oh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, where yeah. AJ Styles where AJ Styles goes in there and kind of breaks him down the side, and that's a good big man, little man. I don't think that the the Joe Hook match was that, but I do think the Joe Hook match was a a good is they could have a good second match out of it. Yeah, um, and Joe beats him again, but after the match. Hook is like okay. I, I'm gonna, re- and then we then we could start. People like me and Nate can start caring about <laughs> Hook, Hook on a, on another level. Because right now I'm not there with Hook either. I'm not like I'm not completely. I see more of an upside with Hook than I do Jungle Boy. Let me say that. Mm. But I think I just I'd agree. I, I'd agree. Yeah, but I don't think Hook is quite there yet i don't think like especially i was watching it with my wife and my wife is like is so what what, what, like why is hook fighting uh samoa joe that's i mean that's how people who aren't who are casual watchers are treating that match you know um and um even after the match, she was like, "Yeah, Joe should have beat his ass." You know, I could bring her in. She'll, she'll, that's what she'll say. And this, it wasn't like she she did marvel at the one spot where um, Joe like kind of um, gave Hook the assist and helping him throw him over and all that. Whatever. What was it? Um, what was the movie gave him? Like a backdrop. Like a throw over suplex and some shit. Like yeah, that. something yeah, like yeah. that. A throw over yeah. suplex. That's what it was, and that was cool. But again, I don't, I don't think that hook is automatically made from that match. Not yet. I think he's on better footing. I, they they got to do something with the with the FTW title. It's time, um, it's, it's time to let that shit go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, it's, but 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 hey, well, you want to know what, Chris? I, I think that there's a part of Tony that doesn't want to do it because it maybe it he thinks it'll be disrespectful to Taz if he like does away with it. Right, right, yeah. right. And, 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 but at the same time, I, I feel like it might be time to, because like, it, it, it kind of reminds me sort of the similar thing with like Jay Cargill with the TBS title and like how she was on that island 
and like, I feel like with in Hook, the he's, he, he's always, I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel like with Hook, he's always going to be like that FTW guy, and I feel like if you don't move him away from it, he's always going to be that. Yeah. So you need yeah. to, so you need to move him into like the main talent division, and then first of all, he need the motherfucker needs to start losing. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying he got. I'm, I'm not saying he got to lose every match. But I'm talking about you need to. Chris, you Chris, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's he's, he's got to be made into a human. Like the problem <laughs> with the problem with Hook is that there's I don't understand the direction of his co- character. You know, I don't mm. understand what 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 his ticks. I understand he likes eating chips. Um, I understand that he likes ignoring people when they talk to him, you know, cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. He, he's, he's got his little thing, but we, I don't understand his motivations. Like why, yeah. Why are you wrestling and why should I care about you, invest in you? Why I'm, my dad, I, I'm, I'm my daddy's son. That's why I'm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even with, but even with Taz, Taz had a clear motivation when yeah, he was on yeah, top. Yeah, like yeah, Hook, and, just and 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 this is not to disparage Hook because you you can really only control your body, but so much right. like he, Taz he looked ta- like he, a damn he ain't tank. Taz, though. Yeah, he ain't Taz, Taz looked yeah. like a yeah. damn tank. Yeah, it, looks it, like it, a dude that's an athlete. Taz right. looked like a dude that you ain't want to meet on these on these yeah, at two like, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like like Taz looks like somebody from where's he from? Yon- ambiguous. Like, am yeah, I getting from, jumped by a black wait, dude, right. a Puerto yeah. Rican? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like from, he, he's from he's from Yonkers, right? It's Taz, not Yonkers. He's from Red Hook, the Red Hook yeah. disc. Yeah, he's from like Red Hook. Different ethnicities, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He's amb- he's ambiguously raced, um, and All like it's, it looks like a, on you. looks like a tank, and you understood what he was there to do. And Hook, you just don't get that understanding. Beat me if you can. Yeah. Survive, Survive if, if I, I let, let you. Hey, right. That's still a yeah. bar. Yeah. That's a bar. That's, a, that's a bar and a half, man. That's that that was some cool stuff. Like, and and I just I I like I understand you don't necessarily want to mess with the formula that you have with took with Hook, mm-hmm. but at the same time, He's got a dope there's got to be like... some yeah, there's got to be a character development. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, that's to be, bro, that, yeah. that, that's just that's just natural progression. Wrestling. <clears throat> right, you have to elevate. He, he like mm-hmm. Chris. Chris, I think this is actually a great point. Hey, hey Ray, if you want my take, it's about the full screen. Like all gotcha. of us full screen. I, I think this is actually a great point. Like. It's the same thing with the Young Bucks. Them motherfuckers right. can't be the Young Bucks forever. They need... Right. They need you, you talking as, about Matthew and Nicholas? Ma- Matthew and Nicholas, bro, that is what mm-hmm. needs to happen. And I, 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 me personally, I like that you cannot be the Young Bucks forever. Y'all need to eventually transition into something yes. different. And But the thing, the benefit to Hook is I think that he's still so young that yeah. it works mm-hmm. in his favor to where he can sort of ride the coattails of this persona that he has. But at some yeah. point... He's going to need to trans. Bro, hey Chris, the exact same thing with Jungle Boy. At some point, he was going to need to get away from that. The motherfucker need to grow the beard out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And all that stuff. And you need to get away from that, like the the Jungle Boy, what and all that shit, and the, yeah. and the boyish characters, yeah. and transition into Jack. Fully transition into Jack Perry. Like I think that every character at some point needs to hit that point. But like how especially young guys, especially yeah. but I, like how they disagree with. I think that. Hook is young enough to where he can sort of ride it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Keep going more yeah. with that. But at some point, like how you said, Chris, he is going to need to make that transition to where the Hook character is not the exact same thing. Like three years from now, we'd be like, he's still doing the same shit. 
Like, right. we, we, we need something, some a little more to it. And like to to, to like further speak on Joe, I actually wanted to ask you this, Bray. And Chris had mentioned it about uh, MJF. He really was alluding to. Do, do you think it's like too early to start comparing these title reigns to between these two individuals? Because I've seen a lot of like kickback on MJF's title reign over the last couple of days, especially with Joe being the world champion and people loving it. Do, do you think it's too early to start? comparing those two individuals in terms of their title AEW world title reigns and what 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 did you think of MJF's world title reign especially the back end because that seems like the portion that gets a lot of controversy uh, yeah, a, a lot of controversy <laughs> a, a lot of people want front there's but, a but, but, there's but, but, a but, hill but, version of his title run and, and then and there's a the baby, baby exactly. face version right. so yeah but, but like but, but like let me say this real quick and just to uh, f- further add on to what uh what Ray is going to say I don't think all of that shit was bad like and I'm talking about his title reign. Like I think, no, but it, no, it, it, it was not. some good shit in some yeah. his title reign. Like some great yes. matches that he had, some good storylines. I, I think it was the back end portion that had people like, ah, I ain't really like <laughs> too. The, but, 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 but I was seeing the the common word used was the sports entertainment s right, stuff yeah. that he was doing. So so like Ray, I just wanted to ask you, what what, what do you think about sort of the back end of his run in comparison to the early portion? And also, do you think it's too early to start comparing? Joe and MJF title reign, seeing as how we're only three weeks in with Joe, but the shit is still, it's still fine. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think first off, I think I I do agree that the front end to and even the front end was kind of hampered. I think we do have to put the um, we do have to put the separate title reigns into context, and you have to think about all the things that kind of altered. Yeah. Where, that's, that's, that's yeah, that's I, I, I think I, I think Ray brings up a great point. You got to put both versions of the title reign in context. You got to talk about the hill reign, and then because that's I'll always a, it, yeah, I'll and then and then yeah. and then the and then the the face run. You got to talk about both of them. So yeah, yeah go go ahead. Well, uh, Cole getting banged up. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Cole getting hurt. Yeah, get him ready. Yeah. Get and I right. think, yeah, you got to take all that stuff into consideration. Um, and I think he did the best that he could. And you also got to take into consideration just the style of performer that he is right now. Like mm-hmm. the brother's only 26. And, and he's Which been only, he's been in the game for a, a good seven, eight years. But he, he's still, and and although he is pretty much a prodigy, he has so much more to learn. Right. And so I, I think that this is going to help him be an even better champion and leader of the locker room when he does come back, either yeah. to AEW or if it's uh, um, the run for uh, 2024 that he, he so desperately yeah. wants to try to get over. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about The Rock. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because that will come up. But yeah. Yeah, right. But um, I was mentioning that um, – in terms of comparing the um, title reigns, like I don't think that it's too early. And I, again, I do think that the earlier part, the earlier half of MJF's run, where he had the four pillars uh, championship match, where that um, yeah, that where he had <laughs> that, that championship match. That what was it? The uh, either the Iron Man or the I Quit match against yeah, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Yeah, just like he was having bangers, like he was having bangers in the early part, (laughs) and then even when it came to uh, all in with him and um, Adam Cole, like he was having great matches. It's just the circumstances, like 
what would have it looked like, like you mentioned, Andrew, what would it have looked like if Punk would have stayed in and we would have had the real world champion versus mm-hmm. the current mm-hmm. AEW champion? What would it have looked like if Adam Cole would have turned heel while he was still healthy and then they would have had like a bra- – would, mm. would Adam Cole be the champion? As of yeah, so mm. it's just so many things like that, uh, kind of so many wrenches that would like variables and shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, with, yeah. And with it's that like being, a, yeah, you you work in education, Ray, and so does Chris. It's like uh, it's almost hard to give him a grade on his time right. reign. It's it's like he kind of gets an incomplete yeah. because there's right. so many what ifs <clears throat> and so many variables that. Yeah, you know, we we never and, and you know we had that that thing where we had uh, him and you know kind of stepping in it in regards to what was going on in the real world at the time. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of like he didn't plan for that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. that reflected on his title. Oh, yeah, run. you, you, you so were talking about right. the Juice Robinson coin thing. Yeah, the yeah, Juice yeah, Robinson. Yeah, thing. So it's that. like yeah. there's so many look little variables and like if this goes this way instead of going that way, we might have a different appreciation for his title reign. Uh, yeah. But you're right. Like, especially early on, man, he, he came out the gates firing. Hey, mm-hmm. hey Nate, Nate yeah. real quick, just, just to close off this conversation before we move into the back end uh, of the show oh, here. We, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. For sure, Nate. Uh, oh, I just ahead. wanted to, um, and let me go, uh, I'm going to use a, a Nateism real quick. Let me go. I <laughs> because um, I did want to go ahead and give Joe his flowers while I can, because I think I, I mentioned to you guys when we we're talking about uh, the artist formerly known as Edge uh, with his <laughs> last match on SmackDown. And I was talking about how Edge is one of my top three favorite wrestlers, yeah. along with Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe. This mm, brother right. is and and all of you have pretty much summed it up like just the the body of work that this man put in and just also you never hear a bad word about him and mm-hmm. I think he is because he'll whip your ass if you talk Pretty shit much. about him. That's, <laughs> what he, that's, what that's, that's what he said at the press conference. He's like, I don't hear anybody <laughs> talk yeah. stuff to me. Come fight me. Come fight. Come see me in the, in right. the backstage. Come see me in Gorilla if you want to fight. But um, I and I just think that. I love that also that dichotomy that he has where he can be calm and he can be that face and he can be eloquent with his speech. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, you know, if you cross him, he's going, you know, put a fist to your face, choke you unconscious. Like Mm -hmm. he brings like he brings that eloquence. And especially when he was having that the king of television run. Like I just love yeah. seeing those commercials and where he can branch out and do that stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it was a similar thing when he was in WWE where he was kind of like snake bitten, kind of like what we were yeah. mentioning with MJF. It was just snake bitten. Like how do you get a concussion at a, at a commercial, commercial shoot? shoot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. just unlucky though. It was just unlucky. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But then he, but then he, but, 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 we got to talk about this though. He goes to NXT, yeah. the shit version of NXT, yeah. and turns it into watchable television mm-hmm. for the time he's there as hey, world. Hey, hey, bro, when when because when that was after Joe got released and then right. he, and he got brought back. When he mm-hmm. came back and he ended Wait. cross, t- I mean, he ended cross title reign. I was like, "Thank God!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think but that's Joe, the reaction Triple H wanted us to have. Joe, 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 come. He added such a like serious presence to like that show. Needed it, 
And, and then, mm. then at the same yeah. time, immediately after he won the title, that's when NXT 2.0 started. He, he he spoke about it in the interview. I remember he did an interview. Yeah. It open. And essentially, what he he said it without saying it, but he but you could make out what he was trying to say that when they started NXT 2.0, they was like Joe. You, you can't be fucking champion, dog. Like, you, we, yeah. we, 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 like, we, we, we need... No, he can't it, be it ain't going to quite work, we, 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 yeah. we, we need, like, one of these young dudes or, or somebody that's already within the... So, somebody that was more so in the infrastructure of NXT. Right. That's they put the title on Champlain, then he transitioned into, I think, Breaker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 they just wanted to get the young guys. And Samoa Joe was like, they... Um, when, when he got hurt, when he got hurt, like, that, that, that was more so just to move him away from that. But his, right. his, but see, when he was first in NXT, but Joe was a fucking monster. Yes. Like, he, 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 he was, was awesome. Dude. He beat Shinsuke for the title, and then she mm. dropped it. And then, I mean, Shinsuke beat him for the title, and then he got it back from Shinsuke. When he, I think he whooped his ass at TakeOver Toronto. I think yeah, that was an awesome great, great match. You, you remember that shit, Chris? With the, 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 <clears> yeah, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that was a great feud that they had, and then Joe yeah. went up to the main roster, and like I, uh, Ray just mentioned, it was it, it was like snake bitten, like it, right. it just never really panned out, like it, you know, it, it just, shit didn't just didn't work out. And, and I don't think he had anybody on the main roster that was booking that ever believed in him. You want to know the thing, Chris? Bro, I, I think that Paul Heyman and them they believed in him. Yeah, really Heyman, bro. Bro, what, what, like just how you mentioned that that segment that they did in the ring, like that yeah. I still remember. Like you, yeah. you brought that back to my memory. That was a great segment, and even I'm pretty sure y'all probably see the clips all the time when they talk about when when Brock got in Joe's face and stuff like that. Brock looked like he was into that shit. Like he was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like I yeah. fuck with Joe, and like I like looking back, how Chris just mentioned it. Like he was like when they had that match at Great Balls. That's a stupid ass pay per view name. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I purposely <laughs> tried not to forget the name. But yeah, but, but when, yeah. They, when they had when they had that pay per view match. A lot of people was like, <laughs> Joe probably should win the belt. Like, if you if there was ever a time to belt mm-hmm. up Joe, it mm-hmm. was like that time. But see, they mm-hmm. they were so hyper focused on Brock, mm-hmm. and like it, it was like that that time for what shit. It was like four years of this shit when Brock was just like, once he get the title, he ain't never losing this shit until next WrestleMania, especially until Goldberg show and, up. And, oh, especially, right. especially, and they, especially if you a brother, you losing that shit and Brock mm-hmm. coming back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like uh, they look they look at Brock's opponents like that meme with Peter Griffin <laughs> with the chart. Like if you, yeah. if you above this line, you if you below this line, yeah. Uh, yeah. Slim, 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 slim pickings for you, my man. Your, 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 your title, your title reigns coming up short. Brock, Brock coming into town. But like, like Cope, you know, uh, Cope, we can we can give you yeah. like nine seconds, dog. Yeah. That's about as much we can that's do. A, that's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's about that's it. But, that's the max. Hey, hey, hey! But you know what? Cope got nine seconds. But you know, uh, Danielson got a full match. AJ got a full match. Mm. Ray Mysterio got a full match. Finn mm. Balor got a full match. Mm. But Kofi. Kofi getting that. Yeah. It's all in the past. Bygones be bygones. Well, I'm not letting that go ever. Not the match, but more so like the comparisons between those individuals and the respect. Right, yeah, not, but not, the comparison the, is like, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's, yeah. but that's a valid comparison. It yeah. is. I yeah, mean, look, is. like Kofi is the is the lone person in that situation. But in the situation but, that didn't yeah. get a full... Right, yeah. match. ain't even get no offense. Right, yeah, you, you like it is. They had this motherfucker jump into an F five. Yes, yeah, for yes. last game. Yeah, who quit? Who was gone in three months? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, and he just jumps. I, I, I was never, at that I show live. That. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was. I was at that show live with my homies. Um, I think I I was the one that bought tickets for all of us. Well, I know you're sick. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, what the hell, man? This, this is what it was the first episode of SmackDown on Fox. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was. Hey, hey, hey Chris, was, was, the, was The Rock on that show? Yeah, The Rock was on this okay. show. He oh, opened right. the show. That was the one where they show. did the like the red yeah. carpet premiere, like <laughs> right, yeah, show. yeah. And the, like the the uh, the section of the audience I was in was like completely deflated after. Uh, see that bet. Yeah, and then Kane Velasquez comes out there, and it's not the Kane Velasquez that you're used to, you know. It's the Kane right. Velasquez that's like, you know, he just was boring, and you know, nobody was cheering for him. It was. <laughs> It it was it was it was is a sad state of affairs, man. But, but, but you, at least Chris, you want you, you want to know what that felt like. It felt like that that was like one of those moments where all the air got let out the balloon, and then yeah. with Kane Velasquez, it was like, hold on, let's get some of this air back in this balloon. It was like, bro, it's not pumping, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. They yeah they had a failure to launch with Velasquez, and then um and then Velasquez went on to get his street revenge on you know these cats. <laughs> We know. street revenge oh yeah yeah he, like look you shoot somebody in the middle and i know the judge who who wouldn't let who wouldn't uh let him uh get out of jail that lady uh, that that lady does not play she does not play um but i digress um i um at, at least we got lashley beating lesnar um so yeah, that that go. was cool, but we, 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 we got we got the rise out of Bobby Lashley here. But, 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 look, but Lashley, of course, had to be the catalyst for this brother um, becoming the, the um the that was stupid. We 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 me and Nate have exhausted that one. To have we? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, but yeah, uh, but at, you, the problem with the Lashley thing is Lashley. Um, even though he beat Lesnar, he was just fodder for um, the Roman Reigns that we have to this mm-hmm. day. You know, yeah. um, that's what he was kind of used the, the, for to help Brock Lesnar transition and get that right. belt off of him. Um, and 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 Nate, I, I will always give give you credit for this because I was dead wrong. All of us were dead wrong, and you were one hundred percent right when. Uh, uh, Lesnar beat Undertaker and ended the streak. You called that Nate? No, no. Nate said, um, everybody else was like happy about it. Even me, I was like, I, I'm cool with this. And Nate said it should have been Roman to do it. And in the beginning, in the moment, and, and in the beginning, I was like, that's ridiculous. I, and then they turned Roman into exactly what. Someone that you think beat the Undertaker should have should have turned into, and then he beats Undertaker a couple WrestleManias later. Later, Roman should have been the guy to beat, dude. But you know, water, yeah, yeah, yeah water under the bridge. But 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 Nate Nate's the one that called that. And look, if I'm wrong and obviously wrong, I'll admit to it. For so everything they've done with Roman, that's how it should have been. Um, can this transition into the rock topic now, or well, we'll see. Let me say, Chris, first of all, because you know, I appreciate you being gracious, letting the people know that I was on the right side of history, I was the only one, yeah, standing on Roman Reigns Island, so telling the people I was setting the table, you know what I'm saying, right. I, and I set a place at the head of the table specifically for that man, Roman Reigns. So, yes, uh, you know, uh, if anybody wants to take that spot, they're gonna have to do it. 
on one of them nights of WrestleMania night one, night two, hey, what could it be? Hey, 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 real quick. So on uh before we get into the the rock stuff, that's like for the we, we still got like one or two more topics. We gotta zip through real quick. Okay, and then okay. we can get then we get to the rumble predictions. But the rock that the rock stuff, that's the last thing that we're gonna close the show mm. on. But, mm. but, but 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 real quick, Nate, before we move on to the again to the back end portion of the show, I did want to go back to some more Joe and, and and sort of get your thoughts about this when we get to hear from you. Like uh let me let me just throw this at you. So with Joe's title reign, like I, I'm very much of the thought that I don't think his title reign should be ending anytime soon. I don't even think the shit should end in May. I think he should carry this shit to at least the summer. Like he should at mm-hmm. least have the belt for that long because I think you can get a lot out of Joe. And I don't yeah. think you, I, I don't think you necessarily need to just hammer through these swerve matches and these hangman no, matches. Because we got to build you, up no. to the summer yeah, swerve. I, I like, agree. Like, you, 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 yeah. you can, the you can, summer you can, of swerve. You can you, use you that, DK. I, I made it. Just, just give me my credit. But, 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 but they like, and, and like, and they all honestly like when you um when you just think about it, like, would you be against the idea of? Because I remember when we talked about worlds and and I remember when we was talking and you said that I was I had asked you and we was at the same thought process. I was like, I wouldn't mind if Joe beat MJF and you said the same mm-hmm. shit. You was like, well, I mean, if he does, it ain't like nobody gonna have an issue with it. Like right. so, so so when you look at it, would you? In terms of like the end game long term for Joe's and in the end of t- Joe's title reign, like later 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 on, would you be against the idea of? Hangman beating Joe, and then with Hangman and Swerve's existing rivalry, Swerve yeah. is the one that dethrones Hangman, opposed to we just get Hangman versus Joe, and then Hangman, I mean, and then Swerve beats Hangman and retains the title. Like, I, I think it would just be better if Hangman beats Joe for the title, and then Hank Swerve is the one that beats Hangman for the belt, because it'll just add more to their already yeah. existing story. Like, I, I, and you ain't got to necessarily agree with that, but just wonder more so what you think about like that whole conundrum mix whatever yeah i think i think i i agree with that andrew for a couple reasons number one because i love how hangman page is kind of always in the mix but he ain't really in the mix he hates he out he out there though like <laughs> he he out there he, he like it's like i can't see hangman like we in this world title picture oh, yeah. damn when you get here adam and and when you look at his first title reign like they told the story like he lost the match to jericho and then hangman like it's still to this day probably one of the best told stories from tk and AEW. right that that how hangman you know went through everything and bro, finally yes. beat kenny like yeah, that's right. still one of the best stories they've ever hey, told hey, hey nate real quick bro the hangman winning the title dog that shit felt like the end of chapter one of AEW. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's what that felt like. But yeah, go ahead, name. I ain't even interrupt. And, and so to me, I think like you have Hangman beat Joe. Uh, but again, like I like I said, I I wouldn't have Hangman. I wouldn't have Joe drop the belt until the summer. Right. Yeah. Um, Let him hold that thing, man. Yeah. You can have mm-hmm. Hangman beat Joe, and then it becomes Swerve is like, dog. I didn't already beat you like two times. Right. Yeah. I didn't already thrown a shirt on <laughs> your baby, dog. Hey, 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 Nate, Nate, did I'm you, coming did you for that belt, fam. Nate, Nate, did you hear what he did in that interview? I, I really like what Hangman did in the interview when um when Swerve, I think I think Swerve said it to him. Oh, Swerve said in another interview, he was like, I already beat you once and you can't beat me. And the thing I and the thing I like about what Hangman said in response was a, a lot of people in that position, I'm sure, would have been like, Oh yeah, I can beat you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hang, H- Hangman was like, he was like, You said I can't beat you. And then he paused and he was like, Well, it doesn't matter. And I I I really mm. like that because it puts where it, 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 it sort of reminded me of what Punk said about Hobbs a little bit when he was like I didn't I didn't beat Hobbs I survived Hobbs you right know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. but, but it, it's just like those little 
moments where you can tell where somebody's mindset is as a wrestler because he by, by him doing it's it's like such a small minuscule thing yeah but by, but by him acknowledging the the thought is in his head that he knows he mm-hmm. can't be swerve that does so much for swerve in the long run and then when that eventually happens it's like okay hey man could beat joe but he knows that he right. can't be swerve right and he's like trying to avoid him without actually like like without seeming like a punk about it but like knowing in his right. head like i can't beat this dude so i'm just gonna stay away from so him what, as long what as you're possible. saying is samoa joe in this scenario is the miami dolphins hangman <laughs> page is josh allen and the buffalo bills he like we can beat the dolphins dog right, we can right, do right. that but then you got swerve Mahomes out here yeah, it's like exactly i don't know I, if i, I can I beat this dude he's he different he's special man <laughs> but, but, but man, like as we sort of uh, move on through this conversation, they actually want to kick it back to you about this. Uh, one, the man. ratings for this episode in Buffalo are plummeting yeah. as we speak. Folks in Buffalo so mad right now. It's too cold to be this man. No, we, we, we losing the Buffalo contingent of uh, NWA fans for sure. Like one hundred percent, they they getting the fuck out of here. But uh, <laughs> but but they, I actually want to kick it off to you. Uh, let you start off this topic, man. Uh, our truths rise as a member of the Judgment Day, man. Uh, I, 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 I know you were eager to talk about this. This man, our true, fifty-two years old, let's man, talk thirty about years in business, has entered another high point in his career as a member of the Judgment Day. Like he's he's added a nice sense of comedic relief while also making the group more relatable and baby face ish yes. outside of it because Rhea's fucking over as hell. So like, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about her, but more so just the group in in itself. Right. And then like you know, truth. Number one merch seller in the company knocked off CM Punk. Talk about it. <laughs> like, and, and they, the man is timeless, brother. The man is timeless. Hey, man, still out here teaching us, Andrew. Like, we got to live. We got to laugh and we got to love, brother. That's <laughs> that's what it's all about in this world. And when you talk about truth, man, I think John and Way said it uh, best on one of the uh, Rewind of Raws a, a few weeks ago, where it's like, it's similar to what they did with Sami Zayn and the Bloodline where you bring in this comedic character that humanizes one of the members, like uh, Sammy humanized Jay. And in this case, he humanized Roman. Yeah, he humanized Roman too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And in this case, you've got Truth humanizing Priest. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so, like, it's beautiful, man. It's, It's great to see this dude that has been doing this for so long, former NWA champion. Shout out. Uh, Mm-hmm. This dude that has been in the game for a minute, minute, still looking uh, as good as he ever has, but he was out. Like people forget, this man was on the shelf for like a year and some change. Oh yes, and we, 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 we're gonna talk about that too, Nate, in a minute. But Came yeah, back and is in your main event story or your co-main event story, I guess, with whatever you've got going on with the world title and with Cody, like Judgment Day. Like they're all kind of sitting at the top of the card, uh, the three pillars of Raw. Uh, and I think that, and and I said this on Twitter uh, the other night when they aired that Judgment Day vignette. The truth had like when he ever since I was a baby, I wanted to grow up and be a member of the Judgment yeah, Day. <laughs> Shout out to Tom and Nick Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> I think you can make an argument, and I will make the argument. Our truth is the greatest comedic character in the history of that company. He is like yeah. he is. no question in my mind. Because not only has he also has he been funny with stuff that's supposed to be funny, like the Judgment Day stuff, not only has he been creative with stuff like Lil Jimmy or stuff like showing up in Richmond, Virginia with the Confederate uniform on, I'm um, yeah. from the WWE, <laughs> but he's taking stuff that sh- that had no right 
to be funny, like a lot of that 24-7 stuff. Mm-hmm. And R-Truth was the best part yeah. of some of those mm-hmm. terrible segments. Yeah. And so to me, it's just really great to see this dude that has been such a fun character for so many years getting put in a serious angle. And so, like, he has elevated the Judgment Day in a sense, particularly like not Rhea, like you said. She's kind of off on her own. But he, um, he, he he's gave it more legs, similar to how Sammy did, because that, that bloodline yep. shit was getting dry. Yep. It was getting dry, Nate. It was getting dry. And <laughs> and like the, the 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 interplay with him and JD McDonough, like I didn't know I needed that, but it's fun. Exactly. Like the it's stuff working, with, man. He he was out there selling the Judgment Day t-shirts and he makes sure everybody getting their they piece, except for JD. <laughs> like you ain't part of Judgment Day, dog. <laughs> like that stuff is great. And so what this is though, you're using all that comedy uh to set up the moment where Priest in particular has to make a decision. Like, I like having this guy around, but I also got other aspirations. Is the rest of the Judgment Day going to turn on truth and force Damien to become a baby face? Or is Damien going to be like, nah, dog, you know, you it was fun, but this is about yeah. business. And, yeah. and become mm-hmm. an even bigger heel. And I, I can see them going either way. And that's what's kind of fun about this, this particular story. Yeah, and hey, Ray, let, let me actually kick this over to you. Like, true, he did an interview on the uh, the Ring of Wrestling show, right? And he was asked, "Is there does he feel at this stage of his career is there anything left for him to accomplish in wrestling?" And he said, "No," but he was like, "The one thing that he really does want to do, especially with the momentum that he has right now, he was like, if I if I could have anything like a dream wish, he was like, all I want is a singles match or a title match." At WrestleMania, that's all I want. Mm. He says that's the only thing you want. Night but, two, brother. At, night at, two. At, 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 uh, Ray, as you looking at it, like and with the momentum that he has right now, and three three months that that's a long ass time for the television. Like you get that's a long like a lot of stuff you got to fill in the gaps of. But but from what you looking at it right now, with the momentum that he has, him being affiliated with the Judgment Day, do you think that there is a chance that True could get a title match or or even just a singles match? Like as he, he said, one or the other. At this year's WrestleMania, do you, with the, just with the momentum that he has right now, do you think it's a possibility that he'll be sliding somewhere onto that WrestleMania card, or at the very least, have like a segment or something on the show where he'll be able to be in front of the live crowd in Philadelphia? Well, I think that most definitely they're going to make sure that he's a, a not not a substantial part, but that he does have a, a good part within. The, a WrestleMania the moment. WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you talk about titles, I'm like, which title we talking that about? Because yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, him and Miz could do could do their thing, get that tag title. That is true. That is true, and that could build that story between him and Damian even more. Um, I think, and I, I kind of get how everyone is making that comparison between him and Sammy. The thing that I think about like a key difference that I see is that truth is still allowed to just be strictly baby face. Like Sammy, mm. he was mm. being funny yeah. and everything, but he, then Sammy he, he was didn't a have to get his, that. Yeah. yeah. He, he had to get his hands dirty. Like he had to cheat and he had to help um, Roman win some matches as well. He had to help the Usos That's uh, a good point, right? keep their titles too. But with uh, truth, he could still be, like that gullible, like happy-go-lucky, naive character while still staying true and innocent and still being like a good guy, like all the way down the pipe. Um, and I'm I a think good our truth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it's, it's just amazing to see like 
him and we were talking about Mustafa Ali earlier where it's like um he wasn't giving the right things but he was still doing his best with mm. what he had and it seems like with our true with everything that our truth touches is gold whether it be like you said the little Jimmy and the stuff that he had with John Cena um whether yes. it be the awesome truth that he like the version one of uh, awesome truth where they kind of oh, hold on, hold on, Ray, hold on, oh. Ray. Not to cut you off two way, Ray. I just got a little bit of chills right now, just because you mentioned John Cena. Imagine if, like, like let's not let's say it's not a title match, but imagine if you got this is a singles match or a segment. Well, well, follow me on this, Andrew. You got Truth out there, uh, and he's like doing his thing, and J, like he's out of the Judgment Day now, and mm. you got JD and Dom, and they run up on Truth, they bullying him in the ring. You know, you, what are you doing out here? You don't deserve to be on WrestleMania. You ain't mm-hmm. even got no match on the card. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? Let's fight you right now, Truth. But you ain't got no partner. Don't nobody want to tag with you. You a joke, Truth. And then all of a sudden, Truth's childhood hero. Childhood John hero Cena come out. Cena and Truth like, versus. He like eight years older. I'm not even lying to you, nephew. If, if Truth and, and uh, Cena teamed up and, and just. Ran through, yeah, just ran through, uh, mm-hmm. ran through Dom and JD. That would be a great WrestleMania moment that for would, Truth, yeah. man. And, 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 and but the real film, when you got something like that, it don't even have to be a match. It could just be like a, a running mm-hmm. segment. But but, but just mm-hmm. to cap us all, Chris, I wanted to throw this over to you. Like So going back to the Ring of Wrestling interview, uh, Nate had mentioned the interview uh, or mentioned the point where he was out with the quad tendon tear. Truth said that there was a point where he had an infection where there were five different bacteria that caused a hole to open up in his knee. Wow. And at, at, at one point, he said the doctor said an option was amputation mm. to, like, just get rid of the, mm. his leg as a whole. Yeah. And, and he said, he said, and Truth, this is the crazy thing that I heard from the interview. Truth said, despite that, like, the whole time when he was hearing that, he was like, well, if that's the way life got to be, then I guess I just got to move on. Like, mm. and he was like, he was, he, he was like, well, it would be a big life adjustment. But, like, I mean, like, w- like what can I do about it? Like, if that, if that's what's going to happen and that's going to happen. And for like him to have that mindset and to like to see him now with this current position on TV, it, I, I guess like I guess Chris speak to the fortitude of true. But Chris, also I know that you haven't like always been the biggest fan of like R True being like those like overly comedic spats, like especially knowing what you know him from the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion and like seeing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I, just from like knowing you, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you would have preferred if his career would have turned out in a more serious manner but also at the same time you appreciate what he's been able to do and the longevity and stuff like that so just yeah just basically speak to all that like i'm pretty sure you you'll you'll hit on those different points (sighs) okay i have to talk about this okay so i had it in the notes chris you gotta talk about it all right so so here it is Uh, i i I like ron killings i like r-truth as a person and as a wrestler, mm-hmm. this Judgment Day shit. Uh oh. <laughs> some some weeks I've liked it. Okay. okay. Some weeks I haven't. The mm-hmm. last one that they did I thought was kind of funny. Um, with the I, video, with the video and all that, and him talking about his childhood and the talk, the doctor holding the black baby. And, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. I, I like how they said it was a dramatization. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that was, that was funny. Um, I like the Confederate, the, the Confederate general mm-hmm. stuff. I thought that I like that because mm-hmm. I thought he was, I didn't think it was buffoonish. I thought it was more him saying you guys aren't, 
treat me with respect and I'm not getting the title reign that I deserve. So let me come up here and be a good R-Truth mm. and do the buffoonish um, niggerish shit that y'all expect out of me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think it was him being laughed at. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. This Judgment Day shit, man. Don't do it, Chris. Don't do it to the brother, Chris. It's, it's like... He, he finally made it to the main event. I, 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 I want him to get all the good things. I really do. I I don't Chris he's getting that merch bag Chris Number get one. the merch bag get your bag want that <laughs> um, I, I, I feel a way about mm. a black kid um, a black dude in a backstage click where he's trying to measure up to the cool kids the mm-hmm. the the you know that 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 doesn't sit well with me it 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 makes me feel away um that that's not to say the stuff isn't funny and it doesn't that's not even to say this they're t- they're not taking us on a journey cuz i do hope yeah, that at the end there. of this yeah I, I do hope at the end of this i can say okay now i see where the r truth okay let me give you an example, and you'll remember this, Nate. Um, when um, Ron Simmons was on his rise in WCW, and he had to get to a series of bosses, he, it wasn't like he, like, yeah, the, the match he had with Vader for the world title was random, but Man. they were setting him up. And there was one episode of WCW. I don't know if it was Saturday night or if it was one of the weekend shows, but he's doing that. Ron Simmons is doing the interview with Jesse Ventura. And, um, and um, Harley race comes out and Ron Simmons, I'm going to be the first black man to ever be world champion. And Ron and Jesse Ventura in his Jesse Ventura voice Ron Simmons, you'll have the chance to do that and, you know, all that. And then Harley Race comes out there, calls this man a boy and tell mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. that you need to be carrying my bags and all this stuff. And then him and Ron Simmons have an exchange and Ron Simmons gets the better of him. And that was a, it was an ultra racist, ultra disgusting segment. Mm. But... It was a step towards Ron Simmons getting the world title because mm-hmm. later on in '92 he becomes world champion, and the 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 racism was kind of a backdrop to tell the story. The mm-hmm. title reign was a garbage title reign. We don't need to talk yes. about that. I, I talk about the Ron Simmons title reign as the day he won it. And that was the best day in history. And we don't ever know you talk about <laughs> anything else around it. Mm. And I talk about the Kofi title reign in that regards as well. Um, he just retired as champion. That's all. Right, I don't know what yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm so I say all that to say the Ron, the the Ron killing stuff. I do hope that it leads to something that's positive mm-hmm. and uplifting for our people because i don't want this dude to just be the buffoon on television that everybody's Mm -hmm. laughing at and the the like ray said the gullible you know i want i I like 
this this kind of stuff is antiquated and passe to me. But our truth does does a good job at playing it. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I went on a uh, Chris Gullah's podcast, uh, the Gentleman Wrestling Podcast, mm. uh, and I went on a rant about this shit. If you <laughs> ever want to listen to it. <laughs> it, it, it was, but this was before the last vignette. So I, right. I, all I say is, I, and this isn't to hate on anybody for liking it. I'm, if if you like this stuff, I'm not saying, oh, you like this r truth shit. You're a racist. I'm not doing that. So don't take it like that. It's just, I got to process it, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, you got you to see how it ends. Yeah, I have to see how it ends. And I have to, and and, I, and like I said, Ron Killings, I want all the good stuff. And and I've liked a lot of art stuff that, that WWE's done with Ron Killings. I like some, some of this, the Miz stuff. That's the only time in my career that I could ever consider myself even <laughs> kind of being a Miz fan. Was when he was doing the awesome truth stuff. Yeah, that was the only time in the Miz's career I was ever even close to being what you could, what you would call a fan of his. Um, I, um, but I, I do think that um, if done right and done mm-hmm. correctly, Ron Killings can come out of this way better than he ever was before. Um, and and um. And and kind of get away from him just being, you know, the the gullible, yeah, the go yeah. like, and I didn't even like the stuff where they beat his ass, and then the next week, I get it, you were jumping me into the gang. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need that. No, nah, that shit was funny on my television. <laughs> I don't. That shit was funny. <laughs> I don't need that on my television, and this might be a generational thing. Um, you know, where, where I come from, nah, they getting, funny. <laughs> where I come from, I'm, you, you guys said I could talk. What's, what's, what's go ahead, going go ahead, on? Go ahead, like, go ahead, no go shit. Like, I'm not saying have my opinion. I'm saying my opinion. Mm. This, I come from an area where getting jumped in the gangs is a regular thing or mm. was a regular thing when I was growing up, you know? My family moved us down south because they thought I was going to um, be a part of that. That's not shit I could ever laugh at. And that's just that's just from my old background. Mm. I come from a family full of Crips. I come from a family where a lot of gang activity happened. I, I remember my uncle. I, I, I was in the middle of the Los Angeles riots when they were happening. That is why we moved to mm. Knoxville, Tennessee because of that um and that stuff doesn't do anything for me if you like it and you thought it was funny that's great but this is my perspective on it and shit like that can never be funny to me right yeah that's 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 the end of that for me and thank you for letting me do the ranch all that's that's it you good good. i I, I look at it from like this on a more serious note like, bro, even when I was a, a kid, like, growing up around my, my dad's way, he lived in this neighborhood in, in southeast Washington, D.C., and we were yeah. around there, and I, I see, seeing my fish and shit around there. But, like, I, I think it might be also a thing where I, I can I can look at stuff like that and laugh at our, the R-Truth our aspect of it and the Judgment Day aspect of it, laugh at that stuff because it's a 
television show and I understand like even though there are like real life things that happen and Chris you said you've seen things I've seen my fair share shit I'm pretty sure Nate's seen his fair share shit I'm pretty sure Ray's seen his fair share shit I'm pretty sure it's people that are watching this show that have seen their fair share real life shit that has happened in this world as it relates to anything uh, of, of the, the, the substance that we're talking about anything related to what we're talking about but like more so I'm just looking at it from a perspective of like it's uh, our truth has been playing this specific television character for the last 10, 15 years within mm-hmm. the WWE, and it's become a, a like a, a he's become woven in the fabric of, of the company in terms of like b- being reliant on him to appeal to the mass uh, younger audience that they that they want to appeal to, more so the children because they they that, that, I'm assuming that's what uh, that, that's what our truth is used for to add to add to that uh, mm-hmm. that that perspective of things. But but also on the other end, I do get what Chris is trying to say from the perspective of he can't find it funny because of the you know the the, the real life implications of it. Yeah. But also as somebody that has seen some of the not, not necessarily to seeing the gang aspect of it because I don't think that was like necessarily prevalent where I was growing up. It was more so just you know you from this neighborhood and you know you from that neighborhood and X Y and Z don't like this neighborhood. That's mm-hmm. more so the culture that I grew up with. Wasn't necessarily like you know we mm-hmm. we gangs it was more so like you from this hood you from that hood or you from this place you from that place whether it be yeah. dc maryland virginia that 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 yep. that, 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 that shit oh yeah really now where, where, but, yeah where i'm from yeah. if you were wearing yeah. a, the wrong color, yeah, the color rag yeah, 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 you, yeah. you 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 get the ass shot that was it was some serious stuff man it was like it, it, it getting it, it getting beat into a gang was like you know sometimes i watch my friends and mm-hmm. after the, I'm like, what the hell happened to you? Like, oh yeah, I got beat up in a gang. If it was a girl trying to go into a gang, they beat her ass too, man. Mm-hmm. It was. But, but also, like, also yeah. in that same conversation, I always wonder, like, how um, I'm pretty sure some people who may or may not have, like, some people who may have spent time in prison probably felt about the right. stereo situation, like when they was like, well, I've been through that, so maybe that shit is not funny to them, type thing, or e- even like, um. Uh, because you bring your own life experience yeah, you to your every own, your, your own right. life experience into this. So yeah, I, I, I think I think with this conversation, I think the like, I think the I think the our I think the Dominique Mysterio stuff. I can laugh at that a little bit differently because that nigga was in holding. He wasn't in prison. <laughs> like and, and the people, and if you've been, I've been to, I've been to, I've never been to prison before. I've been to L.A. County Jail my fair share of times. It's it's dangerous, but when you're you didn't even get moved to Twin Towers, uh, you know what I'm saying? You were in the safest jail you could be in, and that was the joke right there. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's like the the R Truth stuff. It just it hits a little different for me because it's like he's bragging about being jumped into a gang, and um, it's just. It's it's just I get it, and it and it's not something that you got to take uber seriously. But for me, that kind of um, iconic iconography or what anything right. you want to call it, it just it just doesn't sit well with different. yeah, and 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 just be and being happy about it, you know, like being like this is what I got to do to fit into this clique of friends mm-hmm. and. Um, like like my own father um was you know he 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 died from gang activity depending on who you ask you know mm. um that that's he was he was um shot and killed um 
running with gangsters, you know? So, um, it was, it's, it's just a, and, and that's just like, even like when I see, if I'm like mentoring kids and stuff and they joke around and they say something like, what set you from? I always like, don't ever say that shit around me. You know, there's just certain things that I, that that's a trigger for me. This is right. again, this isn't WWE's problem. This is just something that I have to you, kind you, of. You speaking at it from your personal. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah, I have to. I, I have to, to to you know find my way around it, and I, I just don't want this. Like, I just don't want to see see shit like that on television. Right. You know, I, 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 I think that there's like just certain things that we all find appealing. As, right. as we have our own different life experiences right. and things of that nature. Like, even with me, like, stuff that I thought was funny at 15, 16 years old and stuff that I thought mm-hmm. the dude was funny at yeah. 16 years old, I look mm-hmm. at that shit and I see youngest doing I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah. that? You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, but, yep. but when mm-hmm. I was 16, 15 years old, I was laughing at it. I hide they yeah. stole from this. They X, Y, Z did. That shit was funny. Yeah. But when yeah. I'm yeah. Older, like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, but like when, when you see, like, so I saw that stuff when I was 15, 16 years old. You saying people stealing cars and all that shit. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. they, they, they funny as hell. They doing that. I'm 20, 20, 20, 27 years old. I, see, Nate, you got me thinking I'm almost 30. Years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tw- I'm 27 years old, bro. And I, I, bro, I see these youngins out here jacking people's cars. I'm like, man, you dumb mother. Like, no, what, no. what are you doing, bro? But, 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 no, but, but uh, even like, I'm just talking about like in a general sense, the stuff that you, as you get older and as you have your own different life experiences and you as you become more mature, some stuff mm-hmm. that you thought was, that you may have thought was enticing or, there was some hilarity to it, or there was something that you can relate to in a sense, in a, in a way, as you, you know, again, as you have your own experiences, some of that shit just becomes like, uh, it becomes like a nuisance to even hear about or read about or even right. see. So yeah, that that's just my, like, th- th- this is the thing I like about the NWA podcast. We have these uh, conversations that drift off into these mm-hmm. more serious conversations and then we end up warping it back into wrestling. And what the way I warp it back into the wrestling before we get into our next topic, uh, before we eventually wrap it up is that brother our truth get your bag well and, 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 and here's, a, here's another thing i think people sleep on when they talk about our truth because and this is kind of to chris's point where is this going i think the our truth character i want to see coming out of all of this is the our truth that we got during the pandemic right mm. if any of y'all saw like he would host these shows with the other performers on the roster and yeah he was still silly he was still funny but there was like there was a groundedness to his silliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, and I, like I saw an interview he did uh, on Busted Open the other night. Like, where he just showed up with his shirt off talking to yeah, Mark Henry. Yeah, yeah, to Mark Henry and, uh, and yeah. Booker T. I'm not Booker yeah. T. I'm Booker Ray. Uh, yeah. and, and they're like, why are you out here with your shirt? He's like, sometimes you just feel like being here without your shirt. But then <laughs> it's like a silly visual, but he's talking about his faith. And he's talking mm-hmm. about different things in life and what he went yeah. through. And it's like, if we yeah. can get at the end of this, like, because I, I think this dude is a lifer. I think this mm-hmm. dude is going to be a lifer. He's yeah, already he ain't going nowhere, though. Been a lifer. Yeah. Like, to me, he is somebody that can be your make-a-wish guy. He can be your mm-hmm. sometimes comedy guy. He can... I'd love to see our troop do some commentary from time to time and right. see if I can, like, be funny but also be serious and talk from the experience of somebody who's been in this business for 20, 30 years, damn near. Maybe he does it at uh, WrestleMania, Nate. Yeah, like I think there's so much like we're it's crazy to say this about somebody who's 52 years old or 
25 years old, depending right, on right. what right. timeline you subscribe to, because he did grow <laughs> up watching John Cena. Like, I think <laughs> to be like... Judgment Day, too. Yeah, yeah and he, he grew up, you know, <laughs> dreaming about being in the Judgment Day. I think there's something to, like, my man has been doing, like I said, to me, he's the greatest co- comedic character in the history of this company, but I don't think they've even scratched the surface Mm-mm. of what this dude can do. And I think there's a way like where we get a little bit more serious, but we still got the silly because he, yeah. like, he, he and he, t- he talked about like how the gimmick of him forgetting what city he was in just happened naturally. Like he thought because he, was he in seemed, Australia. He really forgot. He, they were in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, yeah. And he accidentally set Milwaukee, and that was an accident. He's like, he's like oh, and, my bad. And it yeah, just became something and, and that the crowd like. And then he picked up on it. Yeah. They like, kept... I think there, there's so much talent in this dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm going to say it. Like, we haven't even talked about this, and then we can get to our other topics because we, 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 we got a nice little hefty runtime going right now, but that's what y'all get when y'all listen to the Nubian Wrestling We want some money, man. We got we to get you. We got to get all our stuff mm-hmm. in, man. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I think one of the funniest segments uh, or, or series of vignettes was on SmackDown. Like, this is probably like 15 years ago now, by, by now, Chris, when he was delicious, pretty Ricky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would just yeah, show up to the arenas He's because I guess yeah. R-Truth couldn't get in the arena. He's like, I'm not R-Truth. I'm Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky, pretty Ricky what they call, call me. Call me, yeah. And yeah, it's so like, from the, yeah, that was like, from the Martin show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. I think yeah. R-Truth is really good. Like, he he knows he's kind of he's kind of being paid to shuck and jive. <laughs> but I think, Chris, the yeah. difference between him and somebody, and I, I hate to keep bringing this man name up, but the difference <laughs> between somebody like R-Truth and Brodus Clay. Yeah. <laughs> is where you they're they're both ostensibly shucking and jiving, but there's an art to our truth shucking jive. Right. And there's a nuance to our truth shucking jive that I don't think we get from somebody like a Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay shucks and jives on Fox News and shit like He's a that. Professional and and jive. Yeah, yeah. Like bro, bro, bro Brodus Clay is from my hood. Literally, he's from mm. Pasadena. I live in Mon. I I live in Monrovia, which is n- not even a mile away from Pasadena. Um, this this dude is Brodus Clay. Forgive me, Brodus Clay fans. Is a disgusting pig, is what Brodus Clay is. Mm. And this and this goes into like the the Jer- the Jericho stuff. We might we may or may not get into that. But um, like, our truth is not that. Our truth is 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 is. I don't think our truth is out there purposely, like maliciously trying to offend people. Mm-mm. You know, which is something that Brodus Clay does on Fox News every single on a regular week. Basis. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, you could talk the Funkadactyls thing. That's your thing, man. I, you're doing your job. That's one thing. But when you're when you're on TV on a network where you're spreading misinformation and all that crap. That's a problem for me with broadest play. Dancing mammies. Uh, yeah. The, the dancing mammies at WrestleMania, the shucking. I was jock- like, come uh, yeah. on, man. I, I remember hearing it. And I sometimes do feel bad for broadest because I remember hearing an interview with them where he said he doesn't even like to talk about WrestleMania because the, of that highlight where, where he came out there with the mammies um and that was his wrestlemania highlight dude and i was like 
and and it just it goes it goes to the pain that of of that I sometimes think black wrestlers go through where you can't just say no to this bullshit. Where but if you say no to that, you're gonna be missing out on a crazy bag. So you have to go out there and shut it. Difficult and other. You'll be exactly. lay labeled difficult and other. So I do kind of feel Broadus Clay's uh, pain on that front because. You, it's either shuck and jive with your mammies out there or not get this huge WrestleMania bag because mm-hmm. even just for that appearance, I'm sure he probably got seven figures just yeah, for them, 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 them WrestleMania checks. Yeah. I, I, I heard Chavo Guerrero say that month he had at least yeah. uh, six, six figures for a 20 second match that he had with yeah. Kane. There are wrestlers who I've talked to personally that have told me about those WrestleMania checks. So I'm I'm not one to like who am I to change somebody for yeah, yeah for, for but God God I think I hope we're past that point, man. Again, that, again yeah. like that speaks to kind of and it feels weird to say this about a comedic character, but there's something to the artistry of truth where yeah. he kind of threaded that needle where, yeah, yes. like, like, like I would tell you, like, like when I turned on the WWE network back in the day and they used to have, hey, Chris knows because this used to piss me off every time I saw it. And they had like those little in-between show breaks and like they had the one with all truth just showing up on your screen like. come on brother what is we doing brother but the the fact that he's kind of thread the needle between being this court jester andrew but also like being a character that people are invested in and care about like that takes skill brother just to put a bow in this conversation before we move on to the next thing i I think that truth has this uh like innate ability to be personable and relatable and a lot of people like him for that because even though he's playing a, a character on television, I think Truth makes the best out of this character. And I think that anybody that hears him in a regular interview, he yeah. seems like the most chill dude that you mm-hmm. would ever meet in your life. And, and I yeah. think that our truth especially, it, I, I think like for all the time that I've ever heard him do interviews, like as many our truth interviews as I covered, Truth always seems like the type of person that's like, okay, they, they, want, me to, they want me to do this on television. How can I at least make mm. this shit my own mm. and then right. make it memorable? And I think that he has a really good he truth just has his ear to the ground and he knows what people want. And I think that comes from being immersed in black culture and also mm. being immersed just in what people like in pop culture in general is some things mm-hmm. that like some things that hit and some things that, you know, can I use this? Can I use that? Or what what what's popping right now, what's trending right now, or whatever, like and then been able to turn it into his own. And I think that a lot of people just find truth to be so personable in these roles. And that's why he's right. been able to have yeah. this longevity. Like you said, they yeah. he ain't going nowhere. That yeah. I, I I feel like our truth is one of those people, as long as he wants a job in WWE, he will have that job. Right. And I'm pretty sure yep. they pad that motherfucker pretty well. So like I yeah, yeah. Look, 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 so look, I I I definitely want more of our truth, but I ain't about to be going up, you know whatever but i know that mm. motherfucker probably get at least about six figures right now so mm. i'm pretty sure he all right you know so he probably doing yeah. pretty good i i, right. I just saw you, you see the shit about his son his son like doing like dropping buckets in college basketball whatever yeah, you know, yeah. Shit like that mm-hmm. just saw that so yeah shout out to our truth man oh, doing this yeah. thing. but but, but I, 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 oh, real quick uh, drew right. let me let me just uh real quick and and i know he loves doing the music stuff but when we're talking about like his character and stuff that he's doing on WWE and how we think that he's going to be a lifer and how he can parlay that. 
I am shocked that he's not parlaying this, especially like the stuff that he's doing comedy wise into like mainstream stuff, guest work on TV shows or sitcoms mm. or streaming stuff, or even doing like skits online and things like that. I would love to see this brother hey, branch out and just blow up outside of just this wrestling bubble. Hey, hey, Ray, if, if you want to see like more, I, I know you're going to blow man. Check out his TikTok. I'm not even sure. Like his TikTok page. He, he, he be on that joint all bullshit 24 so like, He is yes. hilarious. <laughs> on t- I'm telling you, bro. I, I done seen some of his videos. He, he be on like, he be doing like a lot of, non- it's, it's mostly like his music stuff, but like he be mm. doing like a lot of skits and not like, mm-hmm. it, it, he, he he can do all of the stuff that you saying right now. And it's that way. It's crazy. Like 52 and they hit another mm-hmm. high, peak, high point yes. in your career. The constant reinvention and whatever. He ain't even reinvented. He's just like getting hot again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so yeah, salute to that, that brother for getting the yeah. bag. And speaking of the bag, Andrew, we know we still got a lot of people watching. They three hours deep into this, nephew. If you want your comments to jump to the front of the line, there's a way to do that. Hit that super chat button, smash it, and 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 give us your thoughts on anything we've talked about. Okada, yeah, our truth. Man, uh, what's a, going on in AW? Hey, 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 Nate, we'll talk about Law and Order SVU if you want. We'll to. talk about Law and Order. We'll, t- yeah, we'll go back hey, Chris, and talk about Chris, soap operas. Hey, Chris, tell him we'll talk about anything. Can we talk about Sergeant Craig Pittman? Sergeant Craig. We'll talk about whatever, man. Yeah. You bring yeah. up those uh, soap operas again. Soap, soap uh, slam. Are we going to be talking about Jericho and TK before the night's up, or are we just going to table that? I mean, my, my my thing with the like, I ain't really having any notes, and the more the reason why is because like the because they're so with uh with, with, with Tony, not more so than his tweets, but it was just like I, I feel like we just sort of got on that already, and we all I feel like we'd just be rehashing the same talking points about his tweets. But if you want to talk about the Jericho, you you talking about more so from the. Uh, the 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 allegations that has oh yeah because i yeah i i I feel like if i if if someone doesn't even mention the allegations i don't know if we're doing we we, 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 we could talk about like how they um all right okay so 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 go go ahead go ahead get into it chris and we could make make sure to uh weave into like the the you know them having them on shows and like having like the the crowd the his song (laughs) yeah so from so here's the thing with Jericho it's 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 a complicated thing because Jericho is um at this point in his career he's a legacy wrestler right um so the backstory on this is he on what was it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day one of those like somewhere time around the holidays um the um that uh cm punks and um lawyer and what's his homeboy's name i'm blanking on it um you're talking about the lawyer Stephen p no not 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 Stephen p knew the um his homeboy his homeboy that he got into the biden thing with at aew a still still, thank you yeah I, I I i thought you said biden you said Biden. No, Biden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so so that so that's how it started. And 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 Jericho's a dumbass because Stephen A. Stephen New said that um everybody signed a gag order, so no one's allowed to talk about it. And then Jericho was feeling a little extra randy on Twitter one night, and he was like, "Hey, if um I didn't sign any uh." of nda i can say anything whatever blah blah blah. and then um one of the wrestling journalists came out and said well what about that time 
you made um was it Kylie Ray? Kylie Ray. Kylie yeah, Ray. when you, that time you made Kylie Ray sign the NDA, NDA and all of this it just was a windfall of oh Jericho I always knew Jericho was a hypocrite and Jericho's this and Jericho that just on my timeline I should have screenshotted some of this shit they were saying about Jericho but it was just it was just it all just piled on and AEW really didn't do a great job of cleaning it up um one week yeah, t- Tony Khan was in the press conference and he 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 did get asked about it like a, yeah. a couple of different times. Like I think wearing like, that dumbass hat. Yeah, when, yeah, like, yeah. I, and the, the the funny part about the hat thing was like you would see the PR guy for AEW come over and like you'd be like you need to take that, take the glasses off and take. The, yeah, take why are you addressing yeah. that? You know, you can't be but, addressing that. But, shit. But, 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 but when he got asked about it, see what happened was uh, Tony Storm was sitting beside him and she threw the shit on him, and then that's when he was wearing it throughout the whole press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wearing it, he got asked about it, but still, you can see the PR person came over and. Like he, he got asked about it three separate occasions, and essentially what he said was, "Well, he said we we don't we're not gonna." He referred to it as unsourced uh, uh, yeah, yeah. allegations. I think that was the correct verbiage that he used in, in terms of referencing the stuff. And he talked about AEW having been like one of the safest places in wrestling. Yeah, and, the the uh, safest places yeah. he re- he's in wrestling after he said that he was in fear of his life uh, when CM Punk uh, had that backstage brawl with um jungle boy but it's the safest place in wrestling mm-hmm. and but you were in fear of your life mm-hmm. tk you gotta stop the bullshit man mm-hmm. if, if it's the safest place in in wrestling mm-hmm. then you're not gonna be oh it, it's it's safe because we got rid of cm punk tony so, khan so, 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 is so, so, so so with this thing it was like um so he was asked about the, the you know the conversations that have been taking place uh, it I, I, I think at one point Jericho was specifically mentioned and they had asked if there was an investigation and he never like gave like a yes or no answer on it. Right. But essentially he was asked, the, the initial questioning was about like the conversation that had been taking place about the safety of women's wrestlers and what could be done to protect further talent, further protect the talent. And the con stated that uh, it's something the company is very serious about. He brought up the policy AEW has in place and anytime something of the sort comes to the forefront, they would do anything to prevent it. Uh, he added that AEW has the best safety record uh, in environment. Uh, he will put their record up against any company in the world and feels AEW is the safest place for pro wrestling. Uh, he said if any wrestler has a concern, they could come talk to him. And then he went on to say that if anything came to light to him, he would take it to the disciplinary dis, dis, disciplinary committee uh, that, like, as he's been doing with certain situations. And we've since heard Brian Danielson is a part of that committee and he's, like, handing out fines and et cetera, et cetera. And then that's when... Right. Uh, Jericho, he did get asked specifically about Jericho and asked if he wasn't invest- under investigation. And then that's when he, that's when the verbiage about the unsourced rumors came out. And then uh, I think a couple of weeks later, or a week later or so, Jericho was getting booed out the fucking building. I mm-hmm. think he got booed that night. Oh, I think he got booed that night at World's End. Yeah, he got he, at the pay per view. He got booed. He, he, he was getting booed out the fucking he messed building up for, Sting's for, like, match. For, for, for like weeks. He 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 did. He he threw the fucking vibes off of me that match. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they they should have took him out. But like uh, I think that by Tony not seeing sort of the vision and being like okay maybe i should pull jericho out of these certain scenarios and then instead we're having these situations where you gotta have him run out and you gotta new jack his music you know ha- mm. ha- 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 mm, yeah you, you gotta you gotta have it play so the crowd won't won't boo and won't, you won't hear that stuff and then you gotta have him on rampage stuff like that so you gotta so you can sweeten the audio when it airs live on on tnt mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i i think that instead of just like negating it if you will i think it'd be best if you pull jericho away and it's kind of crazy seeing how 
what, what Jericho was known for at WWE was knowing when to step away and when it's time for him yeah. to take a step back. Yeah. And like just he's just not doing it's just not doing that right now. So but I also don't think it helps that the in the way that Tony answered the question. But I mean they, yeah. he, he went on his stuff about it. And I'm pretty sure he's probably gonna get asked about it again because the 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 the, the reaction to Jericho hasn't been silenced in a way, even though that's yeah. been sort of the the way that they sort of been trying to trend, but I don't think people are going to just stop booing Chris Jericho until this um, this gets resolved in a way that people see fit or they deem fit, yeah. if you will. So I think that's just going to continue. And I think that maybe the best bet is to just chill out on having Jericho on your television until you get this thing officially sorted out in the way. Like, but also, I I mean, see, the, th- the thing is, also, I think I found a little clunky about it was I didn't like the the the, the reporting, the initial reporting of it because the what. Essentially, would have felt like it seemed like yeah. it was a personal issue. Yeah, it was Jericho a personal and, issue. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and it's like if you, as a reporter, like I, I always look at things like this, and I always have like a certain standard. In which yeah, I uphold certain reporters. I feel like you need to. I, to, to me, just what it felt like was it, it was like something that came out as a gotcha. Yeah, like, it was. It, 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 it was like, horrible. Like, it, 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 it like kind of felt like just withholding information and, and i mean again if you don't know like a hundred percent concrete on alec like se- yeah. sexual misconduct sexual assault yeah. like, I, I i don't think that's anything that you need to oh, oh, oh no chris let me rock chris what's the dude's name he compared him to harvey weinstein it was that's all i that's a that's a hell of an allegation i'll let you rock now no, no, no. Go ahead. Let me let, let me look up the exact. Uh, he he, he, make sure he this. He compared this dude to Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is in jail. I think he's in Rikers on multiple rape charges. I don't always like Jericho. I don't. But if you're gonna do that kind of comparison to Harvey fucking Weinstein. You do need to have a little bit more, con- yeah, concrete evidence, you know, but besides some random emoji that Kylie Ray is tweeting out, and yeah. you know that that was horrible. He shouldn't have did that. Um, yeah, so, so, so th- th- this was the exact quote that I just pulled up. It was like, uh, that quote said, "One of the things that is so uh, disconcerting to me about the universal praise that Chris Jericho receives, and I'm not going to deny the point that MJF made about the impact." Chris had early had in the early days of AEW when you had that kind of clout and you had that kind of power. It's very important to use that responsibly. There are issues with Chris behind the scenes where I know a lot of people who were hurt by Chris and his actions. You know, it's very uncomfortable to see to to me to see him allowed it uh, like he is and only having to focus on that because I do think there are a lot of questionable stories about Chris that will find their way out over time when people are ready to tell those stories that will cast him in a very different light. I mean, Harvey Weinstein won a lot of Oscars. Harvey Weinstein produced a lot of very popular films. Harvey Weinstein is now in jail. I'm not saying uh, that is happening to Chris, but the narrative could quickly turn if you're hiding a lot of skeletons in your closet. So I just I, I just wanted to make sure I read the actual quote instead of mm-hmm. crazy. When you, when, when you, but like, but again, when you're speaking about sexual harassment or sexual assault and you have any discussion, even from my perspective, from a, a, a analyst perspective, you want to make sure that you're saying right. exactly what has been said. You don't need to be paraphrasing. You don't need to be 
like re- remembering shit off the cuff of your brain like that that is oh, yeah. like serious shit unless you rem- I, I do remember yeah. that though that's not something yeah, no, i no, forgot no, no, that's no, no, that, no, no, that, no, no, that that's uh, that's branded no, no, in my head no, chris, he compared that dude to harvey weinstein no chris listen to what i'm saying i'm not saying that you i'm, I'm talking about when you're just having a general discussion right about yeah point about shit like that you know, yeah like, yeah that's, that's serious but also I, I i also wasn't a fan of like um essentially like you 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 putting uh certain individuals in a position specifically Kylie Ray to where like gotta, right yeah she's got to speak on it yeah got to say some shit or yeah. gotta like some tweets or you know what i'm saying and then yeah. you you know what i'm saying i saw her like some tweets was like uh you know like just, just liking tweets about the situation like in it like she was like some tweets about like if it's true and x y and z and you know what i'm saying like and i i just think the initial reporting just made the shit or the initial statements about it just made the shit right. really clunky and like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, no. It, it, and and to so me, good. I think in a way, Andrew, like the part that that makes me disappointed about kind of the Jericho thing, and that particularly that that weekend when everything kind of popped off, was the discussion was more geared towards this beef between two dudes. Yeah, right. And not the women, Kylie. right? Oh, yeah, right. Of the individuals and yeah. yeah. And so to me, yeah. like the the biggest thing, it should be like because we don't know, we don't know what happened. You know, yeah. Andrew, Chris, me, Raiden, none of us know none what of us happened. Are there, yeah. But what I do know is that women have been talking about this for years in this business about not feeling safe at the she workplace. Still. still, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like speaking out was what, two, three years ago, nephew? That shit was not long yeah. ago. And yeah, it, was, still, it was the same time as me too, about. Still going on. And so to me, the thing is, like, whatever Chris Jericho did or did not do, that, that, that's, it, that's going to come out in some way, shape, or form. Right. To me, the bigger thing is what are what are we doing? Like not us in particular, but like the people in power in this business. What are right. they doing to protect women? What are they doing to allow women the freedom to come out and speak if there are things that have gone down? Right. Like what what type of work environment are you creating? Tony Khan, Triple H, Scott Demore, uh, Billy Billy yeah, Corbin. Independence. Yeah. yeah, what type of work environment are you creating for these performers? Because to me, like, yes, if something happened with Kylie Ray, like, like she she needs her she needs her justice and her healing. But to me, it's like if if you got all this other stuff that's still going on and women have been talking about it, uh, that's got to be addressed as well. It can't just be, it can't just be right. Yeah. Thank, thank you, right. Steve Willie. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like it can't just be about these two dudes having beef. It's got to be about what can we do that's, to fix that? Because that's what it's about, right? <laughs> right. But I, but also, I don't want to necessarily put if Kylie Ray, she is going to have to come out and 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 say that she's feels victimized by this guy for in order for this to be as salient as it got because and the and the problem is that shouldn't like that should be her decision right yeah and people are kind of trying to are playing games with that and that's something i don't like i never like that with anybody you know because sometimes because yeah. sometimes there's some there there and sometimes there's nothing there but the, but i do think this speaks to the kind of person that Chris Jericho is and I'm not saying Chris Jericho is any kind of rapist or anything like that because there's no evidence to suggest so Mm -hmm. but Chris Jericho 
traffics in a lot of nonsense. And I think just his personality and attitude is, is people were waiting for something like this to drop on him. Whether it's fair to Chris Jericho or not, people were waiting for this because I know because I talk to him every day, you know, and, um, you know, this like Jericho needs to assess who he's going to be as a person. I think he I think this this is a time for self-reflection for him. Do you want to keep on having like, you know, these um, flat earthers on your podcast and uh Donald Trump Jr. and you know Broadus Clay on there and y'all are I, chopping I think Chris, it up honestly yeah. and I, I've never spoken to Chris Jericho but I honestly I feel and I can only go by his actions yeah I feel like Chris is like dog if it gets me to bag if it gets me to clicks right I'm rock, I'm rocking with whoever I'm rocking with right and but that ad, the problem with that kind of attitude is it gets it. it it doesn't give you anybody that's going to when stuff like this happens, mm-hmm. no one's going to come out and and speak to your character. Where's your character yeah. witnesses? Right. Yeah. It's like the the, 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 and the people that do speak for your character are people that are considered worse human beings than you are, you know? So it's, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a tricky situation that Jericho finds himself in maybe he's not in that situation anymore but i do think this is a good time for self-reflection for him because i do think that i as a wrestler and as a performer i like jericho he's one of he historically he's been one of my favorites but can't take anything away from him as a yeah yeah, but but from what the way he acts off screen as a human being, as a human being, a situation like this can happen with Kylie Ray, and you're not even like a little like I'm not like I'm I wouldn't be surprised one way or the other with Chris Jericho because I've just I've just seen too many bad things this man continues to do. Um, the, like the way he was defending Vince McMahon over the summer, mm. I wrote an article on that, you know, and I told in Jericho, not even knowing what the law is when it comes to prid quo, quo, pro quo in the workplace. And Jericho also with trying to argue with Stephen New telling him, oh, you're not a Jer- this. And this is a problem with a lot of these AEW wrestlers that are now turning from employees to from independent contractors to employees. Cause I think this is the first time in Jericho's life, probably he's ever been an employee, but Jericho's admitted that he's an employee of AEW. He's got an employee contract and I'm assuming he's got a wrestler contract as well. When you are an employee of a company and something like this, like the Jericho, like the CM Punk stuff happens Assume that you aren't allowed to talk about it because you, I don't think people really sit down and read the paperwork they sign when they start a job. <laughs> nope. You're not, you're not an independent contractor anymore, dude. I, you are an employee. And I'm pretty sure if Steven New is saying you're not allowed to talk about something, it's likely true. 
Because, especially, especially when he's representing the individuals on the opposite end of the case. Right. You, 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 would, you would think he's in the know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a safe assumption, Jericho. Don't yeah. try to don't <laughs> try to fuck with a, a, a lawyer. Like you, 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 you got. Uh, what do you say? He got, he had a, as a has a um, community college journalism degree. That's great. This dude, I got one. What, a shout yeah. out to community college. I've got a, I've got a, I never finished my associate's degree at a community college, but I did do two years before I transferred. So mm-hmm. we're not, and I teach at, a, I teach at three community colleges at the moment. So I'm not making fun of community college, but there are levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like community college is one level. Now, being a lawyer is a completely different level unless you read all the po- unless you remember like like Andrew was just doing it and I do respect this cuz he did make sure he went he googled the quote mm-hmm. so he could say it right which is which is always commendable if you don't know what your contract says my dude <laughs> don't go back and say I didn't sign anything blah 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 you, like I said when you are an employee this independent, when you're an independent contractor, and I've been one of those, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Independent right. contractors are like people that work for Lyft, Google, mm-hmm. Uber, Uber Eats, um, stuff like that. Postmates, those are those are independent contractor jobs. Sign up for Uber Eats now using the code Advocates. <laughs> yeah, <you're> t- <laughs> come on, but we you, ain't playing. But you can. You, everybody pointed the screen. Yeah, <laughs> go go ahead, Chris. But yeah, but you but you can ha- but you can be an independent contractor and and say what you want about your employer or not your employer because they're not your employer, your partner mm-hmm. and whatnot, and be perfectly fine. Um, but even doing that as an independent contractor, there's still consequences for that. When you are an employee of a company. You really do have to be careful. Uh, me too. Like I could be on this podcast right now. <laughs> and if I say the wrong thing on this podcast, and I've been on podcasts before, Nate can attest to this. Where, yeah. <laughs> Don't get fired, dog. <laughs> yeah, where where my deed just happened to be on Twitter that day. <laughs> where, seen where, that retweet. Where, yeah, seen where, that, re- that podcast retweet. I love you, yeah. Chris. Where, where, yeah, where the uh, and um, and um, Mrs. Shark said, you shout know, out, this, shout out to Vanessa Shark, yeah, anti voting stuff. And I just let it go. And he was like, don't ever do that again, dumbass. <laughs> that is that is uh, that is what comes with being an employee at a place, you know. So just Jericho, treat your job better, do some self reassessment. Don't go away go, for a while. Go away. I don't see. I don't know if he's gonna go away, but I do. He I just should. probably. He, he, at he least should. a little bit. He, yeah, or at, at the very least, stop being ignorant. Do you have to have flat earthers on your podcast? Do you well, have? To, I'm talking about on TV, Chris. Like go, like get off of TV for a minute, dog. Yeah, get off of TV. But the the, the problem with Jericho. Is he does a lot of bad faith stuff even when he's off TV. If you ever listen to an episode, like listen to that episode he did with um, Broadus Clay, mm. and he's talking about how much his I, I, insurrectionist I, I, attending I'm like wife. Captain, I'm like old man Captain America at the end of Endgame looking at Sam. 
No, I don't yeah. think I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like I'm just saying, but if you if you listen to that, he's on there. His wife attended the January sixth mm-hmm. insurrection. Yeah, you see her Twitter? Yes. Jesus Christ. The chick is crazy. Yeah, she's on. That's another topic for another. That's that's a whole other thing. I was like, yeah, but that 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 easily could have opened the show. But you 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 want to know something? I I I think Martin had messaged me and like send me the link. Oh, he he told like told me about it. And I I, like at at first at first when I first saw it, I was like, it's probably like the usual shit you would expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you, but you, what I would assume from somebody that attends you know, that type of shit. But then I was like, oh my god, she wants some whole other shit. But you know, but I, uh, Chris, I'm glad you. Uh, let's Steve, see, Willie. Steve Willie. Steve, he said, "My girl Vanessa out here getting Chris canceled." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, Chris, your mic uh-huh. muted, bro. Your mic muted. I remember that day when Chris called yeah. me too. I was like, "Damn, hey, dog." Hey, matter of fact, here we go. Let's uh. So 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 while we we got about thirty minutes before we hit the four hour mark, maybe we're gonna try to zip through these last two, and then we got to do rumble predictions. So we so they they we we gonna we gonna try to speed this up a little bit, but these are two so lightning like, round, right? Like light light lightning. Where the lightning sound effects, Ray? <laughs> Ray, hey, hey, Ray, why why Ray trying to put you a blast like there, there, there you go, go there you go, there you go, there you go, Ray. Two way Ray, two way contract. But but we, we got we got to talk about this real quick. So uh, Seth Rollins is torn MCL and partially torn meniscus. Uh, on the January 22nd Monday Night Raw, which is uh, today, as we're recording, officially 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's officially officially midnight, so that's today. Uh, with uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Seth Rollins is scheduled to appear on Monday Night Raw and address his future. Uh, Fiverr Select was first reported that Rollins t- suffered a torn MCL and a partially torn meniscus in his title defense against Drinda Mahal. The, from the match, it, it looked like it, didn't, it wasn't anything that Mahal did. Rollins went no. for a pop-up. He went yeah, yeah. for a moonsault, and then he just landed on, like directly on his knee on the mat. And then that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's what did the damage. Uh, but but Chris, I wanted to kick it over to you with this one. Like it appears as though you know, I'm pretty sure we could all see it that Punk versus Rollins was going to be the, the probably going to be the match for the for, for night one of WrestleMania. Uh, and we and we don't know if Seth is going to undergo surgery or if he's going to like tough it out. And they're kind of in a tough spot with Mania being like three months away. Uh, the, the book is in your hands, Chris. Like, um, you got Punk versus Rollins on the table um, on for, for for night one. I, like, how do you necessarily think WWE tackles this? Like, do you think they let Rollins sort of like um, to just tough it out, or do they keep him out of action, or do you go to Rollins like Damian Priest cashing in, or do you let Rollins heal and vacate the title, and then you do Punk versus Drew? Like, Chris, the book in your hands. What do you do in this type of situation mm-hmm. when, when you got all these different options? with Seth being hurt and then with the option of him being able to push through. All right. So if he can push through, then yeah, you want him to push through so he could get that money. That's going to be very, very helpful for him. Um, If he can push through, if he can't push through, then um, I think they have to take the belt off of him, get some transitional champion to be the champ and then have, um, uh, CM Punk fight the transitional champ at WrestleMania um, because I I don't I don't know what they want to do with Drew McIntyre this year because Drew McIntyre ain't signing no new contract. Yeah, that, 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 that's that, 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 yeah. that's another factor, Chris. That's yeah, thing. It, mm-hmm. and yes, and you don't want to put him on WrestleMania just so he can go to just just <laughs> so he can main event uh, the, the UK. Yeah, all yeah. in. You don't want to do that. You do have to kind of. This is where critical thinking skills come into play. Um, and I do think Triple H has an abundance of those. So um, if it were me booking, um, 
have I, w- I wouldn't have like CM Punk or any or Cody or anyone like that win the belt. I'd have like m- would, maybe would you, would you have Priest cash in? I, I'd have Priest cash in. I'd even have like someone like a um someone that's that like, I'd have even Lashley like um I'd consider having him beat dude and then him fighting Punk at Mania. Just something different that people will be able to sink their... Because the one thing I don't want is people crying over spilled milk. If the dude can't wrestle at WrestleMania, it is what it is. You know, it's it's sad. It sucks. It's WrestleMania. But I mean, like Rollins himself said, um, that's why I loved him in that McIntyre feud. There are worse things in life that you could Mm -hmm. go through than, you know, main event in an empty arena WrestleMania, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, I love that that promo by Rollins. I thought that he that he did the best work of his career uh, on the mic with uh, McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it would suck if it comes to an end. But if it does, then I mean, you just have to like look back and reflect on his career. Like look at look at some of the black wrestlers in WWE, and I'm sure they all wish they were in. Seth Rollins' situation at the moment. So Seth Rollins is gonna be all right. You know, if if it ain't serious, he'll be all right. He'll be perfectly fine. Go ahead. He said, uh, he said could, could could it be punk Cody since punk mm. supposed to we're gonna have to figure this rock situation out though. That, 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 right. that, that's what I'm saying. So we we we, we, yeah. we gonna talk about all that, but Bypass that, but I don't, I don't think Punk and Cody gonna have anything to do with each other at Mania. But right, right, right to kick it over to you, like just on this topic, like what, what do you think happens for? With just, just the same question that I asked Chris, um, and then I day I got something for you after that, and then we are gonna move on to the rocks up. But right, just your general, like uh, basically the same thing I asked Chris. What do you think happens going forward? Well, I think that, and this kind of this idea kind of uh, crossed my mind a little bit earlier, but um, I think. You were able to have a few years ago when you had Brock Lesnar enter in the Royal Rumble as the champion and that and the Royal Rumble being, well, I I don't think like the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it wasn't as if the Royal Rumble match itself was a championship match. But I think if you make it as so whoever wins the Royal Rumble, like have. Oh, becomes the world champion. Yeah. Have that, that's an interesting yeah. yeah. They haven't yeah, done yeah. that since Ric Flair. Go, 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 go right. ahead, Ray. I, that, that's a that's a good point. Go ahead, finish your point, Ray. I like that. But yeah, I think it's that like, would like be if, a, he, if he can't make it through. Is what you mm-hmm. saying? Okay. If he can't make it through, but if you want to give him at least a little bit of time, if he doesn't have to do surgery, and I think Wade brought this up on a uh, Rwanda Raw, um, but he also did mention that we are not doctors. We don't play them on TV. Exactly. But. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> If there is, if there is um, a spot where he could rest the knee or rest uh, the MCL for a bit, not be as active on the road, and then still be able to come back for WrestleMania, maybe have CM Punk like again have the Royal Rumble match before the World Heavyweight Championship. Maybe have CM Punk win the Royal Rumble, get the mm. belt. Maybe have Cody again, and you could still have that Cody wins elimination chamber and possibly be involved with the uh, Universal Championship or the uh, 
the undisputed, whatever they want to call the undisputed universal WWE Galactic <laughs> Championship. <laughs> Galactic Championship. <laughs> but um, and then Seth will be like, You never beat me. You still, even though you won the championship here, you're not the real champ. He could bring back around that real world champion and come out with his own little sack, mm. like his own mm. little stuff. That, what, 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 what's like, that? What, what's that word? Like a double? On, I, I can't. I can't remember. Double word. entendre. Like, that, that, that entendre, like how uh, with, with how Punk did that with Cena, mm. and then Punk just had that same thing with MJF. So it'd be like a, it'd be like <laughs> both of those two things tied, and then that, they could play into that and be like, well, which one are you referring to? Type. Look, 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 look at producer Ray out here, man. Okay, producer, producer Ray. Sp three agrees with you in the chat too, Ray. Mm-hmm. So, so, so before, so Nate, before we uh, cap it off, I definitely want to get your point. So, I, I, I know we, me and you had talked about this before we went on air. Oh yeah, yeah. ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with Pump and McIntyre. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but yeah. that mm-hmm. ain't that, that 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 ain't hitting how, how Rollins, Pump Rollins yeah. hitting. So, no. so Nate, considering this is Rollins' shot to get the main event spot, do you think that? Him, because I, I had just read in um in, in Dave Meltzer's uh, uh, daily update that he said it's Rollins' decision about like what he wants to do and like that effect is in the rehab and like I uh, Ray had mentioned uh, what well, Ray said I I can't stand when people be like oh you know it's a four to six week timeline like but you don't know how this man gonna heal <laughs> right, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing when people say with Wesley he he mm. gonna be he was like oh he'll be back in nine months this motherfucker is having surgery on his back you don't know. Yeah. When everybody ain't back. John Cena. Yeah, Every, yeah. Everybody ain't coming back off no superhuman type stuff. Like, people right. don't work like that. You hear yeah, that yeah. So, so, yeah. Okay, I, I just had brain you. surgery, and I, yeah, and I yeah. still haven't healed from that shit. So, exactly. Yeah. So, so, like, <laughs> I just want to ask you, like, do you, do you think Rollins is going to be like, considering this is his shot? To get that main event that he's been yearning for for years, yeah. you think he's gonna be like, "Nah, fuck that! Like, I'm about to just rest, and we're gonna we're gonna do this punk match, and we're gonna we're gonna make that happen at Mania. I'm not stepping away. And if that is able to happen, do you think the best case scenario is Punk winning the title and then just rocking out until the summer or something like that? But basically, and then just giving you the book, Nate, the, the book, Nate. How would you go about this situation? Yeah, I like two way Ray's idea. I think. You know, first of all, like like Seth Rollins didn't just get hurt. Seth Rollins been hurt. If we yeah. Yeah, he, he, keep been it, working hurt. Let's yeah. keep it a buck. Like, dude been He's working back, hurt for a minute, minute. And so it's like this is the cumulative effect of that. So let's let's not put this on gender. Let's not hinder that, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is this this isn't a situation where it's a botched move. Right. This is I, this is a situation where he landed wrong or something, and, and yeah, his body did, did hurt. But he he did a moonsault and just hit his knee straight on the canvas. That's right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it sucks, man. So yeah, I ahead, think Nate. so. We'll we'll know more tomorrow, like once we see what they say, yeah. uh, or later tonight, obviously. Yeah, well, I'm about uh, to say today <laughs> after after they air that uh 2K commercial for Devontae on the cover. That's coming, y'all. It's oh, coming. Yeah. Devontae made talk, it to the mountaintop. Yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, if he cannot continue as a regular character between now and WrestleMania, you got to take the belt off him because this is in storyline yeah. the workhorse workhorse belt, and you can't have a workhorse belt on a horse that can't work. It just don't mm-hmm. work. The math ain't right. So, and, and, and it's already the consolation world title yeah, uh, because that, yeah, you because uh, my, our boy Robin has. <laughs> The, yeah. the 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 main the, one. the intergalactic hey, hey, planetary Nate, 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 yeah. title. <laughs> finish rocking out with your point, Nate. But I think that if 
if you got to do it, like there's a couple options. Obviously, you said Damian, Drew, uh, like Nakamura could sneak back up in the mix. Uh, I think yeah. to me, though, I like Ray's idea because it gives a plausible reason. Like Seth's gone, Punk steps up, takes this title. I don't know if you do it in the Royal Rumble, but that is like, again, like it's only happened once or twice before. Like that's a once. good hook. Uh, yeah. And then you set up Seth and Rollins if Rollins is ready to go at Mania. If Rollins can't, like, if Rollins ain't ready to go, then to me, like, you can have your Punk and Drew or whoever, whoever. To me, the only, I mean, it's going to be a, a big match because Punk is in it, but to me, like, the only main event-worthy match yes. with Punk is with that man, Devontae. And yes. so then the question becomes, like, what do we do with The Rock, which is, uh, you know, our, our last topic. Right. So I, I think it's 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 going to depend on what they say tomorrow uh, or later tonight. But I think the thing that we all need to keep in mind as viewers, as fans, as people that cover this stuff is you can't put your expectations on somebody else's pain threshold. Like, 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 and again, like don't use John Cena as the metric because that brother is Kryptonian. Yeah. ain't, Ain't nobody that ain't nobody John Cena. And Rollins has a little girl that he wants to play with and do that kind of stuff with as well. You know, you don't it's want not to be walking like, around like uh, Earl Campbell, like like when, right. when you saw Earl Campbell in his later days, man. It's like that brother put his body through hell. Yeah, so and like, this is yeah. where he's at. So, yeah, so, like no, go ahead. No, John Cena said, um, I remember this quote from him because I'll never forget it. Um, and this is a paraphrase, but he said something like. He purposely avoided having kids and a family because mm. he's married to the wrestling business and he, and he doesn't want to ever have that get derailed for anything. Once you have a kid, I don't have any kids, but I'm almost certain that changes everything. Just having a wife kind of changes my trajectory on how I look at things like yeah it really does you know and i think that um that rollins is looking at is gonna i think the decision he's gonna make is gonna be the best decision for himself and his family you know Mm -hmm. so 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 this is what i think is gonna happen real quick before we move into the rock i think rollins is gonna tough it out i think he's gonna ride it out the mania and then i think he's gonna drop the belt the punk at wrestlemania and then we're gonna get through they're gonna rehash the summer of punk and then punk is gonna drop the title at to gunther at bash at berlin that's what I think is going to happen. Punk will get a good four month reign, and then Gunther going to get this title win. I, I, Berlin, it's not like Gunther's from fucking Austria, but I, I think yeah, it's close enough. It's close enough. People speak German in Austria, so that's the you know, so it's the it's the same. But it's not the they same. Take the like train. I, yeah, right. but like I like I could say, <laughs> it, it's it's close enough. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. adjacent enough. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. And if they and then Rollins can't go, I think we will get Punk versus Drew at Elimination Chamber, and then they'll just. Maybe and then this is what I think. Okay, so if we get if Rollins can't go, we get Punk versus Drew at Elimination Chamber for the world title. I think Drew wins it, Priest cashes in, and then we get the three way at WrestleMania. And Punk, mm. Drew, Priest for the world title, and that's how we get it. But I think that Rollins is going to tough it out. But moving on to our last topic, and we we I don't know how we're going to zoom through this, but we're going to try so we can at least get these Rumble predictions in. But we we're we going to try to we're going to try to zoom. <laughs> But, but The Rock showed up at WWE Day 1, and he asked the crowd if he should sit at the head of the table. This is the first time on WWE television he's ever showed any type of acknowledgement to Roman Reigns and the whole bloodline thing. This is the first time he dressed it. Cousins be beating each other ass for like three years. He ain't never said nothing, but now he finally showed up and decided to say something. Shout out to you, Dwayne. 
Donald for showing up. So Nate, I'm gonna kick it over to you first. Cody Rose, better Cody Rose is in a bit of a conundrum to say the least. Uh, you know, last fall, Rock had publicly said that initially the plan was for him to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39 in Cali. If I was Cody, that'd have made me feel some type of way because it's like, bro, basically you saying if you wanted it, you could have had it. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. I would have had it. So, and, and, and Nate, just, just a quick reminder for the people. What was the main event of WrestleMania 39, night two? What was the main event? Just, just, just say the names. Two. Yeah, just You're say the names. About Devontae. Okay, versus who? Versus the versus Roman Reigns and and the crew. And the crew. There we go. So we let so, <laughs> so, so, we get, so we get to that whole thing. And, and of course, so we talked about on the previous on the previous podcast. It seems that we're heading to Roman Cody two, or it seemed like we were heading to Roman Cody two in Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock came back, a losing Randall television, yada yada yada. Uh, Nate, how do you think this plays out? Do you think we get Roman? Rocket Mania? Do you think we get Cody Roman? Do you think we get the three-way with Seth's potential injury? Do you now go Rock Roman night one and then Rose Roman night two? How, how, how do you go about this whole situation and then, you know, Cody being in this conundrum? And funny enough, in a similar situation that CM Punk was in when it was The Rock and John Cena mm. going about it, and people thought Punk should have been in that three-way. Punk should have been in that match. Like, just, just what do you make of all this, Nate, and how would you break it down if you had the book? Yeah, so... To me, this is uh, this is the time to finish Devontae's story. Our two K twenty four cover athlete Cody Devontae Rhodes in the building, y'all. And and I know SP three might still be in the chat. And me and SP three have had this argument back and forth on numerous occasions. Shout out to the good brother SP three. But I think if The Rock is down for WrestleMania, then Rock Roman is your night two main event. Yeah, that's how that shit is happening. That man, they, that's they, night they, two main they, event. Hey, they, they, they not doing that shit in no elimination chamber, dog. <laughs> no, yeah, nah, no, nah. and, and, and here's the thing. And here's here's where SP3 and I have always had the disagreement. To me, I think that match does not need the title because that match is about head of the table. That match mm-hmm. is about the bloodline. That match is about the elders. That match is about who the top dog. Yeah. Whereas. Like for let let's say the Rock win, he ain't sticking around for no long ass title run. So why do we waste the title on this dude when the mm. story really is about this family? It's about Rock. It's about Roman. Mm. It's about Jimmy. It's about Jay. It's about Solo. It's about Drive. It's about Power. We stay hungry. <laughs> we devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what is ours. Black and Samoan in my veins. My culture was banging with strange. Us. Oh damn! I changed the name. So what's my motherfucking name? Rock. What you gonna do? Dedication. Oh Ray, clip this baby. <laughs> Like I was they, right here, Andrew, and then all of a sudden my face, you, I just you, you, took you, you, my face crazy. off. You One crazy. Thank you, Clara right. Tequila. Let me finish up real quick. Because I think so so two things can be true at the same time. Uh Rock and Roman can main event night two of WrestleMania, the 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 people's main event. Uh, and then Cody, Cody, I think Cody finishes his story before we get to Mania. Because I don't mm. think Roman needs the title going into that match. I think part of what can uh, be the impetus for that match is, dog, you let down the elders when you lost that title to Cody Rhodes. So I got to show you what being ahead of the table is really about. Mm-hmm. And you have that friction there. And then, again, like, I don't know if this is going to happen. You, you know, you call me crazy, but I said it. Uh, a month or so ago, Chris, to me, the two biggest right. money matches you can make, night one, Cody Punk, night two, Roman Rock. Right. I don't think they have any matches that are more box office than those. There you go. Yeah. Hey, Chris, so, so I just want to kick it over to you, and then we 
it, it, like add, I know you was gonna add it anyway, but uh, so like I, I know because I know you said for for a long time here on the podcast that if the Rock ever came back and they do this match with Roman, there is no other place that this shit is happening other than the main event of WrestleMania on the last night of the show. So like yeah, uh, so, and, and and we we've talked about this. And I, I agree with it. Huh? Like, they, they, if they do, if they do this match, this shit is not happening in no goddamn Australia. It's not happening. It's right, not yeah. happening. Australia is not right. getting that. Sorry, they, they Dickie Bird. They, 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 they gonna get a great show. They gonna get a state. They getting a nice ass stadium show. But they ain't getting rock. They ain't getting rock rain. <laughs> rock yeah, rain yeah. gonna happen in Philly. So Chris, I, I just want to ask you, like you, you were always on board with the idea that if, you know if that happens, it's happening at Mania. Uh, wh- wh- where do you think that bumps Cody? Like, <laughs> and then do you do, and do you think Cody still gets his moment at Mania? Like, how do you think it turns out? So I want to cor- make a correction. I don't necessarily want The Rock and Roman to happen at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're it, not saying that, say that you think it just makes sense. It, it is. It, yeah, if, if The Rock is, is you, you get The Rock when you can get it. The Rock doesn't work around WWE's schedule. WWE works around The Rock's schedule. And yeah. if The Rock is available for WrestleMania, then that's when you book The you Rock. You get Black Adam, you book Black yeah. Adam. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not fair. It sucks if you're a lower tier wrestler in that company, but guess what? Life ain't fair, right? The Rock is The Rock for a reason. He's main event, and if he gets WrestleMania, um, let's and if let's just say that The Rock shows some kind of humility and says, you know what? I want Cody and Roman to reign of it, main event WrestleMania. <laughs> I still don't think Cody is finishing the story. I don't do this, Chris. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I think it would be horrible. Can I ask you this real quick? What, what is your percentage do you think that Roman Reigns happens at the Australia show? Do you think there's any percentage of a chance that it happens? Yeah, I, I think it's a 0% chance. Okay. <laughs> um, That's my opinion. I'll say 1% to be, you know, frank. I, I just... <laughs> I, I I think if the Rock goes to Australia, You're we have to. There's jump. a chance. You, if he if he goes to Australia, you there's some there's a huge huge bag in it for him. Hey, He's but, probably going to get paid for that show. Punk yeah. is booked for that show, so that, that that's making me rethink the Royal Rumble. Well, the, like the Punk is on Punk is on a limited schedule too. This is a, this is the only way I would love to accept. This is how I accept Cody not finishing the story. If at WrestleMania, he's fighting Roman and MJF comes out and screws Cody out of the world title, mm. Mm. I would accept Cody not finishing the okay. story because it would make that. because it would make perfect sense. I don't know if MJF's contract is really up. I think that might be a lot of booty chatter, but <laughs> if if it really was, I would love that it be MJF because I do think enough people in Philly will know who MJF is. They, they gonna know, bro. They yeah, and and I think and I think it'll be deflating, but it won't derail Cody Rhodes to the extent where. You're like, like, you're like not if were, like if he were to get bumped out of rock just like with nothing. Right, yeah. 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 yeah, like if, if he if he loses if he gets another world title with uh Seth and or with um with Roman right. and doesn't win, then it's gonna be disappointing. And it'll and I also heard from a cu- a couple journalists, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, you might know this and that Cody hasn't signed a new contract. With so, so, WWE. So, 
so, so Chris, that, that I've seen uh, some reporting on that, that he has it. And then there have been other reporters who said that he has signed a new deal. See, the, 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 I, I don't know which one is accurate, but I will give you something that I guess could like uh give you like the answer that you're looking for. His attorney, his, um, his, his representative had uh, his ma- his manager had did an interview um with you you in USA Today uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago and they they were, you did you see the story about Cody agreeing to be in the dude's wedding et cetera et cetera did you see that mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. seen it yet so 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 Cody had agreed to go to this fan's wedding and be like best man and all that stuff like he he agreed to do that right and the 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 reference the manager has said that um the wedding is scheduled to take place in 2025 right and he was like. The verbiage that he used was, okay, if the wedding is supposed to take place in May 2025, WWE might need Cody for a Saudi show. And that that that's the verbiage that led or leads to me thinking that Cody is still signed to the company through that point. If he's talking mm-hmm. about he's going to be needed for this in 2025. So I'm assuming that he's still going to be under contract at that point. So I, I don't know if that like helps like with your point or like gives you some type of like Clarity, right, but his his manager did exactly state that okay in twenty twenty five Cody might be needed for a Saudi show. So I don't know if he could do that date to be in the wedding and right. So I, I, I I hope that helps at that. Yeah, I don't I I don't see them get like hey Cody, um you have to sign a seven year contract. I, I do think Cody would tell them to f off if they like <laughs> forced them to sign a, a, a like a long contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him signing an extension. Let's let's say if he was on a three year contract, I could see him signing for an extra two years. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see him being strong armed into signing another contract because he could easily go to AEW and replace would be the hottest re- fucking thing yeah, <laughs> repeat what he just did in WWE. Yeah. Um and it's an ecosystem that he's familiar with, right? Exactly. So um I if it were me, I would have um unless the, unless it's MJF coming to interfere in the match, I would have Cody finish the story this year even with the rock there i'd find something else to do with the rock um nate's idea is fine but i just if triple h i think he was pissed that cody didn't win in los angeles um, oh yeah, hey, hey, hey Chris, I, I most definitely think that he wanted. Like, if if he had the full book at that point, mm. I think I think Vince was still involved. Right, one hundred percent. That Triple H would have probably had. Come well, if you listen to how ridiculous he sounded in that press conference that yeah. night, I'm sure Triple H would speaking, never speak, speaking that WWE jargon. Yeah, yeah, was. yeah. I'm he sure he. Was. Yeah, he. I'm sure it took a lot of pride swallowing for him to do that. But now he's more powerful than Vince McMahon in that company. So, um, yeah. I mean, the re- the real question, Chris, is <laughs> what what inning are we in with with Ro- Roman and Cody? Man, we in the fucking ninetieth. This shit needs to end. Yeah, the bloodline needs to end too. But go yeah. ahead. But 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 so Ray, let, let me kick it over to you. Uh, I'm going to say this last one for you. 2K Games, they did seemingly confirm that Cody is going to be one of or the color athlete. Uh, for WWE, uh, the next 2K game, like, does that have any? Does that like have? Do you have any stock in that? Like, that he's going to be like with that in mind that he's going to quote unquote, you know, finish the story, or is that just more so an accolade that's tied into Cody's work, what he's done over the last year, the merch sales, the helping the house shows, and all that stuff? And then also, how do you feel like this story is going to turn out with The Rock now inserting himself into the picture? Like, how do you think all this is going to turn out? Well. 
Is my camera on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make sure. <laughs> All right. Um, as far as the uh, as far as the cover, um, it's super excited. Oh well, I, I'm just hearing about it from you guys, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy for Cody. Uh, I think it is pretty much a testament to the work and that he's been putting in into just the the following that he's been gaining over the last yeah. 18 months to 24 months that he's been back. Um, whether or not he's going to be turning to the side where the tattoo not showing or if he's going to show it is a, might be one question. Another question is, is it going to be like the Madden curse? We, we don't want, we oh don't want God. to jinx him with that. No, 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 no. The Madden curse is real. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as what's going to happen uh, between him and the rock and everything, um, I do think, and I was kind of thinking about this too, and I'll go ahead and pull this. Uh, I'll go ahead and pull this up from uh, SP3 as well. Like I was thinking that you could still have, and I, I, I have a higher percentage as far as if I think The Rock is going to actually wrestle at the Elimination Changer. I, I, I think maybe 10, 15%. Yeah. I think Rock, it's a Rock little bit higher. a little gas when he hit that people's elbow. Hey, look, I ain't trying to see no gassed out fucking main event at WrestleMania. You keep that shit. <laughs> yeah. get, matter of fact, matter of fact, get that shit to Australia. Let them have it. <laughs> let, <laughs> let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Rock can take that shit. I think The Rock is a real athlete, though, so I do think he'll be in mania shape. Yeah, I don't... He's not Shay McMahon on these streets. He, he out there on the UFL field right now running wind sprints. I, right. I, 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 I got a wild prediction. I don't think this is going to happen, but this, this, this is just a suggestion. Like, just, just something random. Rock Roman opens the Elimination Chamber show. Boom. Mm. Ran, ran, random. I think the last time the WWE title opened a, opened a pay-per-view, I think it was when Moxley, Cena, and AJ Styles had to match a TLC 2016. I think that was the last mm. time the world title opened up the yeah. main pay per view. I mean, I, I wouldn't be against like I, I'm, I'm. Look, me, I'm not necessarily fanning to see The Rock and Roman Reigns. I know a lot of people are like yeah. really excited about that. I'm not personally like I, I'm excited to see it. Like, I'm, please don't get me wrong. Like, I, I yeah. would love to see it, but I'm not like fanning for it. I my ideal main events for this year WrestleMania: Punk Rollins, Cody Roman. That. Is the shit right there? Like that's what mm. I want to see. But I ain't gonna be mad if we get Rock versus like you. I'm, you gotta catch me fucking complaining if we get Rock, uh, Rock Roman. Definitely not gonna be complaining about it. But uh, Ray, 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 did you have anything else you wanted to add before we move on to the Rumble predictions? And I was gonna zip through that real quick. You got anything? Well, I was going, I was gonna mention real quick. I think we're all, I think we've all given our uh, prediction already on who's going to win that four way match anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and um, also, uh, Sid did mention. So the reason why I think that because I was thinking kind of a reverse way that um, I think one of you guys mentioned as as uh, Rock taking on uh, Roman at the rest at WrestleMania without the belt being on the line. I think I was thinking of a reverse way as Rock taking on Roman at Elimination Chamber, not for the belt, but for the title of being the head of the table. And then Roman being so dejected that if he ends up losing or if he ends up winning, because that could be a possibility too, like Roman could still win and Mm -hmm. solidify his grip as the head of the table, that his head could be so big that he's not looking to see Cody 
trying to take his revenge. So I think we could play that out. But the thing that I was not thinking about that Sid mentioned, um, Sid mentioned that Rock versus Roman needs the title. And I think I kind of agree because you don't want to see the head of the table moniker or the head of the table position as being over your head top world championship. So um, I I kind of agree in that aspect, but Mm -hmm. um, I do think that they're going to try to pull that out as far as I think there is a higher chance that Roman and Rock is going to be at Elimination Chamber. And then you could still have, like I said, Cody win the Elimination Chamber, get a title shot, and then finishing the story at WrestleMania. There you go. So let's move on yeah. to these Royal Rumble predictions. We're gonna zip through these. Uh, uh, we 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 gonna go. We gonna go Nate. We gonna go Chris. And we gonna go Ray. Um, and I just get mad as I'm giving y'all the 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 thing. So we are gonna give WWS title. We got Logan Paul defending against Kevin Owens. I think Logan Paul is going to beat Kevin Owens. What you got, Nate? <sighs> give me KO on these streets. What you got, Chris? I'm going Kevin Owens. What you got, Ray? Logan Paul. New I school versus Paul. old school. I, 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 I think we're going to get uh, Logan Paul versus L.A. Knight at WrestleMania. I think that's going to be L.A. Knight. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 yeah. so we got we got the undisputed WWE Universal title. We got the four-way. We got Roman versus Randy Orton versus L.A. Knight versus AJ Styles. Nate, before you get your prediction, AJ Styles and Punk being in the same locker room, again, after Punk called him out about staying silent about racial issues, will be funny. Can't wait mm. to see how that turns out. Hopefully, mm. hopefully nothing doesn't happen to me. But, 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 but mm. I, I'm, I'm going to say Roman retains. What you think, Nate? I think Roman does too, as far as Punk and AJ goes. I mean, yeah. it's it's That's a big world. It's a big world. So hopefully, there's room enough for both of them in yeah. this world. Some would say it's round. Some would say it's flat. But hopefully, there's enough room for both of them. Yeah, and the ones that say it's flat would be wrong. But let's continue. <laughs> if you look at it from a certain angle, if you look at the, there's no curve. Where's the curve? Yeah. And what you got, Chris, for the full weight? For the four way, I got Roman. I'm not even playing that game. Yeah. Hey, what you got, Ray? Roman. DraftKings okay, so, don't even take those odds. DraftKings. I know, right? <laughs> so we got, so we got the women's Royal Rumble uh, thus far. These are the only people that now still, still got 30 inches. We got Bailey, Nat Jack, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. We got Maxine Dupree. From each of you guys, I want a person on the roster that you think is winning, and then I want you to give me one surprise entry that you think is going to show up in the Rumble. Mm. So I'm, so I'm gonna say. My surprise entrant that I think is going to be in the Rumble is Jay Cargill, and I think the okay, winner okay. of the Royal Rumble is going to be Bailey. I think she's going to go on to face EO Sky Ooh. at WrestleMania. So, like what you got, Nate? Your, Nate, your, your surprise first, and then your winner, Nate. I like that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm go a little crazy. Let's. I'm like I'm like a Michael Keaton Batman in 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 that Flash movie. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts, fellas. <laughs> surprise entrant, Julia. Mm, oh. Good one. Come good on, one. come on. Good one. And in terms of who's winning. Come on, Ray. You already know, man. There's only one woman who is strong enough, smart enough, talented enough, beautiful enough to outlast all these other women because all these other women are great, (laughs) but they kind of similar, right? They kind of similar. Like, I love all these these talented performers, but they kind of similar. There's only Mm. one performer, Chris, that's not not like like most girls. girls. Mm. Nia Jax bringing it home. Hail to the queen. Chris, Chris, what you got? Your uh, your surprise entrant in the Rumble and your winner. My surprise entrant is going to be either Julia or Big Swole. Um, my uh, winner is going to is Bailey. 
I okay. think, yeah. You got a, a point you want to add on that, Chris? Or you, that's just no, that's that's Jade ain't showing yeah. up at the Royal Rumble this year. She's still she's still in the batting cage working on those pitches. <laughs> right, but yeah, I think Julia, Ju- Julian Bailey. Yeah, Julian Bailey. What, what, what you got, Ray? Surprise entrant and your winner. Surprise entrant. Um, I think it's either it's going to be either one of the girls that are both beautiful and dangerous. I think it could be either. Trinity mm. Star, aka mm. Naomi, or it could be Mercedes Monet, aka you Sasha did. Banks coming back. Um, winner Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I think she there gets her revenge. She puts okay. out, she puts out the, the 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 demon in her past who keeps breaking her face. Watch this, watch the tone, right? <laughs> and she goes Check on to win the Royal Rumble. There you go. There you go. And I, I actually think that. On Becky, I think that she'll uh, challenge Rhea post elimination because I, I think that Nia Jax. This is this, people will think I'm crazy when I say this. I think Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax is headlined in that elimination chamber show. Ripley is Rhea is going to get the biggest pop of her career yeah. in Australia. Yeah, that is going to mm-hmm. be a highlight moment for her, and I think that she's going to main event that show with Nia Jax. So I'm gonna say mm-hmm. here we go with the men's rumble. Someone everybody be talking about. We got Cody. We got Shinsuke. CM Punk. CM Punk. 10, ten years to the day that he walked out of WWE, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that that's like story written. So, Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Chad Gable, Otis, and Akira Tozawa. My surprise pick is X Pac, and my winner is CM Punk. What you got, Nate? Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I so, like so, that. So surprise winner, surprise entrant, and your winner. Okay, mm-hmm. surprise entrant. I'm gonna say. It's a lot of good people out there. There's free agents. There's legends. There's mm. all sorts of people out here in the world. I'm going to say the surprise entrant is uh, Andrade. Mm. That's Ooh, good Andrade show up good in the call. building. I forgot. You um, good call. Yeah, Andrade. He he on the way back, fam. Yeah, um, in is, terms that, of that, who wins, yeah. it's I want to say Cody, but. There's there's other ways to get co- to Cody and the title. Mm-hmm. I think there's other paths to get there. So I think I'm gonna go with CM Punk for the for the win. Pepsi. Uh, hey, 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 Nate, real quick. Let me ask you this. Well, I'm gonna, and Chris, I want you to ask this, and, and Ray, I want you to answer this too. If Punk wins at the Rumble and you got the book. Are you letting him do the post show press conference, or are you keeping him away from that shit? <laughs> like, hey, 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 Nate, no, no, jo- no jokes aside, bro. Like, if you if you are like legitimately concerned about what people might ask him at this press conference, are, are you if you with the book mm-hmm. of like, dog, just go to the back. We not yeah. you're not doing this. Like, what, what would you do in that situation? Nate? If if I'm Hunter, I'm like, good, good, good work, Phil. Go uh, take the night off. I left the money <laughs> basket in your locker room. Right. Like, hey, so- ain't no need for that brother to be around a live mic after the show. So, Chris, same thing for you. Your surprise entry, your winner. And if Punk was to win, and if you were to choose Punk, would you let him do the press conference after? Um, I am choosing Punk to win. Yeah, I'd let him do the press conference because, I mean, he's chilling, man. He's yeah, he, tra- he, he, he did do seem like yeah. he's chilling. But yeah, I mean, he's tra- chilling at the beginning of the AEW. <laughs> he's good too. for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, but he didn't have some dumbass kid talk about no glass no real glass yeah, or whatever so you know, he, 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 he's, glass everywhere. yeah, yeah. On the corner. just don't care but yeah he's 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 winning this thing i i think <laughs> the way they they've done punk pretty good in, in my opinion i don't say this often about wwe but leaving him off a of tv and mm-hmm. li- keeping him special i think he's winning the royal rumble is that tonight tonight he has the confrontation with cody 
but that shit about to be heat. Yeah, I yeah. Wait, that's gonna be fire. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. Be fire. I, 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 how many how many AEW references do you think you're gonna get? <laughs> there'll be a, there'll be a couple, and then I think um the um the surprise entrant um will be um. Come back to me on that one. I'll listen okay. to uh, we're we, we, we gonna circle back around after uh after uh, Ray. So Ray, what you think? Your surprise entrant, your winner, and we, we just joking around about the punk thing. Like I think I think Chris what Chris <laughs> said is more accurate. I think that punk chilling for real for real. I don't think he's gonna be like yeah. I, I I I think if he does get asked a question about it, he'll just like ignore it or he just he, like, he got at least another that. six months before right, he gets yeah. before, before yeah. he starts passing out. The thing we gotta understand about punk is this dude doesn't need to learn lessons. This is what fans have to understand. If he fucks up in WWE, he will be back in AEW because that's just mm-hmm. the way the wrestling industry works. Yeah, I hate come, come to TNA Phil, we back baby. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> that, that that fool is always going to have a job. Back the he, way you started though. Yeah. So, so, he, hey, he's hey, like hey, Blair hey, Underwood hey, on these streets. Hey, 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 Chris, hey, Chris real, quick, real quick. Before we before we finish it all with Ray, Chris, do you remember when we were talking about this like the idea of him showing up? At Survivor Series and getting the the biggest pop of his career in, in, the, yeah. in the past two years, and then that shit happened. And you, right. I remember Chris. I remember Chris was like, CL Punk has gotten himself to the point where he will always have a top spot in a professional wrestling company, no matter what he does or what he says, because the shit that he does isn't like a detriment on him to the point where it's personal. It's more right. so like just just the wrestling aspect of it or like yeah. whatever but it's never like anything like nefarious or no shit like that it's yeah, just he like you dropping in bombs like Terry Balea yeah, yeah you 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 will hear shit you will hear shit like that about the worst the worst like we talked about this the worst shit you can say about Seal Punk is asshole and you can say yeah. that about a lot of motherfuckers you a, a lot about, of wrestlers you, you said it about a lot you said that about a lot of motherfuckers you know what I'm saying so oh, yeah, a lot of go, people Ray. in general a lot of people in general mm-hmm. and then Ray so what you got your surprise entry and your winner for the match what, what, what you rocking with brother now, if we're going with surprises, I do have a quick question. Can NXT wrestlers be considered surprises? Yeah, bro. Or, yeah. All right. they, 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 they still like, you know. Show love to Lexus King. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Lexus King, but um, I do think, and it might not be much of a surprise because he's already been appearing on SmackDown, but I think it could either be um, Carmelo or uh, Trick Williams. Well, that, hey, hey, bro, that, hey, bro, that, that whoop that trick chain go real crazy. That's right. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. Uh, well, yeah, so, uh, and then, um, oh, and also, I really love JT's idea. Well, right up here, Big E coming back, boy. Big E did an interview today when he when he said like he. I mean, he's been saying this for like floor? months all that he that he doesn't have an update on what his neck looks yeah. like. But I I don't, I don't know, man. It, it, it's, I mean, but but again. We're not I ain't gonna lie. I might have a TMI if that happens. Hey, hey, if, if he comes back, he win that thing, man. No, That's what, 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 what I think. What, what I think is gonna happen. So if Biggie, oh, wait, but before we get into Biggie, okay. So who do you oh, think gonna win the match, right? Uh, Punk. Okay, we got Punk. So, so, yeah. so with Biggie, this is what I think is gonna happen. I think since the New Day are currently feuding with Imperium, I think mm-hmm. that Biggie will get thrown. If he were to come back, I think Biggie gets thrown oh, out by going through. No, he gets thrown out by Gunther, okay. and then he beats mm. Gunther for the uh, Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Okay, I think that I think I think that Biggie being the one to end his reign, and then that that can be a way to transition Gunther into the world title picture. Yeah, where I think he will beat CM Punk at the Bash okay, of the Berlin nephew. show. That would be a nice way to get the belt off of him, and then 
motherfucker, right. you got a Big E with a title. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's Big E. Everybody loves Big E. And then he comes back off this neck injury, and everybody mm. thought he wasn't going to wrestle again. And then, like, you get this big moment at WrestleMania, and you had a new day coming out, and they fucking crying and shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, yeah. it's perfect. It's perfect. I, like, Andrew, I, I, Andrew I, out I, here I, cooking, ladies look, and gentlemen. Look, bro, if you're <laughs> telling, me, if you're telling <laughs> me that Big E could get Big E coming back from an injury that he thought that he was never going to wrestle again, and he get another title, you ain't his home planning out of me. In his home Tampa, but but I mean, yeah. well, if, if, if he if he come back in in, in uh Tampa in his home, I'll say whenever they whenever they come back yeah. to Tampa, like whenever, that's whenever, when you do yeah. that match. That's that's yeah. a big. Well, matter matter of fact, yeah, they got you do that shit at Mania. I, I want Biggie Ooh. Gunther Ooh. at Mania. Ooh. Okay, Biggie okay. beat him for the title. He in the ring. Gunther moves on to the world title, and then we get okay, Biggie and Gunther. I'm, I'm I, that that that's this what I want. Brother, but, but, this brother but, is cooking. Just like if you got HelloFresh. HelloFresh brings you all the ingredients directly to your door. You don't have to worry about prep time or any mess. Use the code ADVOCATES when you get your HelloFresh. They do breakfast now. There you go. So so, so that, that that's that's our Royal Rumble predictions. Wait, wait, uh, but my, my surprise oh, yeah, entry yeah, in the Royal Rumble is, uh, is Jacob Fatu. All right. Oh, was- hey. so, 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 I will, so I will say this. I, 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 like I don't that. know how. Fatu, he's under... Uh, MLW contract until 2025. I don't know why he signed that long ass deal. Like, but I, but you never know what the fuck happened. Like, maybe, maybe this shit mm-hmm. happens. Like, we, 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 we yeah, I read that he's, yeah, is it 20? I already was to 2026. Is it 25? It, it's 25 because ESPN okay. reported the deal in uh, 2020. I'm not okay. writing about that. Yeah, he oh, okay. signed it to 2025. That's a long ass contract. Hell uh, yeah, it yeah. is. He, he signed it to 2025, but. Yeah, we, we all pick Punk. We think he's gonna win the Royal Rumble. Um, I I think Baby's gonna win the Women's Royal Rumble, and that's how we're gonna get there. I think they could go another way about Becky Rear. So, Nate, that is at four hours and twenty minutes. That is the conclusion Ooh. of the NFA <laughs> podcast. Braden Harrington is real happy about this runtime this week, so we gotta end it yeah. right now. Yeah. So there you go. Finish us off, brother. Nate, finish us off. We didn't did it over four hours of power, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, waiting. Sorry, Wade. Well, I told. Here's the thing. Pull him back the curtain. I told Way because we were talking about Ray earlier uh, today, and I told Way I was like, with the amount of news we got, expect the four hour. Uh, yeah. Expect the four hour joint but tonight, it, brother. But it, it, but it was it was so much news that we that we touched on. And then Chris Bad mm-hmm. put up the uh, the, uh, the uh, Jack Perry. He reminded me of that. And then I'm glad we touched on the Tony Khan. Uh, well, not Tony Khan, but the Chris Jericho uh, mm-hmm. situation and how that unfolds. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we got able to wrap all oh, that. Truth, in, a lot of in stuff. One. And you wanna know what's funny? Right. I feel like February is gonna be the exact same shit because we're gonna be Ooh, recording. February fresh gonna be Rumble. a banger. We got Black History Month. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then and then Ray was doing his first official producer day. Yeah, you know, go ahead two way Ray, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So when is, uh, let me check because I'm I the, the, the way like the normally time that we usually record. Usually, like the third week, it's like the third. But I, I think we might be recording after Elimination Chamber, so like that actually might be crazy. Mm, okay, Elimination, okay. Uh, Elimination Chamber the twenty fourth. We're so. rocking Roman. We're rocking Roman. Yeah, you know what, y'all Aussies, y'all can have that bullshit if you want it. <laughs> Keep it. If y'all Aussies want that, have at it. Have at it. You can take it because because I'm going to Philly and I'm not trying to see no gassed out fucking Dwayne Johnson. In the right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or Cody, it is time to end this shit. Let's end it. Right. To, to be fair, ladies and gentlemen, full disclosure, Andrew hadn't felt the same about The Rock since he watched Planet 51 yeah, but, uh, yeah, on that, The Rock and that shit yeah. for me, Nate. You killed all passion I had for the way Dawson. When he came out at day one, I did not even move out my damn seat. I was like, this nigga, here he goes. Fucking up the vibes. Here we go. But no, nah, no, I'm serious. I'm looking forward to uh, 
everything that's happening in wrestling. Joe's fucking killing it. Some more Joe. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to see how things it's, play it's out. It's a good time. It's a good time shout, right now. Shout out, shout out to Mustafa Ali. Keep killing it, my man. Yep. We, we, we rocking with you. And TNA is back. TNA is yeah. back. I'm looking forward to seeing what NJPW is going to do now that Okada's leaving. We don't know what the fuck Okada's going to be doing. Okada might be at the, you know, whatever. He might be at the next AEW pay-per-view or Okada might be at fucking WrestleMania. You don't know. Yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. So. You can show up on the NWA yeah. with Billy Corgan. You never know. Yeah. Hey, yeah and anything you fucking imagine. Can you imagine? Corgan. Hey, 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 Chris, did you, Chris, did you see uh, uh, when, when, they, when they came out and said that they had the, 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 their reality show was going to air on the CW? Uh, yeah, I network. saw that. Yeah. And, and, and then the, the statement got retracted, and they said that the 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 guy misspoke, and this actually going to be on the CW app instead of the CW network. Right, so, the CW yeah. app is terrible for anybody that's ever tried to use it. Yeah, yeah. It's is, is, it, is it bad app. for yeah. real? Is it bad for real? It's bad. There's so many ads. It's laggy. It's. Yeah. I I yeah. watched it the last time I yeah. used the app was like for the season or the series finale of the Flash. And I yeah. was like, damn, I need super speed to get through this episode because it's right. Keeps because because 20 commercials. Because uh Direct TV didn't have the CW network out here for all of like 2019 and 20. So mm. I'd have to watch on the CW app. And it was never This is uh, like, how am I gonna great. watch Riverdale now? Right. Like I was, what was I? Black Lightning. Oh, and Black Lightning. That stuff. was a good yeah. show, man. Yeah, but hey, it was going too soon. Anyway, yeah, I was about to say, but, but brother Nate, send us home, please. Send us yes, home. Yes, we going home. So uh, appreciate everybody for checking out this edition, the January edition of the NWA podcast. Shout out to everybody in the chat that watched. We appreciate y'all. I want to give a shout out to everybody here at Post Wrestling. We're talking, of course, about that good man, John Pollock, journalist mm-hmm. amongst journalists. We shout talking out. about brother Way. Brother Wei Ting, uh, yeah. the man that keeps everything moving the way it's supposed to be moving. We're talking about the crew, man. We're talking about yeah. WH Park. We're talking about uh, Kate from Montreal. We're talking about Braden Harrington, Davey Portman, Martin Bushby. John Cena. Benno, shout, shout, John hey, Cena. Hey, real quick, my boy Martin Bushby birthday on the 23rd. Shout out to hey. my man. Happy shout birthday to, to Martin happy, Bushby. Happy birthday, Bushby. He back, happy y'all. Birthday. He back, y'all. That's my boy right there. Shout out to Martin. The whole crew here at Post Wrestling putting up numbers, man. So, uh, you know, we we appreciate y'all supporting us, supporting the rest of the fam as well, because we 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 doing big things this year. Uh, but speaking of big things, we're going to go around the horn, let everybody say their goodbyes, and we're going to start with this man who got the Lexus parked out back. Y'all give it up for the new producer. He swerved when he drive. Yeah. Two-way, Ray. What you got to say, brother? Well, I'm going to put the Lexus decal on my Camry. That's what I'm going to do. Thank everybody, especially those who are joining us live through the live chat. And it's just been some great responses. Although I, we haven't been able to get everybody's up, we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate you guys interacting one another, with one another. Uh, just thank you, Way and John, for allowing me the, the keys to the kingdom, at least for, for one night, and just being able to help out these good brothers who are doing good work here. Um, and uh, thank all you, the, uh, the advocates, who are for allowing me to help you guys out. And hopefully this Love is you, just Ray. the beginning. You the man, Ray. You the now, man, now, Ray. I, do, I do have a yeah. note for you, though, Ray. I do have a note for you, though, Ray, uh, before you give out your Twitter handle. Uh, gotcha. You know, when you talked about the keys to the kingdom, 
and, and you're going to learn this as you, you become, you know, a more seasoned producer. That would have yes, been sir. the time to drop the needle on that Cody Rhodes joint. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> most, <laughs> most wrestling has more than one producer. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to help Please. you, brother. I appreciate it. I need all the pointers I can get. I, I thank you. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but where can the people find you on Twitter when they want to shout you out, man, for all the good work you're doing? Well, you can find me on Twitter slash X and on Instagram at Mondo Dondo One. Also, as uh, Nate so graciously mentioned, we are recording the second installment mm. of Spinning Black Fist tomorrow. Unfortunately, we're not up yet to getting it live streaming just yet, but just keep your eyes, ears peeled, keep your eyes peeled on your podcasting devices and platforms. Um, if you're into MMA, uh, we're going to get into uh, the happenings from UFC 297 from uh, Saturday. And also, again, as we alluded to, some some choice comments from not only uh, the former UFC middleweight champion, but also the UFC president. We'll get into those as well. So um, just thank you guys for all the support, and we appreciate you. And also, yeah, I know he's going to mention it as well, uh, Kings of Sports Patreon. Mm. Support them because they support us. Talk to him, Ray. And and again, Ray Ray is going to become more integrated here uh, on the Nubian Wrestling Advocate. So don't be surprised if you start to see clips uh, and whatnot from the episodes pop up. So uh, you know, if y'all have favorite segments or moments from the episodes, mm-hmm. let Ray know, and we'll 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 get those up in clip form, man. Because because you know we we trying to you know do some things this year. Uh, speaking of doing things out here on these streets, nephew, what you got going on, brother? Man. Just writing, covering the news, a lot of news, man. Writing stuff, so yeah, check out my written work over at postwrestling. dot com. Great, you got to put up T. Anthony's comment right now while Andrew is talking. Great show, guys. Uh, not bad for some affirmative action, guys. Ha ha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that. Uh-huh. Look at look at that guy. Look at him, and now we got four of us. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you try to take us down, we just multiply, brother. Try to take us down, and now we <laughs> like baby's kids. Now, right. now we done put Ray on that full time contract, and he got the keys. <laughs> that, that new contract, less that that man Ray had the car had the new contract for like twenty minutes. He would have bought him a new car. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. That, that that brother ain't slowing down a minute. The only thing, like I don't think Ray knows this, and and we probably should have told him beforehand. Like you mentioned, the the exchange rate with the yen there is an exchange rate when you go from canadian money to american money race so i know they said you got like a million canadian dollars it ain't really a million dollars before like like nine something so i don't know how much you pay for the lex but you might want to save some of that gotcha <laughs> i'll look forward to the advance man, i thought man. the advance was coming man. in Right, right. This is what you get. You, you get. You get that the Canadian amount that 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 they that they just mentioned, and then they're gonna supply you with like twenty bottles of Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> straight, 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 freshly Canadian brewed Tim Hortons. And some, and some poutine. And some poutine. Y'all love some poutine. I love some poutine. Yeah. Uh, like every that. every so, month we do this though. I want to see Ray's wardrobe get like a little but, more uh, and more yes, fancy. Yes. Hey, hey, be hey, a flashy. Right. 
Ray, if you don't wear a suit next podcast, but don't come on the fucking show. I'll tell you, wear a suit. Wait, Ray, I need you to live the gimmick, dog. Live the I, I want you to put the Lexus decal on the bottom part of your screen next to your uh your, your Twitter handle. I want a fucking full three-piece suit. Wait, I'm telling you, bro. Three-piece suit. We got something with you, bro. Well, 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 come on, look, we, it's stages. First, he got to start with, like, the job interview shirt yeah, the, the, the job interview shirt. With the <laughs> then, then he got to get the suit. <laughs> a blazer. But I, I, I want this shit. By the like end of the year, I want you looking like Cam Newton. This is how I need. This, this is, like, the final form that it needs to end. Ray needs to be full body screen with the fucking suit on standing up the whole fucking four hours of the show. Yes. That 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 is the only way to do it. With an earpiece in. With, with, with an earpiece in, he like he like, all right, fellas, wrap it up. We had three minutes, three hours. And then I need him in the back, like, hey, that 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 actually isn't happening. Count, count down three, yeah. two, one. Here we go. Play, play three, two, one, play righteous ridge. Here we go. Yeah, yes, like said, he needs to be rocking like the Dusty Rhodes fur coat. The Dusty Rhodes fur coat. <laughs> <A> little hat. <laughs> but, but, you, uh, but you can find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at 80Thompson underscore underscore. Check out all the real work and posts. We over there killing it, doing some great work. And uh, yeah, there you go. Shout, shout out to the to my homies, my, my guys over here at the Kings of Sport Patreon. I'm telling y'all, one of these days, I'm going to make my Kings of Sport Patreon debut. And y'all ain't going to know mm. when that shit coming. I'm going to just show up. And then we gonna talk whatever, and then I'm gonna spew my uh my pro uh CM Punk take over the world at the WWE nonsense. But, uh, but but yeah, nah. But yeah, we we gonna have a good time, and I'm I'm looking forward to that one day when we when we do make that happen. The invite is on the table. You know, we, definitely we, is we, the table. Andrew's people is talking with my people. Ray, you, you know, know the middleman. Ray the middleman with his new with his new fucking Lexus. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Big Time Ray with his fucking Lexus. You know what I'm saying? Rizzy I'm, I'm Ray, what they call him I'm, out there? Rizzy I'm, Ray. I'm, 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 I'm over here. With, I'm over here with my Buick, and Ray over here with a new Lexus. <laughs> John Ray, what is going on? What's happening? Rizzy Ray. Happening? Rizzy Ray. But yeah, but yeah that, that's all I got, brother Nate. Enjoy the show. It was a fun time talking with y'all. Chris, finish us off, my brother. Oh, but yeah, you're your signature your intro, Nate, for Chris. You're signature outro for Chris, my bad. Yeah, Chris, Chris, come on now. You know you got to tell the people what you got going on, Chris. Let them know about the, the articles. If you're doing the articles, let them know about this book, Chris, that's still out there that these people ain't ready for yet. Let them know what you got going on, Chris. Yeah, so the book is still uh, still going, still trying to get that out. Um, I wanted to um, – uh, my – at um the Cal States in California, Cal State Universities. Um, yes, tomorrow is supposed to be my first day, official day back to work. We're on strike at the moment, so hopefully oh. it doesn't last that long. Um, I wanted to um I'm not gonna be at WrestleMania this year, it's official now because I will be in Columbia. Um on April first mm. through seventh, getting my stem cell treatment. Stimmy. So uh, wish me luck well, on good. that. Uh, pray. Good luck, man. Good yeah, luck, man. All that I hope everything goes smooth. Yeah, I, I hope so too, man. Because you know, this, this motherfucker Chris about to come back like Ray Mysterio. Ooh, he gonna come back looking like AJ Styles when I'm AJ t- came t- back. T- right. Chris about to Chris about to come back buff as shit. Walk until he gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> strong as shit. Right, and, like Chris, what happened to you? Like Chris would be like, "Nigga, I run LA now." <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And also, if you guys don't mind, I want to give a quick um, RIP shout out to one of my um, friends from back in the day, um, actor, 
um, wasn't a huge actor, but he is. If you know who he is, you know who he is. Uh, Christian Oliver. Um, he was on Saved by the Bell, the new class. I think he did a season of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on in the movie Speed Racer. Um, guy from Switzerland, such a sweet guy. He died in the plane crash coming back from Bermuda with his two daughters in the plane. Mm. All three of them passed away. Um, I think so I his, read about that. Yeah, yeah, his his wife is left alone, and I I don't really know his wife. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm I, Christian. I remember because I met him a few different times. Always such a sweet guy. So um, just just think about him. Um, because yeah, he, I when I heard about that, I it just made me so sad. Um, just because mm. so, that, um, that was that was early on in the year too. Right? That was like the fourth or the fifth or something. Yeah, yeah, it was right? early on in the year. He was he yeah. was out there with his daughters for um uh, for um uh, um a a Christmas trip, right? And then they, yeah. they come back and. You know, you it's 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 weird because you just don't know what to say to people when something like that exactly. happens. You know, yeah. like especially when it's a like a a a a woman losing her whole family like that. So I just mm-hmm. I, I want to remember uh, Christian Oliver and just um just everybody just um just be safe out there, right? And then um hopeful in twenty twenty four is going to be a great year for all of us, man. Um, we're gonna um level up the podcast um i'm already talking to some people so um mm. kings of sport um post wrestling um nwa um we we got don't, stuff don't be surprised yeah. if you see some nwa merch popping up here in the next yeah. couple months right yeah yeah and don't and i'm and don't be surprised when you start seeing guests pop up too i'm mm. trying to we're, tr- we're trying to get it to trying to get things to pan out so Let's let's see what we could do with that, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And again, to echo Chris's sentiments, you know, I lost my uh, cousin a couple weeks ago, and it's like nobody knows how many hours you got on on this planet, how many days. Sorry how many for years. your loss, my guy. Right. I appreciate that, that, brother. Um, but we we got to make the most out of it, and we yes. got to uh, spend. And again, this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about at the very beginning of the show with people trying to come for John Pollock. You know, you have to. And it can be difficult in this age we live in, particularly with social media. You have to dwell on the things that bring you joy. And that's something I've learned the older I get, Chris, is my time is not for everybody. And my time should be spent towards. Oh, what we having for dinner? Uh, uh, Patrice Knight <laughs> wants to know what we having for dinner. Guys, <laughs> uh, come through, get I, a plate. Right, yeah. Well, I'll save one for you. Uh-huh. What are we having for dinner? Some air fryer wings and some vegetables. Air fryer wings mm-hmm. and vegetables. So. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm going to come through in a little bit, Chris. That's uh, <laughs> how so you know we've been on too damn long. Uh, shout, shout out to Chris's wife, though, man. She's she, she a real one. We, we appreciate her. Uh, yes. But again, family, friends, like doing the stuff that you love to do. Uh, you know, that's, that's what's important. And, you know, money and all that stuff is cool, too. But, you know, we talked about it, Chris, with Okada. You want to, mm-hmm. you know maximize the minutes you have on this planet so right, yeah uh, you know uh, r.i.p to the ones that we lost and uh, for the ones that are still here it's a blessing let's keep it moving uh in terms of uh, where you can find me at in the number eight m-o-z-a-i-k at nate mosaic on twitter again we all mentioned the kings of sport kings of sport.com patreon.com backslash kings of sport five dollars gets you in the door uh appreciate that uh dolores uh five dollars gets you in the door 
for all the audio and video content that we produce here with the Kings of Sport. Uh, so, uh, you know, we appreciate y'all for checking us out. Uh, oh, shout out to Dolores. Yeah. I want to shout her out. Um, I, I owe her uh, she on her show. I need to go on her show because okay. I, I owe her girl a talking to for telling me CM Punk will never go back to WWE. <laughs> she, she was the main one. So don't mm-hmm. tell, tell your home girl I haven't forgot about her. He said he got receipts in 2024. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tax right. season. It's time to collect. I found this on the web for who was the main wife. Don't so go on Alexa. Uh, Chris about to go back there sitting like an unlocked character Uh, but but, but we appreciate everybody for checking us out man we're going to do this again next month next month y'all if this was how we started the year in January what the hell we going to do in Black History Month y'all ain't ready we ain't even ready but it's going to be fun it's going to be good Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening whether live or in the future And, and remember be kind to each other and, and of course, Sundays, day for my homies. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to all of y'all for listening. Shout out to Righteous Reg, the good brother Righteous Reg, for the theme. Shout out to SP3 Reg. and the good brothers over at True Hill Heat, good brothers and sisters. Uh, we love Chrissy Love and uh, Steffi up, up in here. Uh, rich fan, the brother Rich fan. We got to get mm. Rich fan on here sometime yeah. soon this year. Uh and again, shout out to John Pollock and Wade Ting, the proprietors of Post, for letting us do what we do each and every month. We appreciate them uh, so much. Uh, Y'all stop Ray. playing with my dog before I put these knuckles to your fucking chin. Mm. Boom. Oh. Stop playing that's with my man the, like that. That's from the youngest yeah. in charge for that, three more that, years that, at least. That, 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 that's, that's from almost 30, Andrew. I ain't fucking around. Almost. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to get that old man strength now. That, that, that old man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ray, do you know how to play the outro? I do not yet. Okay, okay. Um, I was gonna give you like an on-air tutorial, but the people don't need to hear that. So I will do the <laughs> outro. <laughs> I will do the outro this month, and then you you can take it over next month. Uh, cause cause it's gonna be a new man in charge. It's gonna be the right. Raymaker. Ray, that, Ray, 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 that, that that mistake right there. That's off your four hundred one k. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you you should contract before you signed it, Chris Jericho. Hey, Ray, you in the 360, bro? What happened? You got you the 360 deal? <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray don't know. Ray is obligated to produce every post-wrestling show now for the next three years. He didn't read the contract. <laughs> Right. So you can hear Ray on the wellness policy. On <laughs> you can hear Ray on the long and winding royal road. Hear Ray on so many post wrestling shows. He'll be on talk. He'll be on. Ray, 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 Ray don't even know he just signed up to start clipping up the Andrew Thompson right. interviews. YouTube Collision shows. course, yeah, yeah. Andrew yeah, yeah, Thompson yeah, yeah, interview. <laughs> Ray about to be the hardest working man at the post office. And this man Ray working like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Ray gonna be looking like Jimmy Butler in the bubble when post wrestling get through with him. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the family, Ray. <laughs> right, right. But hey, 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 this, this is for paying your dues about Ray. That's how, that's hey, how you do it, Ray. Gotta pay your dues, kids. Chris needs you to bring him bags and carry his, carry his bags and bring him water. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't do that kind of bullshit here at Post. So. No, not but, at Post. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's, why, that's why we the best. 
But shout out to yeah. Ray on the on the on the real tip. Ray, you did a great job tonight, my brother. Proud. Yeah, great I'll job, great job. Ray. Yeah, and, and, Ray. And, and, and Ray, and Ray was positioned on the post wrestling Christmas show next to Renee the Cat. Look at that. I That's know. Right. Yo, so Ray, Ray make it move. Ray make yeah, move. Yeah. He moving up Tell fast, him. real fast. All right. All right. Yeah. And on exactly. that note, we got to get out of here because Ray's got to make a, uh, another payment on that Lexus. Uh, <laughs> election cool. year 2024. Don't forget to vote, y'all. That's it. Yes. <laughs> uh, for two-way Ray, for the nephew Andrew Thompson, for <clears throat> the professor Chris Ely, I am the godfather Nate Milton. And remember, the revolution may not be televised. But it damn sure will be podcasted. See y'all in Black History Month. Y'all ain't ready. Yo. It's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off kilter, the professor, the godfather, post wrestling, the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest is pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we repping it. For the culture and we repping it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.